0: Welcome to Best Picture Cast. I'm your host, Kieran B. I recently completed my goal of watching every Oscar Best Picture winner ever and decided to start a podcast to review each one. Each episode, myself and revolving co-hosts will discuss, assess, and evaluate a different Best Picture winner with the goal to establish a ranking for the entire list. This is not a who-should-have-won podcast. We're here to discuss the inner circle of movies who took home the crown in their respective years. As a disclaimer, this is an opinion-based podcast and a subjective discussion by movie enthusiasts who don't claim to be trained experts. If we destroy your favorite movie or praise a movie that you think is trash, we encourage you to write us in at our email, which is bestpicturepodcast at yahoo.com. Again, that's bestpicturepodcast at yahoo.com. You can also find us on our social media accounts. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We are on Twitter, and that's at best picture cast and we are back and we are back for a big one this is episode 28 the godfather and i am here with a few returning co-hosts who if you've listened to this podcast in the past you certainly have heard them before and i'm going to introduce them one by one but i'm going to start with a man who has watched the godfather now for the first time he has been on this podcast many times before. I think he, right now, is the leading co-host by episode here. And that is Joey R. Joey R., welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Very excited to be here. First watch of Godfather and first time deep diving into this movie. Now, you no longer can say you haven't seen The uh, the Godfather. Now, we've been teasing this since, I think, the Silence of the Lambs episode. So. Yeah, real early. Now all I have in my back pocket is that I've never seen The Godfather 2. That's, <laughs> that's right. And we're going to keep this episode godfather 1 centric we are going to avoid using any references to godfather 2 at least best we can mm-hmm. luckily i don't know any that having joey here will help and joey i just want to you've you've been on a lot of episodes here if you want to just kind of pick one out for the listeners who may not have heard any of your episodes in the past one to highlight yeah so i mean i think with going the complete opposite end of uh
1: godfather i think sound of music nice happy mm. colorful mu- movie but also a great episode
0: to listen to in preparation for godfather the big epic movies we had a ton of fun with that one last summer and and excited to tackle some more of those musicals in the past that aren't so good, and we'll see how Can't how wait. weird that gets. <laughs> but uh, up next, we have Grant C. Grant has been here many times before. Grant, how are you doing today? Doing well. Very excited to talk about this. I know you're a big Godfather guy. Love one it. yeah. Since we very first started doing Best Picture Cast, yeah. I think it was one you mentioned. One of my favorite movies of all time. Really excited to talk about it. And I think when we first talked about getting you on the podcast, and you looked at the list, you're like, "Oh, I like The Godfather, but I think I can't like No, no, we're not good enough. Yeah, yeah, oh, you have to do Crash first. <laughs> 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 you got to pay your dues. That's right. That's how you earn your stripes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, Graham. Why don't you uh, p- pick an episode you've been on in the past to highlight? Uh, yeah, besides Crash. Yeah, I guess uh, my most recent one was
2: Oliver. Great. I had a great time with that one. Uh, I think that was a very solid episode uh, for
0: sure. Definitely, yeah. I think. It's becoming one of my favorite episodes. It's a great one. It's a great it listen. It was just an unexpected gem of an episode. We, yeah. we were contentious where we had to be. We covered all the stops. I, I thought it was good. Chris and G joined us on that one.
2: Had a nice Billy Joel discussion at the end of it. Oh, yeah. yes. That will be oh, brought yes. up at the
1: rankings episode. And it has to be. <laughs> the rankings episode, season two, blind defense of Billy Joel against Chris <laughs> G.
0: <laughs> that will have
1: to be the title.
0: And filling out the field of four here, we have a co-host here who has been a part of BPC the longest, I guess I would say, because he was on episode one, and that is Artie B. Artie. Hey, everyone. What's going on? Very excited to talk about this movie. Really looking forward to getting into it. A lot to dig into here. And if you heard our first episode, the Departed episode, and you're concerned because Artie B may not have loved Goodfellas, I don't think you share the same notion with with The Godfather
3: no and I um, have a few people I've spoken to where I said I'm watching The Godfather and they're like oh do you not like that either <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I have a lot of that I have to deal with so what's another episode that you've been on already that you want to kind of highlight highlight for the, uh, the listener
3: pretty proud of the most recent uh, Platoon episode where we really did a great job analyzing and getting into that movie I'm very proud of that one yeah the one year
0: anniversary episode Joey you were there for that as yeah. well love that episode that so was much. a goodie yeah, that was a good one. We kind of hit hit the more serious topics. We uh, lightened it up in certain moments to just kind of keep our sanity doing it. So. And
1: the editing room floor has some comedy that will never be heard.
0: <laughs> yeah. For the best, for
1: the best. 100%. But you sometimes you have to break up the seriousness, and if you don't make an inappropriate joke here or there, you lose your sanity.
0: <laughs> and if you air it, you lose your job. <laughs> <laughs> so we are here to talk the godfather it's the 1972 <clears throat> best picture winner it is a movie that i would think most people think of when people talk great movies it's a movie that's probably on the shelf for a lot of people for better or for worse whether it's the best movie they've ever seen or one of the best best movies they've ever seen or the best movie they haven't seen or maybe a movie they've told people they've seen because they don't want to talk about it they don't want to broach it yeah. and i think that or partially there's partially seen Yeah, anyone who's into movies has some sort of relationship with The Godfather. And I know that there's a contingent of people out there who don't care for The Godfather. And we're going to kind of explore that a little bit today, too. I want to start with you, Joe. This was your first experience. We really were all pretty respectful and staying away from you with our opinions. Absolutely. How did did it go? How was the experience? So uh, I've avoided it so long because of
1: expectations, right? Because forever I'm told it's perfect, it's this, it's that. So it was hard. And growing up where we grew up, there was a lot of kids who wished they were the godfather. (laughs) One percent Italian. Their parents are teachers. They're running around thinking they're Fredo. So there was a lot to it. So I just kind of stood away from it. The expectations were high. And what I learned, it was fine. No, I'm joking. It was awesome. (laughs) Um, I think, you know, not to get too ahead, the last hour is probably the best hour of a movie ever. But I think probably maybe my hottest take is of all the season two movies that I've never seen before, this was not... I'm not saying it's better or what's better, but I think Lost Weekend impressed me more as a first watch. Interesting. I'm interesting. not Very saying interesting. which is better. That's okay, for the yeah, rankings wow, episode. Right. Wow. But for when I finished watching The Godfather first, and I, I think a big part of that was if you I watched The Simpsons forever, The Simpsons spoiled this entire movie for me. <laughs> yeah. The second I saw Michael, I knew how this movie ended. <laughs> because, well, but, it's,
0: it's it's also kind of hard no, to, 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 to go, even if you haven't seen it this long. It's impossible to it's avoid. It's referenced so right. many times in pop culture but, that it, you can kind of feel out. And how that are doesn't good. matter at all. But
1: after the Lost Week, I watched yeah. The Lost Weekend. I wasn't on the episode. I watched it in preparation for the episode, and then the next day I was watching TV. I was like, I'm going to watch that movie again. Wow! Because I was blown away again. The rankings episode will vet who, who's better, but...
3: I think that's a common thing. People have high expectations and they've heard so much about this yeah. movie that that then makes them hesitant to begin watching it. That was my thing because, you know what it is? The word perfect isn't thrown around with
1: movies a lot. You hear, oh, this movie's awesome. Oh, I love this. It's this much fun. It's This, this is the best yeah. acting you've ever seen. But this is regularly perfect. And then you see, like... Stanley Kubrick calls this probably a perfect movie, and I really respect Stanley Kubrick. And yeah, coming from a psychotic
0: perfectionist, right? right. So okay. for him,
1: exactly. so it's just. And then everyone who I trust with movies has told me this as long as I've talked about movies for. I'm just always like, I can't watch this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, I, I really had to prep myself going in to just be like, just let this be it. I didn't take any notes the first time. I literally just sat there and stared at the TV in darkness.
2: Yeah, it's it's hard. This movie is so ingrained in our just our day to day, like our lexicon. It's yeah. just all the the famous lines from the movie you've all heard before, and right. all the major major plot points. I'm sure you've seen. It's a movie that you've seen a million times without Not having seen. seen it. Right?
0: Yeah, and I think we should mention too as we're recording this one on Long Island, where much of the movie was filmed, mm-hmm. and yeah. a lot of the plot is is centered around. I mean, sure. there's no way to, to avoid that. That kind of seeps into everyone's history with this movie around here also. Of course, yeah. Uh, so, Artie, what was your first experience, if you can remember, with The Godfather? I remember.
3: I was in college in a random, you know, shitty apartment with a few friends, and we were going to play poker, Texas Hold'em. It's very popular back then. And my friend was obsessed with the movie. He's like, oh, I'm just going to put on The Godfather. Like, it's a big movie to put on while we're <laughs> on yeah, that's... And... I remember, I'm like, whatever, I've heard so much about this movie, I'm, I'm not even going to pay attention. I'm not, this isn't going to be my viewing of The Godfather. Right. Poker started, the movie started, and the first scene sucked me in, and I was just so disinterested in poker. I wanted to yeah. watch the movie. I didn't get through a full viewing there, but that was when I was like, alright, this is on, like, my to-do list. Watch this whole yeah, movie. Yeah. I mean, getting, to, not to jump too far, watching that first scene and not then
1: watching the entire movie, I don't know how someone would do that. The I Believe in America. Yeah. Oh, the, the oh Three words slow zoom. Amazing. Oh, my cool. God.
0: Yeah, Every time I hear that, you hear the the first notes of the score mm-hmm. kicking in, yeah. and then the "I Believe in America." It's like the it's like when you're sitting on a roller coaster and they bring that that guardrail <laughs> clamp hard, the down, the harnesses down, yeah, yeah, and you're locked in. It's like, oh wow, this is happening now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're, we're a, this isn't a casual Sunday anymore. Yeah, like no. this right. is this is Godfather We're time. In deep. It's, and you're, it's yeah. unbelievable, and you're
3: yeah. there expecting to watch you know, you're expecting to watch a Mafia movie, and the first scene is darkness, and then this haunting sound. Like, it's almost like a horror movie intro.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're going to definitely discuss the score quite oh, yeah. a bit here. We have uh, Grant, do you remember your first experience with The Godfather? Uh, yes. I was in high school, and I
2: was staying with my grandparents for, uh, like, a little vacation, and my grandfather used this time to school me on movies. We watched The First Two Godfathers, uh Raging Bull, uh, I think Field of Dreams, like mm-hmm. just a I, I feel like the classics, the kind of, it's a hell of a vacation. get my um it's a good get my bearings, yeah. And I was, you know, fifteen, maybe when I first saw it so I'm like, Oh, this is quote unquote film, like this is perfect. Even at a age where you wouldn't expect to like Movies like this when you're watching like stupid action movies, <laughs> yeah, you
0: know, you watch a movie like this, you're like, oh, this is just different. My first experiences with The Godfather, and this is almost a bit of a confession, probably were in the later part of middle school into the earlier part of high school where my parents put it on for me because like, this is The Godfather, this is a great movie, this is yeah. what you should be checking out. And I just was not equipped to watch it at that at that point. That's a little young. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I it's remember, a young. and I don't think it was ever like I sat down and watched beginning to end. It was on, and I remember the scene where Vito's chasing his grandson and, and, mm-hmm. and falls over. I remember the, the restaurant scene. D- scenes. High school into college, Sopranos is out, people are talking about Goodfellas, people are talking about A Bronx Tale, people are talking about Godfather, and I'm kind of just so not into any of that at that time, where All I right. kind of was in anti-mafia movie mode, Right. And it was. I've seen The Godfather. I don't want to talk about it. And, and, and from that point on, it was kind of just. I've seen The Godfather. Whatever. I don't. I don't want to watch it again. I don't want to see. It. Even though I really had only seen scenes of it, so I just kind of did the classic, check it off. I don't want to sure. deal with it. And was just for just blindly against it. Hmm. That so, sounds like someone I know. <laughs> <laughs> Same person that's talking right now. <laughs> oh, that's coming up. Um, but I'm doing the best picture quest here and I really centered in on it after I graduated from college and knew that the Godfather was one I was gonna have to tackle and tackle the right way. Right. Because I definitely had not seen any of Godfather Two. So I took a a Memorial Day weekend. It was a beautiful weekend. I don't know why, for whatever reason this (laughs) is what I decided to do. And I went Godfather one, Godfather two, Godfather three, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Okay. And wow. Yeah. that at that point I was engrossed in yeah. the Godfather world and have not looked back at, at this being one of my favorite movies of all time for mm-hmm. sure. And I think it's a movie that a lot of people are reluctant to give themselves over to for whatever reason. Because it's so big. It's, it's, it is it's, big. It's a, yeah. it's a huge, like, like what what Joey said
2: here, with the expectations of it, and you're almost scared not to like it because of...
0: Kind of the pressure that's around you. Like. I wanted
1: to not like it for this. I really was like, <laughs> yeah, or, please come in, not liking it.
0: Or you're just gonna take a stance, right? Uh, take a stance against it because yeah. you didn't really have the same experience with it that other right. people right. did. It's just it's not an easy movie.
1: Like everything matters. Like you can't play on your phone. You can't have a snack. You can't. If you it's, want, yeah, you know you can, but you're not. Then you're gonna miss it. If you want the full Godfather
3: experience, you got to pay attention
1: you need to be immersed in you need it to be it's an active,
2: active watcher
3: and all that little detail is what gives it it's rewatchability for mm. such a long dark movie it's
0: got a lot of rewatchability
1: oh yeah it, it doesn't is. feel long at all no it, doesn't. A, no
0: it does not there's a big cast of, of intricate characters very interesting characters uh, uh, elaborate interactions with each other really carefully selected dialogue it's a fine tuned machine and just in watching it this time around I mean this movie is pitch perfect with its delivery i yeah. mean it, it there isn't there isn't a sound there isn't a note there isn't a color that's off in what it's trying to deliver for you there it has its mistakes sure. it has its yeah. clumsy moments there's, and there's some there's, problems yeah we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll bring we'll, and we'll bring that out as we go We're, we've said i think we said many episodes ago we'll nitpick the godfather when we have to yeah, yeah. and we will but the delivery of the movie is pitch perfect. Before we do the deep dive, let's talk about what we're drinking here. And I have a, uh, a little switch in what I normally do here. So I'll go last. So Joe, why don't you uh, start off here? What do you have? So I went sloop brewing Hudson Valley and went with the Confliction.
1: It's a sour ale. Keep it light, keep it interesting. Confliction's a great, a great word for this
0: episode. It's a great word for this movie. I love it. I have not had a beer from them that I haven't loved, and I'm a big sour guy, so that's yeah. why I definitely got to try.
1: Go for it, because they're, this is phenomenal. I mean, World
2: Beer Cup winner. Grant, what do you have today? Uh, well, I'm alternating okay. back and forth. I went to uh, <laughs> I went to Beer, and I couldn't decide which one I wanted to get. The Forgotten Burrow uh, Brewing Company, the Pizza Rat Pilsner. It's from Staten Island. Very nice. a lot of the Unbelievable name. The, Cor- the Corleone, was, uh, Corleone Compounds filmed in Staten Island. And then I also have uh, Five Burrows Brewing Company. Uh, gridlock, Casey, IPA. Yeah, I mean, all, all five all right. boroughs are represented. We got a hidden
0: borough, too. Yeah. We're representing all the five families here. So exactly. Yeah. You got to get two of them in there. Yeah. What is there? A tie in contest? I don't know <laughs> about going on. Don't,
2: don't be sad because you
3: just brought Montauk. I'll have to work one in. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sixth family on the yeah. North <laughs> Fork. Yeah, boring Old Me brought the standard Montauk Wave Chaser. This is a standard
0: on the uh, BPC It's hey, we got to keep it going. Hey, it's yeah. Long Island. Some of it, you know, there's Long Island connections here. Yep. It's hard to have a Best Picture cast episode without a little Montauk in there. So. Yeah, there you go. I normally drink beer. I've drank beer for every episode that we've done so far. I have switched it up because every time I watch this movie now, for whatever reason, some of them probably very obvious, I, I just have to have a glass of wine when I'm watching The Godfather. It just, I, I settle mm. in. I hear that first note. I hear, I believe in America. It's time to pour... It's time to pour a glass of wine, and uh, I'm drinking a little more wine in my older age. You know? Do you what have those cool wine glasses they have? Those you, old now. school wine glasses? That they wine had. Glass. Those they, were they look like big shot glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love those
2: glasses. So It shows how much moderation has changed in 2021.
0: Talk it's good for about, you. Pop. It's good for you. Talk about tying awards. I have the Francis Coppola Diamond Collection Cabernet a 2017. <laughs> I think other than Jaws, we haven't had a, such a... A close jaws direct... was jaws
2: was a very direct
0: reference to yeah, yeah you're drinking the exact beer the in the movie yeah. yeah so we have our our weapons of choice here for the event we have a movie podcast and now it's time to do the Godfather ready to deep dive <sighs> let's do it this is no cavalcade Whew. it is not <laughs> <laughs> the year is 1972 the U.S. presidential election of 1972 saw the incumbent president Richard Nixon defeat South Dakota's own George McGovern in a whopping. 49 states to one victory. That's embarrassing. Carrying every state but Massachusetts. Ouch. Yeah. didn't even win his own state? Did not win his own state. And it How embarrassing. South Carolina. Tough. One of the largest landslides in U.S. presidential election history. The victory party, however, wouldn't last very long. Both Nixon and VP Spiro Agnew would resign within just two years of that election after the Watergate scandal. Also, McGovern's running mate had an all-time name... Sergeant Shriver was his running mate. That sounds like a made-up, that's phenomenal. No, that was, that was name just, that's, Sergeant. Okay, it was like First name Sergeant, last name
3: Shriver. Sounds like a wrestling hype man, like the guy that walks out with you to the ring and just points at you. Just carrying a flag yeah, and the, just a pointing, a flag pointing and a, at you a you megaphone. yeah In
0: the 1972 World Series, which was the 69th World Series of all time... <laughs> nice. And- <laughs> It saw the Oakland Athletics defeat the Cincinnati Reds in seven games to win the franchise's first championship since 1930, when they were known as the Philadelphia Athletics. The franchise would move from Philly to Kansas City from 1955 to 1967 before settling into the Bay Area and the Oakland Coliseum in 1968. The A's were managed by Dick Williams, and the World Series MVP was catcher Gene Tennis, the A's won the series despite losing their star player who suffered a hamstring injury stealing home in the ALCS. That star player was Reggie Jackson, who we discussed in length last episode for his World Series Rogues later that decade for the New York Yankees. The U.S. Billboard, number one song of the year. The First Time Ever I Saw Your Face by Roberta Flack. Roberta Flack, probably better known for Killing Me Softly with his song. Oh. That's her bigger, bigger tune there. The Fugees. Famously remade by the Fugees, yes. <laughs> Did not know that was a remake. Other notable number ones from 1972 include Lean On Me by the late Bill Weathers. Good song. Oh, God, he's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's a great song. Let's Stay Together by Al Green. Another, another great another wow. Damn. Brandy by Looking Glass, which is featured in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Fantastic great song. song.
1: Great tune. I listen to that way too much.
0: Oh Girl by The Shy Lights, which you may recognize better if you heard it sung by a sobbing Tony Soprano behind the wheel of his car.
1: Never seen The Sopranos.
0: And then finally I'm going to trigger Artie. What do you have against Italian culture? (laughs) I don't like mob stuff. Do you like meatballs? I love them. Joey is actually the only person of Italian descent here. (laughs) So So I could say that. (laughs) Yeah, the rest of us are Irish, Irish. German-Irish. German-Irish. I married into the family. But you're German, and, Irish, and, Swedish, German, and British. I'm Irish, Irish Italian, Italian, French. Yeah. All right, my Mick friends, let's continue here. Let's do it. Uh, already, I'm going to trigger you with this other 1972 song here. It's one of your favorites, and it's "American Pie" oh, by God. the great Don McLean. I think that's one of the worst songs ever. You've yeah, been on this one for for I years. I think it's pretty bad too. I mean,
3: yeah. it's just it's just verse-chorus for, what, seven tw- Seven minutes. Seven minutes. It's, it's, a good,
0: it's a good seven verses, I think. It's bad. <laughs> it's not a good song. Yeah. Just write uh, it
3: down and call it poetry. Don't put put it to music and make people listen like, to it. When you're somewhere and it starts, you just... It, uh, you're going And, no and when it gets to that slow part where it slows down, but it, I think that happens twice. twice the song it, never actually ends. It just keeps, <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps getting slow and everyone, starting back does, up. the
2: song doesn't end. Everyone just falls asleep that's
1: listening to it. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it's yeah. like yeah. you ever heard the John Mulaney... Um, playing the same song in the diner over and over. <laughs> yeah, <what's> new Pussycat, <laughs> just that. That's a really, funny <laughs> bit. Yeah.
2: that's a really funny
1: bit.
0: Also, if you're at any kind of karaoke bar, that's one of the three worst songs you could hear because you know oh, you're who going does nowhere. That? Wow! If you hear that one, also Paradise by the Dashboard Light, no, and Bohemian Rhapsody, I those was, come I on. It's start time a, to lead the bar. pie has to be the worst. I would start a riot. Yeah. nine minutes of just no. of commanding everyone's time. I will drop a fool. <laughs> so the best picture winner for the year 1972 is. The Godfather. It's directed by Francis Ford Coppola, based on a novel by Mario Puzo. Screenplay was a joint effort between Coppola and Puzo. Music was by Nino Rota. Cinematography by Gordon Willis. The Godfather is starring Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, James Kahn, Talia Shire, John Cazell, Diane Keaton, Ava Goda, Robert Duvall. It's nominated for 11 Academy Awards. The winner of only three Best Picture, Best Lead Actor, Marlon Brando. Best Adapted Screenplay, Francis Ford Coppola and Mario Puzo. Only winning three of the 11 awards that it's nominated for. We're going to talk a little bit about the ones it didn't take home and which ones we thought were the most egregious. But it was also nominated for Best Director, Francis Ford Coppola. Best Supporting Actor, James Caan. Best Supporting Actor, Robert Duvall. Best Supporting Actor, Al Pacino. Original Score, Nino Rota. Sound... Film editing and costume design it was not nominated for cinematography, particularly egregious. The Academy embarrassed themselves. Yeah, that's that that's, that's a bad yeah. job. Embarrassed. It is number two on the IMDb list of movies, so it's the highest ranked Best Picture winner according to IMDb. Yeah. Not the highest ranked BPC episode, though, because number one is Shawshank, Shawshank. Shawshank Redemption. Go back and check that episode out. It was our Thanksgiving special episode, Joey. another great up? one, yeah. So The Godfather. We can talk about the Academy embarrassing themselves in the individual awards, but I would say it got it right as far as the big prize goes. Because uh, <laughs> well, yeah. a lot of times we hear some of these classic movies, and we've talked about them, that aren't Best Picture winners. This one is. Yeah. And I think when we look at our list of Best Picture winners and the ones we have to go through, this is an easy one. You circle and go, oof. I'm going gonna, gonna to repeat again, because I said this in the, in the beginning here. We're going to focus this conversation on The Godfather. Joey here has not seen Godfather 2 or nope. Godfather 3. So it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense for us to just start going off into the the intricacies of Godfather Part 2. Because right. we will have a full episode on that, because I was also a Best Picture winner. Sure. And that's going to be our... Season 3 premiere. That's right. So we're getting to the end of Season 2. After every 15 episodes, we rank them, and we do our rankings episode, and we're approaching the end of Season 2. We're, yeah. This is Episode 28. We have two left, and then the four of us, along with Chris G, will do the rankings episode. You can listen to our, yeah. our Season 1 rankings episode You've kind of get the format. We're going to do something similar, we're also going to try to get all 30 of them in some sort of order, too, so... It's going to Very be a big, exciting, a, a big event. Go, for sure. Ready to go. Very. And then starting
1: with the next season with Godfather 2, I mean, what a better time to actually watch The Godfather 2. Then I need to figure out what movie I've never seen to have that in my back pocket. Citizen Kane? hated it. Oh, you saw it and yeah. didn't
3: like it? Interesting.
1: No. Uh, Goonies. I've never seen the Goonies. Yeah. The Honestly
3: Goonies. Does Citizen Kane actually insist upon itself? It
1: actually insists <laughs> all over
0: itself. <laughs> now, you're a big family guy. Huge family, huge Simpsons yes. guy, yeah. A family guy guy. Yeah, and it probably felt so good to to watch that skit and actually be able yes, to relate. Yes, to it was it, really nice. So.
1: Like I, I really felt when Lois is like, "Well, no, it has a lot to say." <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, oh. We're referring to the Griffin family in their panic room where it sprung a leak and filling with water. And <laughs> I have, a, I, have a, I have a
1: confession, Peter. Did I didn't like mean the Godfather. I didn't care
0: for the Godfather. I can't can't get through it. <laughs> It insists upon itself. So we talked about this movie kicking into gear here with the "I believe in America" speech. Yeah. We start off with Vito Corleone and his cat. It, it just it just starts off with a, a nobody
2: character. This person like, like is like a tertiary character. Just gets this monologue to open up this this epic movie. It's, Great it's fantastic. Story. Great story to tell. Oh yeah. my god! And just the yeah, way I he tells it, like I did it, it. it like an but, American. But it's, like, but it's oh. about but like this. But it, right there, it tells you one of the themes about this movie is what it means to be an American, what it means to be a part of this family. Mm-hmm. And there's two different things, and there's, and there's a rift between the two, and that you can't have one without the other. You have to be either or. And what you, lo- what
1: you learn about Vito in that first interaction is unbelievable. Like, how much, how much more of a foundation can you get for a character? where mm-hmm. loyalty, where family, where coming to me for help, we're not shutting me out, we're having this conversation. Like, you,
3: you never invite me over for coffee, I love how the first that he's going through his spiel about I believe in America and he's like I did the right thing I went to the cops and they were found guilty and and then their their sentence was suspended he asks Vito for help and Don Vito's first words are why did you go to the cops why didn't you come to me first
2: yeah yeah.
0: I love that. It's just so telling about him. This scene lays out the blueprints for the entire story to come. Yeah. Yes. Not just in this movie, but in the movies that come after it. It it talks about family. It talks about government. It talks about crime. It talks about punishment. It it gives you everything you need to know to understand why a war is on its way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And... Joey, as you said, it tells you so much about who Vito is and what he stands for and what he believes. And it tells you also how difficult it is to be in the same room with someone like that. Right. Because the average person would go to the cops. Sure. But then again, the average person can't just roll into Vito Corleone's <laughs> right. office and, and not call in the Godfather they, and ask for a favor they, on the they, day they, of his yeah, they,
2: they can't but, invite him over for coffee, right. which this guy could have done. But yeah. he didn't want to be associated with them. Right. And it's also such a good
1: immigrant story, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to assimilate into America. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. An American, I'm supposed to go to the cops. I'm supposed to do all these things. And it just shows, like, the kind of push and pull. I'll be honest, after this scene, I was like, are they going to be able to keep this threat of Vito throughout? And I mean, they deliver exponentially. But that that's a big promise. To, they, they start on a promise. Yeah. That this is who Vito is. And the fact that it. Follows
2: through the entire movie, and from what you guys are saying, the rest of it, like is really impressive. He is Vito is a man of principle, and he's unwaveringly so. He's the same person in the in at his daughter's wedding that he was when he was talking to Michael for the last time. He he just has he has this, his principles, and he sticks to them, and
0: he goes by his gut, and he doesn't change. Mm-hmm. It's it's. Admirable. And and I think that one major theme in this movie is family. Oh yeah! Oh and absolutely. How difficult it is to pass those principles on. Sure. As a father to your family, right? Particularly when you have to do through do so through business, right? And through through that business. Through, yeah. 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 Especially a- that. Business.
1: And and. But even just changing times, you know, being an immigrant now, second, third generations, and everything mm-hmm. that comes with it, it's. It's what do you what is valuable to you and how do you get that to
0: your kids and then seeing how all the kids react differently to it what what a powerful four words to start a movie like this about <laughs> from from an Italian immigrant who's not a main character in this movie who right. is this is I mean, he we, he appears later on in the movie, but this sure. is his scene, yeah. and it's I believe in America. He
2: delivers it, he delivers the theme of the, right. the, the
0: <laughs> theme of the movie. He describes the front, how the mafia works. Yeah, right? in, in the first in the first
2: one, and they they just give it to a throwaway character. It's genius, it's, and yeah. also one hundred percent.
3: The introduction to Don Vito on screen is a slow zoom away over, show, over, over his shoulder up. where he's not in focus and his first motion is just a slight hand gesture give him and drink. it gets someone to get up, get a drink, and bring yeah. it over. It just shows how powerful right. this guy so is. And that's power. Right off the bat. And then you hear him speak and you're like, he doesn't sound scary, he sounds like a grandpa kinda. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you know, yeah, yeah what did I do to deserve such disrespect?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and we, we, we tried to bribe. But we tried like, how much money do you want? He think, and this yeah, is how people really. think the mafia yeah. works. You
3: show yeah. up, you go, I'll pay you, you do a dirty job. And yeah. he's like, well, that's not how it works. We're no, friends. that's not
2: justice. Your daughter's still alive. Yeah. I
3: love yeah. that line. Yeah. Because yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, right. justice.
0: <laughs> and then it, it, it is so essential to set that up. You know, and to, And to set that up with really understanding this man's sadness and how. Destroyed and broken he is when he calls his daughter the light of his life yeah. yeah and talks about her her broken nose and her beat up face and says she'll never be beautiful again it's his only kid it, too it, yeah, yeah and it's not it's it's delivered in a way where face value you know oh well she broke a nose like she but no it's about the fact that she'll never she was the light of his life right. she was all happiness all. Trust in good, and now she is that's broken. Dead. She will never trust the world. She'll never be the same. The light is out. Yeah. Right,
3: And I like that he he is so passionate. And as the audience member, you're just listening like, well, how can he not want to get justice for this guy and help his friend? And then you hear his reasoning and his rationale, and then he eventually
0: comes around, and you're like, this there's a lot to this guy. It's not just... He is certainly not making his decisions based on emotion. Right. And that's None. something that we'll find out uh, through his children is sometimes the it's case. It's just very rational and, thoughts, this is what it is, this is. The brilliance of the filmmaking to make the viewer emotional and say, yeah, go get those two guys. Right. Get and then yeah. to have Vito Corleone take hold up a second, yeah. let me break this down for you, okay? Yeah. This is not a charity where you run in and I just do your bidding for right. it. Right. We're not mercenaries. We're not vigilantes, you know, we, we are a family.
3: And to your point of from a movie-making standpoint, they start off 10 out of 10 with this scene. 100 oh, yeah. this And this dialogue yeah. for Vito. And I said to Kieran earlier today when I was doing the rewatch, this movie starts off at 10 out of 10 and goes up. Like it elevates yeah. from the opening scene to yeah. the end, which is unbelievable. Which that it does think that was possible. I, I watched the opening scene. I'm like, this is going to be the best scene of the movie. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's, it's the not. whole movie is as good. Yeah.
0: So I, we're going to now talk about what's a bit of a lightning rod for this movie, and it's one of the things that people like to bring up when they say they either couldn't get through the Godfather, or they didn't, they didn't care for it, it didn't draw them in, and that's the wedding. Mm-hmm. The famous wedding. It's the first half hour of the movie, minus that first scene so it, that we get. Took a week to shoot. Had like seven hundred extras in it. It's unbelievable. It was a. It's
2: massive, massive undertaking. During that half hour, though, they cut to shady business dealings. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. But so not- I, lo- I love the bright wedding contrast right. yeah. with, with the, the shadowy
3: point. real business.
1: And then the FBI outside looking at the license plates. Like, there's yeah. a lot going on.
2: You know, in that in that half, hour, it's almost like Wally where you don't like hear a lot of dialogue, but you know exactly what every character right. stands for. And
3: you can tell he watching it, the filmmaking is deliberately doing sure. Something. So, you, so you, you
2: learn so much about each character just through that wedding scene alone. Mm-hmm. So
0: you guys are speaking as people who have already bought in to what's going on here. What do you say to the person that can't get through the wedding scene?
3: I would say go into the movie knowing you are watching a full three-hour film and this is a part of it and it serves a purpose and it might not be pow 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 like the rest of the movie can be but it serves
2: a purpose and after you finish it if you do give it a rewatch you'll appreciate it more i would say that this isn't movie this isn't a movie about the mafia it's a movie about a family Mm -hmm. and it's a movie about people through this wedding you get to learn about these people it's not only about the the crime family it's about the corleone family and their individual parts.
1: We're meeting Luca Brassi. we're meeting everybody here, and it's just, how else are you gonna introduce this many characters in an effective way that doesn't just feel like an exposition Force. dump? Yeah.
0: Well, that's a key point there, Joe, and I think that anytime a movie or a TV show has to introduce you a whole ton of characters Right in front of things and one after another, it can be difficult. I know The Wire has issues with with that and people lose, pilot, pilot get lost in The Wire too. So it's a lot of faces yeah. and a lot of names at once. And if you watch the wedding scene as an experienced Godfather viewer, you can see the roll call happen one by one. They're showing sure. you each important face. It's
1: overwhelming as a first watch. It is very okay. overwhelming. Was, for a first so watch. when I first watched this, I watched it. Then I rewound it and I watched it again. because oh, that's I, interesting. I, right I, to
0: the end of the, you got to the end of the wedding. I got so to the end the of the wedding. Because you realized a lot happened. Right, so they go to California and I was like, I don't know what I just watched. So, so I when, went back. I, I'm doing when, that when, more, I'm doing that more and more these days when I'm seeing some, of the, some older movies. Yeah, I'm not even talking like 70s, I'm talking, even, I'm talking right. even older than the 70s. Right. Uh, just a half hour in, I didn't grasp what I just saw. Yeah, I know yeah. my, uh, Brendan B. said that he did that for the uh, Man for All Seasons I realized that what I missed would
1: affect the way I watched the rest of the movie. Yeah.
2: Would, would you have done that if you weren't doing the podcast? No chance.
1: I would have kept watching and said, I'll figure it out as I go. Yeah. Okay, It's, wait, it's wait. a yeah. dense scene. It's a it lot going on. Awesome.
3: Yeah, the, but, the, it does a great job also of establishing the old school, old world Italian feel, and how massive the family is, and how right. everyone's a character. Yeah, and, and just when personality together when they're singing the song. And I love the scene where Don Vito wouldn't take the family I picture without Michael God. because that is how my mother in law is. She won't take the picture with <laughs> everyone at the counter. like no, yeah. everyone. Wait, it
2: also makes Michael very counsel. important. Michael is very boring. But it yeah, shows I, you how
0: uh, he's not forgotten. Despite <laughs> him being in uniform for this scene, which is very important that. because yeah. it shows his separation from the family. But he's different. start. Do you yeah. know the
3: cool fact behind the scene about Luca Brazzi in that scene? He was really nervous. He was so nervous to act with Marlon Brando that he botched his lines yeah. and then they went back and wrote in the lines yeah. of him practicing was, introducing was, himself to Marlon Brando. That was
2: one of the Brilliant that, movies. That Fantastic. Best. Honestly, the Luca Brasi thing was one of the best acting performances I've ever seen. I hope your son is a masculine yeah.
0: son. <laughs> 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 That's what you <laughs> practice outside? <laughs> he's, he's talking, Godfather. He's,
2: like, when he's talking to him and he's like, On your daughter's wedding day. On the day of your daughter's wedding day. Like, it stops, he takes like a really long yeah, beat. he thinks they're going to
3: edit it out or
1: something. Oh my
2: god, it was perfect.
1: Yeah, perfect.
3: The amount of characters you meet
1: in that half hour... Because what else are they going to do? Be sitting at like a restaurant and be like, this is this
0: guy. <laughs> then <gonna> <laughs> yeah, very, and then the Goodfellas. Yeah, the Goodfellas doesn't just talk to and the and Maybe that's
1: why it doesn't work. <laughs>
0: it, it is a very genius and clean way to get everyone in the same room. It's, like, let's have it's, a wedding. it's next level it's directing. and editing achievement. Yeah. 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 It's, and it's, I will say, it did have its moments of dumping some exposition and over-explaining. Sure. I, I don't love the one, this one scene. There's really not many lines in this movie that I even dislike. I mean, I think it's sure. it's it's just a, a, a glowing script. But there's the one line that that Robert Duvall says to his wife, when he, he goes, ah, I gotta get back to work. The Don can't refuse a wish sh- on the yeah. day of his daughter's wedding. It's like, oh, that's just coming up with you and your wife now? Like, w- you don't think that that would've come up? Like, why are you explaining yeah, I mean, that for the camera? You yeah, know? sure. So that's just, you know, one, one little moment there. said we're, right, we're getting those silly, nitpicks but, out there. Yeah. That's the yeah, one yeah, over explaining nitpick I, there.
2: I like, I like that this movie was shot, the wedding was shot differently. It was shot in like a 1940s way on a chromatic color scheme.
0: It felt and, like a whole video. Yeah, so, yeah,
2: yeah. It, it felt like something from the 1940s. And it was like, yeah, it
0: was brilliant. I think if, if someone is having a hard time getting through this wedding scene or or processing it or or being able to fully absorb what's going on, I think one way to start is to understand that the song and dance of the wedding and the celebration is so not important to what actually is going on right there. It's what the magician is showing to you right. while he's setting up his trip. Well, so I, I, would, I would say try to keep in mind always as to where Vito is. Sure. And if yeah. Vito's inside in his office, there are dealings going on and there are there are there are things being set up for what's going to happen after yeah. this movie. So don't get but, caught up in them singing Ch- uh, Che la Luna. Yeah. That's going on and have fun, and have fun with it, but focus on what are the FBI doing mm-hmm. outside. What who's who's meeting with the Don? Mm-hmm. Where, where's Sonny going? Where or right. where is the family? Right, and this this is also part of the
2: duality nature of this movie, where you know you're putting up appearances of being straight laced and all this stuff. It's a front. Like and it's bright and it's in the sun and everyone's well lit and everything, and then everyone in Vito's office is half lit. The room is really dark. It's the juxtaposition of the real family and the crime family. Yeah, and, and you how and on- how and how they're and how they're separate, just like how the fam how the mafia is separate from America.
1: And and to really kind of hit home what you're saying, Grant, is when um, Vito says about Carlo, his new son-in-law, he goes, "We'll give him a living, but we won't let him know too much about what what's going on." Oh yeah, they never trusted him. Right, they but never trusted him. But yeah. it just it shows so much. Like we'll take care of him because that's Connie's guy now. Right, but. We're keeping them at an arm's length.
3: Sure. Gordon Willis does a great job uh, lighting the characters oh, to yeah? show the contrast of half bright and half dark, yeah. especially on their face throughout the lighting's the movie. perfect. Sonny is frequently more well-lit than the other characters because he doesn't hide his other right. half as well as them. And yeah. from
0: what I understand, a vision of his that he really fought for, too. Yeah. I think they were not feeling it. No, Him they and were, Coppola fought a lot. Yeah,
2: the, uh, this, the, the, the big weeks at Paramount, they were freaked out when they saw this. because like, how are they going to watch this movie in dry? <laughs> it's too dark. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, they the, well, the they're like, sided they,
1: production they wanted a
3: brighter yeah. version.
2: They first yeah, they, thought
1: it was a mistake. They were like, oh, no, you sent it too dark. You have to, like, finish it. They're like, no, no, no. That's the movie. Yeah. Like, you and, guys don't know uh, what you're and talking
2: about. And they stuck to their vision. But, like, Coppola thought the axe was going to drop on him at any time. Al Pacino thought he's going to get fired at any time. Like, Paramount just did not support what was going on in right. this movie. They, they were ready to scrap it and just. Bringing somebody else. You know,
1: under budget ahead of time.
3: At one point, Al Pacino and Diane Keaton were getting a little drunk on set because they thought they were making the worst movie ever made. Yeah. yeah. Well, And they were kind of carefree doing their scenes because they didn't care. Is that why she was so bad? Who is she in this
0: movie? She is very built for Annie Hall. She is not. Wow. doesn't work. And and you bring up Annie Hall, and this is our second Gordon Willis movie in a row. Here, he shot Annie Hall, and it's the second week in a row that he's not nominated for cinematography. He must have pissed yeah. off the
1: Academy somewhere because this I mean, is.
0: You're both pretty. They're great. Genius. Sh-
1: yeah. Geniusly
0: and, shot. And movies. They're
1: very differently shot. Annie Hall. I think he should have been nominated. It's fantastically shot, and then very
3: differently shot. It's not like this guy has like a style that you're following. It's like I strongly disagree with that. I
0: think he has a set style, and I think it, it helped Annie Hall a lot. Oh, you saw you saw a lot of comparisons in how this one was shot and that one was shot.
3: Oh yeah, a lot of long takes, still cameras, not a lot of movement with the camera. The whole movie theater scene, the camera doesn't move until the very end when it slightly pans yes. to reveal it. It's just yes. a still camera. Yes. He has a set style: low lighting and still cameras, long takes, and that works with Woody Allen. It works with this movie because mm-hmm. it's a novel. There were definitely
0: more over the shoulder shots in this one. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't agree with you. Oh, okay. There were definitely more over the over the shoulder shots in this one. You know, go, going back to the back of someone's head, and then, yeah. and then definitely, yeah. he, definitely. Yeah. he Andy and was also, more focused the whole time. I do think time. he was in and out. Yeah. Also,
2: Gordon Willis didn't want to do a lot of modern techniques, a lot of zooms. He didn't want to do aerial shots, mm. but there, with with a few exceptions, obviously, and kind of like, he kind of did it, kicking and screaming, because Coppola, like, really tried to convince him to do so. But he just because I think Gordon Willis wanted to do almost like the same filmy techniques as they did in the '40s and the '50s when this movie took place. Yeah. He wanted it to be eye, a lot of eye level camera. Wanted to be so on, you feel like you're the same height. I mean, you want, right. with you the want to camera. be in it with yeah. the yeah, yeah,
0: You wanted want to feel like an authentic movie of its time. And talking about the inner workings behind the scenes at the wedding, there are 3 guests that are on the list that come and meet Vito and ask their their favor on the day of his daughter's yep. wedding. We talked about the Undertaker. Next is the Baker. Yeah, mm-hmm. with Enzo, and then of course we have Johnny Font- Fontaine. Yep. But I think it's very interesting to me that we start with the Undertaker, who represents death, right? And then you have the Baker, represents life, who represents life, and he yeah. and see he sees the, the cake. Oh, with about the, the Baker on day. top, yeah. right? And then and then you get you get Fontaine afterwards. And when we see the the favor that the Undertaker. S again later on is obviously doing up uh doing up something after. Job. Yeah. 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 And when the baker is called into action it's later on, it's literally to, to protect him yeah. from his from him from being hit again. It shows you the different things that is capable of. Right? right? He's
2: capable of bruising somebody up that deserves it. And he's also capable of keeping somebody in the country that is in love is that and that... It? You know, he, he wants, he has, he has these principles and he believes in family and that's... Normally you would think of a mafia boss as, I'm going to
3: ask you for a favor and then it's like, go kill this guy. Right. And it's, it's, these, it's these humble little jobs mm-hmm. that are not anything like the person, the per the uh, undertaker was afraid to ask for a job because he's like, I, he basically Vito's like, I get it. You don't want to be in my debt. You don't want to know what I'm going to ask you to do. Right. right. Meanwhile, it's not the scary thing. It's, it's just yeah. a family favor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and and, and someday and that day may never come. As like yeah, I said, very, humble, very humble. Very right. humble. And but it, it is just interesting though how you have the Undertaker who is the unwelcomed or unwelcoming guest, which is representing death, which is going to come into your life at any point. It's not gonna have coffee with you for sure for mm-hmm. uh for breakfast and, and meet the family. It's gonna come in when it comes in and, and ask its favor when it's time. And then you have the baker who's coming in who is a part of the family and is a part of uh, the warmth that Vito shows. And he's there to help Michael save Vito in the hospital when the hit comes to. It's a great juxtaposition or, or duality, yeah. I think you, you called it, Grant. Yeah. Um, uh, with the light and the dark there, we get it out of those first two sure. right That's there. a
3: great metaphor that you just made with him being, the Undertaker being death because he starts off in darkness right. and then he creeps over your shoulder and then he literally walks up and whispers in Marlon Brando's ear. Yeah. Very cool. That's awesome.
1: It's really well done. And just how the baker, when asked, he just stands there. He's shaking, but he just does it because that's what he knows he has to Wait do. Wait till you up. see the cake. And I right. love that exactly. scene him at the
0: hospital. We'll get oh. there we with with Benzo, yeah. Um, did, cool. no, I only ask you guys this: Did you guys watch with subtitles or without subtitles? Without, without. But I'm pretty good at that. Without, I don't have a problem. Okay, so yeah, I, yeah. I watch this. I watch most things with with subtitles these days. Might ears suck, and It's just easier to see the. It's see all, the all that movie. dang rock music. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's exactly right. You're probably you a Metallica fan. You're not going to be. well uh... like that Eric Church yelling in your ears. <laughs> I want to ask you this: Did you hear what he whispered into? Vito Corleone's ear, or did you have to kind of surmise it? I assumed it was silence. I didn't yeah, because the subtitles had it. Well, well, it what did it say? Yeah, so I, I want you. I want you to kill them. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, okay. I
1: assumed that. So that's why I mean, that's my said, the we said yeah. but I did not.
2: Yeah. Th-
1: I did not think it was actually like sound. I
0: thought it was just like beezie uh, beezie beezy beezy beezy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, beasy, so, that's so that's interesting. So that's interesting. because it's, once you see, you can't un. You know, Imagine you hear you know that. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: what it says. Pass it on. Yeah. Rabble rabble rabble. By
2: the way, did you guys know that that was a, uh, the cat that uh, Vito had? Yeah, was a stray block. cat. It's amazing. Yeah, And yeah. Like, he yeah, just like, he just like be, befriended the cat. Just talking was, about
1: commitment to yeah. it.
3: That,
0: yeah. to Marlon Brando it was just like, after, all right.
3: After yeah. I learned that, I learned it before I did the second rewatch. I'm like, is he
0: just petting like a feral cat right now? <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> and was so happy to be a part of the project that it's purring destroyed the sound of the yeah, they're, they're so, that, that purring over. you hear yeah. is the cat oh authentically God. purring. It's really it's so, hand that in. so is there anything else about the wedding we want to talk about before we move on here? Because we got to catch a flight to California here to help out Johnny Fontaine. <laughs> I do want to bring out the old guy singing che La Luna." It was really getting his money's worth. Doing oh, yeah. it. he really had, was had the crowd wrapped around his finger, yeah. and he's like, you know what? They're, they're filming a movie right now. I'm gonna. He went balls out to work. I like, I yeah.
2: like that. There was like, I mean, I'm pretty sure this would look like
0: it was the actual audio of them singing. Yes, like live. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's great. And you know that that's a that's a big pet. Oh, I know, I know right, how right? you
1: feel the, about it. The lip sync police. Yeah, I mean, way better than going my way.
0: Those kids.
3: <laughs> I, uh, thank, thank God, there's no real lip sync police. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a really odd job. What do you do? Yeah. I'm a lip sync policeman. <laughs> But enough, like, what do you really do? I go to children's plays and I criticize them harshly. <laughs> I, I
2: yell at the fifth grade music teacher. I it's speak like, to the teacher. It's like, do you arrest
0: anyone? No, I don't have the power yet. No, no I, just, I just speak to the teacher. My main nope. goal is to try to confiscate Robin Malik's Oscar. I am fully supporting Robin Malik's Oscar. I'm just here for
2: awareness. <laughs>
3: I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm do you mind just, if I let the parents know this next one's lip sync
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lip sank? I don't know, whatever.
2: Lip-stinked. lip, lip,
0: st- <laughs> lip, st- lip st- <laughs> So that third guest that I brought up there on the list was Johnny Fontaine, yeah. who is... There's been a lot of... Maybe not Frank Sinatra. Uh, yeah, could it be Frank Sinatra's <laughs> really pissed off that people think that it's him or yeah. that they're they're riffing off him? No one's admitted it, really, but... They said it wasn't it, him. Which they're you suggesting him it could have been do, him in From Here to Eternity.
2: I do, I do like the part where... Uh, where Vito slaps him around and makes fun of him, and Tom yeah. Hagen starts laughing. Yeah, that's great. It well, and, and I, love, it was, I love that. Yeah, he wasn't supposed to slap. That him, right? slap is improvised, yeah. and yeah. his
3: reaction, he's literally, if you look at him, he doesn't know if he's. And that's why to Tom yeah. Hagen
0: laughing is so much so, better. Like, yeah, he so just great. loved it. Yeah. yeah. The other improv scene in the wedding was the smashing of the camera. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And, yeah. and the throwing yeah. of the money. money. Yep. Where I come from, you yeah. break something, you buy it, or you, you
1: replace
3: it, or you give them the money so they can. Yeah. And it was such a disrespect
1: just on the ground not, out and
0: throwing it at him james, james con that. james con is on absolute fire in this oh movie oh my god he is unbelievable. a house
1: Wait, on fire he's throwing 100 and a at some. ready <laughs> just, to go
3: is, he this, knows this is, this is a dark movie with a lot of calm humble emotionally controlled people yeah. and he's just bouncing around Yeah, just, just a powerhouse great. of just Force and
1: impulsivity. Yes, he know, he knows that this is his time, and it's nice with Hagen and Vito so calm in the beginning. To have Sonny just come in and just be the loose cannon who's spitting,
0: spitting on the FBI badge, <laughs> and uh, and poor Tom Hagen here. They're sitting there meeting the guests. He wants to go out and talk to his wife and enjoy the wedding. And Vito's, uh, yeah, you're gonna catch a plane to California. He oh, like, said, like, tonight." He's like tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a like, "Tonight, the wedding." What am I like, going I to California? I going to go LaGuardia for? right now. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I mean, well, well, at least you can watch the skyline in New York lie. City from LaGuardia. It's an open bar out there. There's pictures of <laughs> pictures of sangria being passed around. Yeah. I got to go to LaGuardia. I can't have this cake. That's like there's a whole just
3: this cake. that is recklessly passed through the crowd. How that cake didn't fall over? Oh, I was thinking that the whole thing, the whole time. I'm like, what is this made with? Like, it wood? Looked, like, looked like the scene from The Sandlot during like the parade
0: when, like, <laughs> with the dogs <laughs> were running through. So, I mean, God, what, what a feeling. You're in the middle of a wedding and it's to time to, to go to the airport. we got to fly to for California. For business. Not even like for fun, you have to go for business. We go to California here. This is one of a few examples here that I'm going to highlight as to why this score oh, is great. not just genius, but I believe the greatest score in cinema history. Oh, I'm going to make that statement. I think that while some of those John Williams scores are a little more uh, soundtrack friendly and, you know, more humdingers that you can kind of follow along with this one, every piece of music within this score works perfectly for the senior setting. I can't argue that. And here as we head to California, this is a perfect example. We kinda of get that, it's beautiful. that light jazz. As the cars the, driving. But, but like changing pace and living. Seen, yeah, you know, see, from
2: coast to coast. You see the nineteen forties B roll. When you guys talked about this in American in Paris, where you see like the the overhead shots of Paris, and you see like this shitty stu- it's not shitty, but you see like this then all of a sudden he cuts to a studio and you're like, Oh, okay, well, obviously that's but like it feels like it feels like one continuous thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. You see like the nineteen forties L- like Los Angeles and then he's in the studio, and you're like, oh, okay, it's just, it's seamless.
0: Yeah, and, and other examples, as we'll talk about them as we go, the the horse in the bed, we're, we're going right away. Oh, yeah. The, the hospital scene of Michael protecting mm-hmm. Vito, um, the the passing of time through the newspaper articles a little later on, Yeah, the lack of score in the restaurant scene. So we're going to, one you're by just one, just your go, subway. you just see it, you just yeah, see L and, kick, yeah. and then when it kicks in. So just it, it, it is just so masterfully done, mm-hmm. as many parts of this movie are. But I just look at the score here, and I, I just I I challenge any other movie to to step up and and show me something better. And, you know, maybe we'll see. I'll leave my words at one point. But We're in California now, and we are now going to meet John Marley. Is the actor, and the character is Jack Waltz, who is it. a movie producer. He's yeah. a he's a producer. Me, yeah, movie executive yeah, producer. He's, he's the guy calling the shots on, yeah, the, on sure. the scene here. Well, it, it's, his, it's his film company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's and, like a head honcho. Yeah, and. In his portrayal of Jack Waltz here, John Marley is swinging for Kills the it. fucking fence. Yeah, he is not trying to hit a home run into the second or third row. He's no. going for the upper deck with yeah. these swings.
1: He, he knows what this is. He wants to be... Well, P- Pacino might have thought this sucked. He knew that this was his his chance. He was going for it. Yep. Yeah. My
2: God.
0: The greatest piece of ass I ever had. Yeah. This guy,
2: he, for some reason, he was a pinch hitter in the second inning. <laughs> <laughs> and he just, like, hit a, hit a grand slam. Yeah, a, you know what I mean? Like, injury. He injury. brought him in, like, way too early, but, like, he just, like, he's, fired it up. He's, I'm ending this game in the yeah. second yeah. inning. yeah. With, I'm with not the exact. type and of exact. man who's
0: made to look pediculous. It's, it's,
2: it's not just old dollars and cents. She was beautiful. <laughs> he ruined, ruined her. <laughs> oh, God, so good. Jesse <laughs>
0: Fontaine doesn't get
2: that role. With his olive, it's
0: perfect for him.
2: With his olive oil skin and his skinny jaw. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and Tom Hagen quietly asked him a question and he just erupted oh, like he like,
1: couldn't scene, stay calm. Tom scene, Hagen's did,
3: calmness is,
1: uh, is oh, yeah. consistently in impressive. The, yeah.
2: In the dinner scene, we're Waltz is getting his face and yelling at him, and what's Hagen doing? He's just like having his steak. Oh, incredible! Just like all right, like you know, you, you think this fucking scares me, right? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what yeah, I deal yeah, with yeah, on a day to day basis. I have a very particular and practice.
3: I have call, one client, yeah. Yeah, he and he calls uh, it a pleasant evening too. Yeah. He's like, "Thank you very much for a pleasant evening. Sure
2: Great nice, meal. I'm sure it was a nice steak. And, well, and he needed to eat up. He had a lot up. of work to do that night.
0: <laughs> And just an amazing well, usage of, of offensive language. Well, that I mean, they I just hit everything. I can't have I can't have Dagos popping out of every which way. I'm because, well, I'm, I'm German. I'm German Irish. She goes. Well, listen, here, Well, my... let me let me tell you. Listen here, Mike. My croun my... I, I have it because <laughs> this, this, gotta... is, this, is, this this is this is Clint
2: Eastwood and in... Grand Torino style this is, I'm, I'm, this is my this is my quote of the movie. All right. All right. All right. Oh, go. so going to be able to be aired.
0: I'll
2: just do the second part. Uh, but, when he's, but we have uh,
0: Irish, German, we, and Italian representation. Sure. Yeah, are all
2: covered. Goes, so. when, uh, he, when he goes on this on the on this racist Italian tirade, and Hagan calmly says, "I'm German Irish." <laughs> well, let me tell you something, my Krautnik friends. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make so much trouble for you. You will know what hit you. <laughs> and I, that, for some reason, that line always stuck with me. It's incredible. Always stuck with me. He's the, the clever racism
1: on the tip of, like,
0: just, just like, like, like yeah. light on and your feet racism. It's, is like, it's like he, he calls him, like, Italian slur. And he goes, well, I'm, I'm not Italian. And instead of him even skipping a beat, he right. just slides to the next yeah. one. Oh, right. He's He like, like, well, we're just it's, moving yeah. to the Irish it's dream. It's just like, super casual racism. He's it's just, like Don Rickles. Just yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. It's Archie Bunker. There's something so great about Johnny Fontaine doesn't get that movie. It's perfect for him. It's <laughs> <And I was laughs> like, oh, you're a dick. would make, <laughs> make him a huge star. It would make him a huge I loved
1: that. Oh, I loved love it all.
0: It was fantastic. I just, I wanted to be there when that guy saw the script with his lines on it and he just looked at it and he nodded his head and goes, all right, I can work with this. Oh, I yeah. can work with this. It's, yeah. he, just, he just ate it up. Yeah. He ate it up. It was brilliant. And then he has the most unbelievable house in Oh my <laughs> God, this <laughs> ever. A Spanish fan. Like, Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. My like, line of the movie is coming up right here, too. Wow, and uh, I have I have oh, okay. This movie, I have I have a
2: bunch of. Yeah, I know this movie. Does is, is everybody got this? We should have done
0: It's a brilliant script, and I do, there's I do. so many I I moments. I Let's just rattle off all the lines we like throughout yeah. the entire thing. It's a two br- hours of that. <laughs> it's a brilliant script, and there's so many lines that pop. There are two lines in particular. Every time I watch this movie, you just put the biggest smile on my face, mm-hmm. and this this is one of them. Here after he just he basically tells Hagen. This ain't happening. You're not even gonna finish your meal. Get out of my house. Yeah. yeah. And this line that, H- that yeah, Hagen delivers is lines. one of my favorites. Mis- Mr. Corleone is a man who insists on hearing bad news immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it, love it, love but it. But it's also it chose, a perfect line delivery yeah. from Default. Like
1: if that was said wrong, it would have come off across as like cheesy and try hard.
2: But it is perfect, and also, and also informs you very much about the character, right. of Vito Corleone,
3: but and is, Tom Hagen. Is yeah. it also tactically misleading? He like doesn't he want him to think he's being taken to the airport, but then he spends well, let, all let, night cutting well, off? No, the well end? let's
2: let's talk about this. I don't think Hagen's the one that cuts yeah, off. The horse well, the head.
3: first line Don Vito says to him when he comes back is, "I hope you weren't. Uh, I hope you aren't too tired." Like, I thought it was from he's staying a, he's
1: he's a Hagen's not the slice, slice. man. The yeah, yeah. yeah, no, they had a guy. No, they had they had a guy. So think Hagen's Hagen Hagen an organizer. No I, no, I don't think I, I
2: Hagen did it at all. Hagen doesn't I mean, get I dirty. No,
1: no, I don't, Hagen don't Hagen think so. Hagen he doesn't, doesn't get dirty.
2: He's not going to do that. That's why he's not a wartime consigliere, because he's not the dirty guy. He went with two or three cronies. Right. And they did it. Or they got
1: some L.A. cronies to not have to pay travel expenses for
0: the Staten Island. Also, we don't know that that horse head gets chopped off that night here we go it's the next morning he no i think it's immediate oh yeah okay yeah, i think it's immediate it
3: happens before he gets home to see
1: Don. so Dino. that scene has been i mean simpsons has done it three separate times how many shows have done it the first time seeing that scene with no context of it stolen in pop culture forever must have been see like i know like,
2: I, 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 I saw it i see Ooh. i saw it without knowing what happened so like when i'm seeing it, i'm like oh my god like or his
0: legs cut off like, or like that. why is he so well, cut, yeah, okay yeah, so now so talk bad. about the score and oh how, it, how it how it just it just slowly leads in like a horror movie like it's it Michael Myers it horror and, elements yep. and, and, and it just see a little building. blood and it wears and he's, and, and he's, good, he, follows, and he's like, he follows he follows, yeah, he follows yeah. and now we have a real horse head it's, it's a real horse talk about something that would just not happen in movies today mm-hmm. like that is a, an actual severed horse's head. What? That they used in that. They got it from. No, it was already. It was already dead. It, it was wasn't like... Dead. They got it from a, a, like a dog like, food factory or something. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say yeah, like, hey, you got any odd heads?
2: Any <laughs> <laughs> spare heads? We're you know, they didn't,
0: just, they didn't just go chop it off <laughs> horse's head. Yeah, heads yeah, yeah they didn't go to biscuit and just kind of cut
3: it off. <laughs> That's actually my Disney?
0: recast. My recast was going to be the horse and Seabiscuit, like the real Yeah. It's going to be hard to not just talk as John Marley for the rest of this podcast. Oh, my God. Just yell everything in a crescendo. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> and another thing! <laughs> <laughs> guess, actually, that's how I picture Bernie Sanders doing all the debate. <laughs> just grabbing the microphone. <laughs> and another thing! And <laughs> they like, they're like, Mr. Sanders, stop grabbing the microphone. <laughs> Your
2: time is <laughs> up, Mr. Sanders. <laughs> You're very loud. It was the best was the best piece of ass it was like this is a
0: presidential debate what are you doing? Just to show you I'm human. It's not all about dollars and cents. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, so that yeah the horse the, the stakes are are raised with Oh the my goodness So it, we well, get but
2: you you know what kind of people these it's real no nonsense. are. It's they, they they allude to it before with the Luca Brasi thing, right? With the holding the gun to the uh, producer's head, the band right. leader's head. Right, so you get that. But then you actually see the blood and you see like so this I, is the
0: dark side of this business. So right? I have a question about this. Yeah. Help me out with this one. I'll try. So he is not afraid of these people. And he what? said, I'm no, I'm no band leader. Yeah. 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 He thinks I'm he no is. I'm no band leader. Yeah. Uh, I'm not afraid of these people. Johnny Fontaine never... is not getting that movie. I don't care what happens. Right. They get his horse, which is his prized possession. In theory, wouldn't he still now not give the guy the thing No, I because I the implication
1: I... is the next is your head. Like and, we're and starting so here, now, so we're giving you a chance. So he
0: was just—he was just—he was, just, was just brazen and was just yes, like, "All right." They're he's not he's never
1: dealt with anyone like
0: that. Right? He's, so he's dealt, not scared because he doesn't know that's how he's
1: that dealt with picture. the two-bit bullshit guys that he thought Tom Hagen was working for. Yeah. Now he's reading this is not, "Oh, we killed your horse. Now we're going to move
2: on." He's he reading he it as a security. These, these,
3: right? These aren't California uh, Hollywood studio mafia. It's this is a New York crime yeah, family. Yeah. Even, right.
2: even even when even when he heard, even because he knows that the. The band leader story is a Corleone story. He knows that, but like he's like, What the f- like what the fuck are you gonna do out here? Yeah, probably like, chalking a
0: little bit up the folklore.
2: Yeah, and then um a two hundred thousand dollar horse to cut its head off. And the implication is Yeah, you're next. Either you're next or someone else that you love is next. So right. this guy thinks he's a super powerful person. Well, I'm he, not he a is, band he leader. Yeah, he's a massive red. Film levels, this is
1: but you know, and so much is is about power and when we get into like the five family stuff and who kinda does of Power struggle Like this guy Was shown that He is not powerful It's He's humbled
0: by In a very Threatening And extreme oh way God, so brilliant yeah. so brilliant So now a, a, a great shift In tone With this movie too Is now we go to Salazzo So we get to see The the Corleone Family At their peak power Cutting Cutting, yeah. the, cutting the horse of the head off Now We're going to move Into them getting hit And them on the backpedal on the on the defense, because now Salazzo's going to come in with his with, and... his with his
2: Shark Tank meeting. Yeah, that's,
0: that's <laughs> Shark Tank. We'll give you thirty percent of the
2: profits, and then <laughs> we yeah. want you to get a million cash. I need your politicians. I need your cops. Mark Cuban's like, I'm out. <laughs> I'll I'll this isn't the the type th- of business for me.
0: Yeah. I'll pay the Tatalias out of my cut. Probably how most wars start. You know, someone's got a, a a grand scheme to make money, and they're just going to have to... It's still gone bad. Yeah, so it's so so always about the narcotics. Just, well, it's all about money. Someone's going to have to bend a certain way that they don't want to, and they don't. And now, all right, I didn't get my way, and it's time to go to war.
3: Can there, Can you
0: turn someone
3: down in a more respectful way than Don Vito turns no. down? No, no. He's pretty, that's pretty that's respectful. So respectful. I'd leave there like, I'm, he's right. I should get out of this business. Like I, I, wish I, you, I want I you want to, I to wish do you, well. I wish you good luck this is not for me right. our yeah. interests don't align unfortunately like yeah. what a That's, nice way to yeah. say i don't want to do business with you. right i don't like narcotics yeah. that, that brings and let me give you my reason
1: and then there's also some you know some ethics right honor amongst thieves type you know let's stay
2: with that it. Seems, it seems like it seems like Corleone was the only one that... Well, that other guy in, in the him.
1: Five Families when where he says, like, no, not around school. Yeah, but I mean,
2: he's... Those aren't real beliefs. It wouldn't take long before that gets compromised either. It, of course, <laughs> it's a slippery slope, but Corleone's yeah. like, no,
0: we stick with this. And you have the standard business beliefs and this is how we've done things, this is what sure. works for right. us. Even, and someone comes in with a new radical idea that's going sh- to test what you do. Right. And it's, it's the, short, the, the, yeah. the conservative... Business owner in that sense doesn't want to do the radical move. Yeah, I mean, whether he's right or wrong, and yeah. ultimately in the in in the long run, probably wrong. Yeah, right. we'll probably we'll just he'll get left behind. Right. And their Salazas willing to start a war over it. And I have here my my next quote. I said there were two, and mine. They're bang bang right after it because, again, every time I hear this, I just go wow. This guy is just clicking, and this is a Vito Corleone. I hope you don't steal
3: quote. my quote, because it's right now, too. I've never forgotten this line. Okay. Sonny chirps up, and he goes, I have a <laughs> sentimental weakness for my children, and I spoil them, as you can see. <laughs> <laughs> they talk when they should listen. Wonderful. Absolutely yeah. was So those yeah. are my two right there, too. Yeah, we had it. Oh. Just so right. open and candid with a guy, like, yeah, you just met met. Before, yeah. he's just
0: yeah. he's, mad. He's he's But he's it's... So, so again, his his, value, value mean, it's so good. It's just value-based. And it's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah, and, and that line, too, just tells you so much about the Vito Corleone character. Yeah. The oh, sentimental yeah. weakness for my children. Right. He loves he his family. Yeah. He might not like Fredo too much. Is Fredo the oldest? Yeah, I think Fredo? He's, no, no, Sonny's, Sonny's, the the Sonny's the oldest. Sonny's the oldest. It's, it's, the oldest. it's Sonny... It's Sonny... Sonny, it's okay. Sonny Fredo, Michael, Connie. Michael's not the youngest? No, he's the youngest brother. Yeah, I think Connie is the oldest,
3: yeah. And then Tom is... And then Tom's that adopted. Tom's a, dash, a dotted line. But he's like Sonny's...
0: The Sonny level. Is he I would, I would assume sunny? that he's, he's yeah, close to Sonny's age. As age. Right. Yes, they seem to be, yeah, button heads on the reg. Well, t- well, Sonny brought him in, right? He found yeah, yeah. no, him right. on the street. street. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to talk now a little bit about the, the hit on Vito Corleone in, in the fruit market here. And we get uh, the oranges. Oranges always kind of seem to pop up here when, when Vito's a, in trouble. That's a, that's a theme. It's a theme in this movie. Like, you know how you see the... Uh,
2: the X's and the departed. Right. Can mm-hmm. you see oranges when there's trouble of brewing. Two prominent colors Gordon Willis uses in this, besides the black, besides
3: gray, black dark shadows, are bright red and bright orange.
0: Paulie is supposed to be watching Big Vito here. There's, there's no backup security? He just calls in sick. He's, uh, he's a
3: shady character.
0: He's been exposed. Are we are we supposed to believe that he
2: was he got bought out by Barzini to kind of set him up? That was right? why, that, That's kind of the thought, right?
1: That that he called in sick so late, there was nobody else he, to he like. Would, he cover. wouldn't have gotten
2: whacked just by calling in sick, right? Okay. I, I'm, I'm the implication is that he was he sold him out.
3: I think
0: they were correct to go. We should whack him. All right. right, okay. I have a take on this. Okay. I don't know that Paulie was guilty. I think that this may be an example. Of Sonny's hot headedness, because Sonny calls the hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Son, on the hit on Pauly. Yes. And right. says, "I don't want to see him again. Make this happen. Make it happen fast." He could have been sick because because um, Clemenza says he's been sick four or five times this year. This yeah. winter. It, this says. winter It's like a lot. So it isn't. It wasn't like out yeah. of out of nowhere. But you, um, we you, do see Pauly underappreciated early on in the wedding. He's getting yes. bossed around by Clemenza. Go do do your walks, do your runs. So it is. It is definitely possible because we see most of the people that turn are people who are underappreciated people who are sure. looking to get a little further and they're, they're right, finding right. their ceiling kind of people. But I wonder, I like how that's left a little gray. I wonder if he really That's interesting. I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not mad at that. I'm not
2: mad at that. No, it's I don't definitely. Know if I, a, I don't know if I agree, but I, I wouldn't be disappointed if that were the case too. I love the way they leave it gray. Yeah. It's up to the audience to decide what they
3: think. Hmm. It's but I think there is an answer. And it's just so much interpretation.
1: But, I mean, my first thought was, all right, he was bought out because if he was sick, he calls out the night before. So there's time to get backup security. There's time to get somebody, another one of Clemenza's guys in there. Yeah. where you know, I got you know the feeling that he was by himself. He was just with Fredo because it was just so
3: late. And and they, you know. they thought he was a good guy, like and, they right. said that he thought he was a good guy. And, even and, though he calls in sick, it seemed to be a chronic issue.
2: And, but it makes you wonder if every time he called in sick was him taking a meeting with Barzini right? right. right. I thought that something a, like yeah, that too, yeah. where it's keeping it, him
3: up to date on his schedule or right. something. Yeah, because right. they know everywhere he's going to be. Yeah, and, and I mean, he even says it. They even say at one point. He's slipping. Would I have gotten him years ago? Right. Someone
0: says that. Salazzo is Slazo. also, he's very meticulous and he is a real tactician. So he's going to make sure that Vito is there and he's there exposed. So I, I yeah, I definitely think that, that, that that's in there too. Just an interesting little offside take. And, and I'm sure he knew that Frito was going to be completely unreliable. <laughs> the worst. <I'm> sure. <laughs>
2: Literally a bumbling fool. Are you watching
0: yeah. him with a gun? It's like a cartoon.
1: Like, yeah. like that's how Family Guy would have like over exaggerated. Is how he but did. This it.
2: is this is kind of what we're talking about with how Vito loves his family, and not everyone in the family is cut out for this business. But he includes them anyway, and and, and it doesn't give Fredo a lot to he's do. He's a driver. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, I mean, he's just kind of in the meetings, and they send him to Vegas eventually. So like, they know he's not gonna run. He's not gonna run shit afterwards.
3: We click. We quickly glossed over it too, but this is one of the scene with uh, Vito's hit. This is one of the scenes that Coppola fought for an overhead camera yes. shot. Oh, yeah, wow. and he won. Wow. He's like, we need to do it this
2: way, and showed Gordon Willis a shot, and he's like, yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah, because he said it was it was like you know because the whole thing is about vision with Gordon Willis as eyesight and everything, but he's like, but Coppola said this is God's vision,
3: right? Wow. This is this oh. is kind of almost like a soul leaving a body right. viewing back oh. down kind of thing, yeah. yeah. It did works. you
0: guys catch the poster on the wall at, no. uh, at the fruit market? I did not. I did not. The uh, burning barrel distracted me at the fruit G- market. That's true. Jake Lamata at Madison Square Garden.
2: That's funny. Really?
0: Yep. Yeah, I get a little. What's that? Uh, he's the, the main guy in Raging Bull. The main boxer. Oh, oh, oh wow. Awesome. Of, yeah. Awesome. Shades of what's to come. Oh, that's awesome. That's really cool. That's really funny. I kind of love the interrogation of Robert Duvall here and um, the everyone just saying he's dead. Vito's dead. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. dead, and it's kind of like a uh, a cop would in in the room telling you, "All right, your buddy's already giving you up. We know everything now. Tell us, yeah, tell yeah, us." Yeah, yeah. Poor Hagen. He's he's got the, the his Christmas presents, and he's shopping for. Uh, he's carrying a sled, and... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a giant sled. You going to come I, with me.
2: If I me... wanted to kill you, you'd be dead. Let me, let... Yeah, Christmas shopping back in the forties sucked. Like, yeah. You just like, Actually had to go buy the city, like You don't mail the
3: sled to your yeah. house. You have to go buy it and yeah. carry it home. You right. do like one gift a day.
2: You can't even like phone in on order. Like, it just sucks.
1: The great line here by Salazzo, though, when he's interrogating me was I don't like violence, Tom. I'm a businessman. Blood is a big expense.
2: Yeah. Like, I love line.
1: that so it's yeah, And it's perfect line. for Tom because Tom, being the lawyer, of the business, the very pragmatic, thoughtful one of yeah. the things, would understand that.
0: And Luca Brasi. Oh. oh, Luca Brazzi. Oh, Luca. Or Luca, and he, as he's getting ready too, and he's putting his his vest on, we get my favorite Christmas song of all time: "Have yourself a merry little Christmas." A nice little Christmas vibes in the middle of this one. It's good. It kept subtly it, letting us know it's Christmas. Yeah, the passage it's, it's of
2: a, It's a cool. It's a it's a cool look at Christmas in the city. You know, it just you know we talk we talk about movies that do it right, that don't do it right. This one does it right, even if it's for five minutes. I, yeah.
3: I have a weird issue with Luca's death scene. What is with the tongue thing
0: it, going on? That's not a, a natural thing anyone would do. There's a lot of people who really get, get a lot of acting in during their death scenes in this movie. <laughs> yeah. like, there's a few. There's, well, a there's a few one I think of,
3: is all time later on. Yeah, movie. but uh, Luca is, is definitely a big candidate there yeah. because he really... I think Joey and my boy has one of the best, best ones later.
2: But he, I, Was that the cigarette in his mouth that like was pushing against his cheek? Because you see, like, there was something, like, in his cheek that was, like, poking. Like, it looked like
3: his tongue. Yeah.
2: But, like, I don't know, it looked like a toothpick almost. Listen, was...
3: he really owned it. He said, this is it. Yeah, and it, visually, it's
2: memorable. Yeah. It just doesn't seem well, that's like a natural way to a, well, die. It's such an efficient car- murder. Yeah. Like a... Well, Francis Ford Coppola doesn't like violence, ironically enough. So, whenever there's a death scene, he tries to make it as visually entertaining as possible. So, people are focused more on the style rather than oh, the violence of it. Oh, interesting. And as grueling as that is, but stylistically, there is mm-hmm. something there else to focus on that besides like the brutal it, nature of getting garroted. <laughs> and it starts with the hand into the yeah. garrot. So yeah. it's just such an efficient and cool way to murder. It's also
1: showing like stay it's your, about to go down, down high. hard.
3: Did you say garroted? Garroted. Yeah. What is that? That's the, uh, the... The thing they use to strangle you? The metal right. wire. It's like a metal wire. Oh, It's wow. like, like a piano it's, wire. It's a garrote. Oh, wow. Learn something yeah. new every day. There you go. That's what we're here for.
0: Kay and Michael <laughs> are moving, or, or Kay and Michael are leaving the movie theater, and that is, we talked, I just mentioned the MSG reference with Lamada, but that's Radio City Music Hall. Yes. Yep. And they're leaving the Bells of St. Mary's, which mm-hmm. is the sequel of, Joey? Going Under- My Way. Going My Way, the sequel, which our... is also a Best Picture nominee. Underrated. I say it so much. If I could find it, I'd watch it. I underrated meaning it. Going My Way.
2: Go, go, underrated BPC episode uh, by far. It's. Oh, I was about to say, Zeta does not share your opinion.
0: Yeah, about, I does not like Bells of St. Mary. Well, I, I don't care for Bells of St. Mary. I've never either,
2: seen Bells of be St. Mary, but watch Going My Way,
0: then listen to Kieran and I talk <laughs> extensively. Seen... Bells of St. Mary was nominated up against The Lost Weekend, Joey, which you referenced. Was really? Yeah, so it really? Didn't stand a chance. That was one of the that was, ones that I watched for the show. that's Ingrid Bergman, right? Oh, you've seen yeah. this? Bells of St. Mary I watched for The Lost Weekend episode. Yeah, was you, it, yeah. Was it yeah you were there, oh, you heard it. it was, yeah, but episode. that was the I'm award segment, <laughs> so. We're at the, that was The Lost Hour. That <laughs> was in the, the Lost Hour, The Lost Episode. Yeah, back-to-back acting nominees for Old Bing. Going my way into Baltimore, but yeah, it's So they, they leave the uh, they leave the movie theater, and what a way to find out your dad's in the hospital. In oh, it's the headline of the post. Yeah. Oh, he, oh, dad's been shot. They don't great. say
2: they don't say if he's dead or not. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's a tough way to it's, find out, yeah, right? Like yeah. Sunny Sunny was, yeah. was saying that he was trying to reach him, and yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, how do you get in touch with someone in 1946 if they're not sitting at home next to their
0: phone? Yeah. And we we talked about the uniform. In the wedding scene, he is separate from the family. Sure. He's separate from what's going on. That's the way Vito wants it. He, he wants Michael to become a politician. He wants him to be separate right. from what's going on here. Senator Corleone. So he's be. not in the mix of, of, of things. He's going to be now, though. He's going to the hospital to check things out. Yeah. And this is a candidate for seeing the movie. 100%. Love 100%. And talk again about the score. The score shifts here. Yeah. And we get this haunting, almost noir... Yeah, kind of feel oh. as as we go. I love the nurse yelling at him. You're know, yeah, not supposed to be here. You don't yeah, have to rest. Got... Yeah, they are gonna kill him if they're not. do you, know, you have yes. any don't, idea the, what's going
3: on here? The reasonableness yeah. in this movie is so. well awesome. that's that's Michael though.
1: Michael's so calculated. Mm-hmm. And you see Michael and kind of in correlation to how we met Vito. Now we're kind of really meeting Michael and how he's also in a time of crisis. Absurdly pragmatic and thoughtful and not it's not holy shit someone's about to kill my dad i'm gonna panic no it's no we have to move him and then we're gonna get outside then we're gonna get people because i'm
2: seeing what's you know he sees a bigger picture way quicker michael is always two steps ahead of everybody Mm -hmm. always even when he's not involved
3: that's how Don Vito was, too. That's what he gets right. from his father. So so Don Vito didn't want Michael to be involved in the family business, but Michael just was the one who was the most
2: capable He was. He was
3: built from birth to be right. that. Yeah. Is that why he didn't want him? Because
1: he knew what it was for him and he knew that Michael or, would get to his level? Or is that just I, a parenting
0: I mean, thing? You know, I, I don't want this kid to be this way and they end up being that right. way. I have a, a thesis that can answer that okay. question that I'm going to. To hold withhold and tease for the for Godfather Part II. Oh. because I I think that there's just more involved there. Going back to the whole theme of duality and a
2: fam- a mafia family versus a real family, this is where the line was drawn. And I think in order for he wanted one of his kids, one of his sons, to have a shot of legitimacy, and he and he knew that Michael was the most capable of having that shot of legitimacy to be someone that's that doesn't have to go through the same life that Vito did, that look over his
0: shoulder constantly. Yeah, and he'll say later on, Vito, this oh, is, he th- we'll say, I this spent th- my whole life making sure I was never made a fool, or yeah. I don't remember the exact the exact words he, he yeah. uses, but basically, I spent my whole life being one step ahead of what's what's happening yeah, next, right. and that's never what he careless. on to Michael. Yeah.
3: So I have a list of weaknesses for this movie. I made Strengths and Weaknesses. Oh,
0: I'd love to hear them. Let's I have them. two I
3: weaknesses
0: written down. And this scene contains one of them. Mine was some of the... My, my big one, I set up, there's, there's some exposition dumping going on in the wedding scene. I have in, one. I have like one.
2: This weekend.
0: is... This I have is, nothing in this scene, so I'm very curious. one from the hospital scene? Yeah. The okay. hospital, this, is a, this is a big it's too one. too good?
3: Okay. No, this is a big one. This is a really big one. Big, okay. important filming error. So as Marlon Brando is uh, being wheeled into the room, he has to move his hand because it's going to get stuck in the door. So he just moves his hand quick. Does he? And that stays on camera. Wow. That's pretty much one of the two weaknesses I found in this movie because there <laughs> aren't any. That's, that's a good I catch. But he's dead note. asleep
0: and he goes like this because his hand's about to get... So, like, I didn't catch that. I didn't that. oh, even yeah, notice yeah. that. So, yeah, that. so yeah, I missed that. Times. It's not really a big there's one. A, there's, but a big like, s- there's a big swing and a miss later that we'll that's, talk about. That's a little swing and a miss. That's my other note. I have two notes. That's the other one. The baker in the hospital scene. Amazing. Amazing. The nope. sound of the there's well, feet coming up the stairs. Well, that's that's why I
2: wanted to ask you because you've never seen it before. Like, were you just like, "Oh my god, that's a hitman"? Like, what did you, like when you what, hear the footsteps coming up stairs, you saw like the silhouette of the guy. I assumed it was a hitman yeah. coming up, and okay. then Mike,
1: uh, then I just followed Michael's lead with what it was, mm-hmm. and then, then Michael took control of the situation so quickly.
3: Isn't it badass how he walks out and he's like, who are you? Like, instead of yeah. sitting back and hiding and well, never like, letting him know you're even there, shows he his nature. Out and he's like, who are you? Right. And, I mean,
1: I, I, the scene where...
2: Menzo the baker.
1: Sorry. Where,
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: Mario. <laughs> this, when, when Michael kind of pledges himself to his father and Vito starts crying is just in the hospital like that, that's, that brings
3: me I love that so much Al, Al Pacino in later interviews said Marlon Brando really cries in that scene those are real tears uh. he really that's th- no wonder I, people are intimidated acting with this guy. He's,
2: right. great, he's a, great a great actor. actor. Like, that's
3: absurd. He's
2: but a great that actor.
1: The whole scene, I think the whole hospital scene is fantastic. Oh, Even when the cops come try to, you know, oh, and they go to arrest Michael. And one of the co- one of the detectives is like, nah, he's clean. He's an army hero. And, and then he, we get the police
0: captain outside McCoskey,
1: throwing haymakers. Stand him
0: up. Break the jaw on one. Just another role player who's just clicking and ready to go yeah. here just, just perfect corrupt cop his shit in so the
3: scene where that cop says
0: uh he's clean captain
3: he's a war hero yeah. that's a real NYPD nypd detective sonny grasso who's one of the detectives who may who's made famous by his involvement in breaking the french connection case the real french oh, wow. connection case wow. so that
0: actor in this movie is the real detective oh shit sonny grasso and french connection is another 70s best picture winner so we'll get yeah. to that mm-hmm. at some point and we're, of course, in our, our second of three 70s movies here that we're going to do on this little stretch. we get The Sting next week. That police captain, man, it's just... Great. it great. It, it's a great time. It's a great time for a corrupt cop in this movie. Like, let's just introduce one right at the halfway point. We need to raise the stakes a little bit here. Perfect corrupt cop. Now, that is some right hand he throws. Because Michael's gonna have a black eye for like the next two and a half months. Uh, yes, we need to talk about this. <laughs> ah, How
3: long is this black the eye. What? Sicily Mike has a black eye for like six a broken jaw, a black a eye, a swollen, eye, all in
2: one right hand. He has a swollen jaw from like one from one haymaker. <laughs> I, think from like one, from one haymaker I think it was a broken. Jaw. No, he I broke his jaw. His, his yeah. jaw's, yeah. jaw's yeah. wired. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's he's right. like this for the second yeah. like half of the second.
1: Yeah, it's his. The left side of his jaw is wired. That's why he smokes and everything on the right side. Jaw
2: before
3: the eye did. Do you it's not crazy. recognize Captain McCluskey? Nah, He's no. He's Jack Ripper from Dr. Strangelove.
1: Oh, wow. Holy shit. shit. That's yes, great. that's
3: him. The, wow. That's Captain McCluskey. It's him. Wow. Yes. So- Great catch! Yeah, I am not looking because the uh, he's in color. Yeah, I, that's
1: <laughs> well. I, I think in, I think just in Doctor Strange Love, that's just where he exists in my mind. I heard this guy's voice, and I'm
3: like, God, I know this. What is? Maybe that's why, so why I just common? loved him so much. Yeah, great actor, powerful, yeah. dominating.
0: Mike is about to take over now. Here, he's he releases his plan that Sonny laughs at at first until that,
2: this scene is. All time. And so it's weird.
3: actually a scene within a scene. The slow zoom on Michael mm-hmm. yeah. as he starts to discuss his idea that he's been building up in his head is my scene of the movie. That's him really just coming, as the camera zooms, he is getting into
2: yeah the world, the underworld. Yeah, the scenes, even before that, this scene is great because it, it plays off. The dynamics of the family really well too, just the the brotherly aspect of it, where Tom and Tom and my uh, Tom and Sonny go at it about being personal, being business, then, then Michael says, "I'm going to kill him," and then Sonny's like, "He's Tom, he's taking it. It's Tom, this is business. He's taking it very personal,
0: like just like busting balls. It's just it's, 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 a, it's a great college boy, good college yeah, boy, great, hey? but it also shows." A great dynamic. It shows the difference in leadership there, yeah. and how much of a greater leader Michael is. Because Sonny can't see past the next checkpoint. Sure. Michael's thought ahead of that. He goes, "Well, no, we're going to frame the police captain. We can kill the cop because we have someone who works on payroll with the newspaper." Right. In the beginning of that, when Tom's like, "Mike, you should stay further away from this," like just trying
1: to keep him keep what Vito wanted right. for Michael. That Tom's yeah. trying to keep that in there. And then, I mean, just the strategy of Michael where he's like, well, we have newspapers on our payroll, right? That, and you're just the, the, watching everybody be like, oh, yeah, shit. I love that, the reasonableness yeah, of that, that me too.
2: That'd make a great story, wouldn't it, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would, son. You would, Mike. Yeah, and, but uh, Sonny, it's the impulse versus, you know.
1: You
0: can see the light bulbs mm-hmm. going off that, wow, this is he has boss it. in yes. the family. He yep. has it. Yeah, yeah, one is all emotion. And
3: one is all thought,
0: right? It's just the the he has his, emotions,
3: but he doesn't act on them. But
1: he keeps the emotions out of the problem. The emotions drive his motivation
0: without clouding his judgment. Mike's plan is gets is going to get put in place here, and boy, I love that you turn on the bridge. Is there nothing? Oh, it's great. Are we going awesome. to Jersey, maybe? maybe, maybe, maybe. I love Salazo's face right
3: there. He goes, "We're going to Jersey." Salazo looks at him with concern. Like, why does he care where we're going? Yeah. Like something's up. These guys are up. Everything is they're all paranoid. Right. Like in Everyone the Sopranos. Says,
2: everyone's suspicious of everybody.
0: Justifiably. Like, justifiably. And you know what? He was
2: right to
3: say, why
0: does this guy care where we're yeah. going? Yeah, and we've established Maybe. that Salazo is a master tactician. Yes, and sure. the U-turn of the bridge is just another example of it. And now you have two master tacticians. No, didn't,
3: didn't they suggest following him? And he goes, No, nah, there's no point in following him, he'll lose you. Yes, so when they yeah. do the U-turn, they're not shaking anyone, but precautionary Precau- move. Yes. yes. You know what,
1: it's it's Salazo's one step ahead of people, but Michael's two steps ahead of people, and that's right. the difference. It's just how far ahead can you think.
3: Another I- beautiful shot of that, that room where they have dinner. Sonny has to walk out through the two doorways to get the door and walk all the way so back get the to phone. the room so get the but phone. everyone yeah. is, all the actors this, I love the long takes in this because you get a sense of the characters. Mm-hmm. Some of the characters keep eating. Some of the Al Pacino just kind of sitting there, like, when is this guy getting back? I yeah. love it. It's, yep. it's, it's personality. It's
0: McCluskey's meal not acting. McCluskey's but meal acting. just right. comes out first, and nobody else has even ordered he's yet. He's the only one who eats. He gets the meal yeah, right he's away. Just yeah. There. No, yeah, no, they one don't, else. he doesn't care. He's they're
1: having a great veal dinner in the Bronx. Well, it, have you guys? Him?
0: Have you guys ever had uh like? An authentic Italian dinner in the Bronx before? It's not in the Bronx. Yeah, but my, dad, my dad Simple. grew up in the Bronx. Oh, yeah. My dad grew just up Arthur in the Bronx. Arthur Avenue is the yeah. best. What man. an experience. I mean, I went to, I went to school oh, for them, so right. was lived on Arthur Avenue my senior year. They get it perfectly yeah. in this oh, movie. Like, I'm it's sure, that the, right. the vibe is that's what it is. Yeah, my dad grew up in the Bronx, so he would always he'd always and go no, there. And, and
2: you guys didn't witness any murders or no. anything? Oh, okay. No. No. Mm, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Try the veal best in the city. All right, I'll have that. All right. And it's just there. Yeah, it comes
1: out of no one else's food. Comes he touched the napkin into his fucking. Which was like, I'll do ravioli. <laughs> I'll have the, I'll
2: have the fettuccine alfredo. He's like, Do you have bolognese without meat? Was <laughs> <laughs> it was it Mitch Hedberg? But he's like, fettuccine alfredo is macaroni and cheese for adults.
0: <laughs> we talked a little bit about the score. This is the great use of no score. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, we, we silence he just had the subway. Silence overhead. and just the subway. Oh that's yeah. so great. Just yeah, the natural. Wrong cell
2: train. Oh. And well you see you just see it you see Michael's eyes just darting yep. across like just uh, over the table everywhere. That he was waiting where... for the
3: perfect chance mm-hmm. to shoot mm-hmm. Salazo, and when they finally show Salazo's head, he is coming back from looking to the right, so he's mm-hmm. not paying attention to Michael. So he's waiting for that chance
2: yeah.
0: for him not to pay attention for him so to pull out the gun and shoot him. Yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant. I think that's where sometimes John Williams gets it. John Williams is just a steady stream yes, and flow. Like, sure, a, like yeah. the Niagara Falls coming right yeah. at you. There's no like well, when there's you have no a, selecting. You your need spots to let you need to let things build a well, little bit. Well the main
3: but. theme in this is subtle. John Williams themes it's are not subtle. Not subtle the best is that Family Guy skit where they're doing the adult video awards for best music. It's like so-and-so and it's like bow chicka-bow wow, and it's like and John Williams, it's like Da-da-da, <laughs> <laughs> right. But letting it breathe, let's like letting letting the it, silence makes
1: the score it, more effective, and, and then, it makes and the feeling awkward of the scene. Like you feel that mm, tensity, you feel the yeah. anxiety, you feel the awkwardness. Like you feel all those things because you're not distracted by music. you instead of music, that
2: train getting yeah. louder, and yeah, he's like, awesome. "I should shoot now." Yeah, and then when the music does kick in. When he's like walking out of it.
0: The like, appro- they wait the appropriate amount of time. Sure. Because it's important for him to leave the restaurant. And for you to get a feel of what the sound is like within the restaurant. Yeah. There's chaos That's, in yeah, there right, that they need to encapsulate yeah. through and sound. That,
2: and that, that music cue is telling the audience things
0: will never be the same for Michael. Yep, he's in. Love, yeah. Artie, why don't you walk us through the McCluskey Depth. Death here. McCle- this,
3: McCluskey, uh, his death scene, he gets shot in the neck first and then the middle of the head. He really focuses on the neck, even though he's been shot in the head after he he gets shot in the head second, and he's, then he's choking to death, dying. You just got shot in the head, you're dead. But anyway, a great death scene, great facial acting, awesome, very memorable. Then he face plants
0: into the table, <laughs>
3: yes. and the table
0: flips <laughs> over. The veal goes so all over violent. the place. Yeah. <laughs> It's like they told him he's going to die the night before, and he's like, all right, fuck it, after they shoot me, I'm getting more shit in. He, he did the whole thing, like The boom, boom, grimacing, just the grimacing after you've been shot in the head, and yeah. then you're just going to just headbutt the table in half. Yeah. Salasso
1: just goes classly, just pops yeah. the head back and doesn't move. McCluskey, it's,
2: well, he, <laughs> he sold it. He oh, sold weird. it like he a heavyweight champion. He's channel. letting you know he's not just a, a an extra. Yeah. yeah. But this is another example of, of Coppola doing something memorable with the death scene, mm-hmm. just
0: so it, it... It's more theatrical so than yeah, violent. Yeah, but, uh, but it's just, violent. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, McCluskey sold it like he was fighting Terry Funk in a hardcore oh, match. Yeah, I mean...
2: <laughs> E-C-W, E-C-W,
1: E-C-W. <laughs> and then Michael drops the gun, not exactly as Clemenza taught him, but close yeah, enough. you know, it's hard I, to keep your for composure. For a newbie.
0: I was thinking about this one, because I think that, the, I know, Grant, you, you don't... You're not on board with, with this. this, but I think this movie could use an intermission, and I think this is where it would be. I so, agree with you, hundred percent. It is the ninety-minute marks. this isn't like a real bold statement, but story-wise. But we now the next we're going to get the passing of time through newspaper articles, which I always love. It's this, just a great, it's yeah, a that, great, device. A, it's yeah. a great montage. Yeah. So now and again, that. cool score with the, the well, like I, jazz. I, I like, like jazz. what my
2: favorite part about that montage is that you could have easily have put like just the music in just as a standalone thing, but to have. One of the people from the Corleone family playing the piano while everyone's in the mattresses at some random house or some random apartment, it brings everyone into their, their day-to-day existence, which I, feel is, which I feel is important. It's not just like dead bodies, but these mm-hmm. people are just living in like one single room, mm-hmm. just sleeping on the
0: floor and like just trying their best to like kill the time. Yeah, and you need – for believability purposes, you need there to be the mundane – there has too, to be. And the yeah. recovery days. And the you know, Vito's yeah. got to get not, back. Not everything is... And Michael's got to go away for a while. Yeah, right? not everything is bullets. So Michael's off to Italy. And I have to confess, this is not my favorite part of the movie. I hate to admit it because I'd love to be like a it's, pretentious dick and be like, the Italy, the, the, the Italy scenes are beautiful and brilliant. I just, this is kind of like, it, I'm riding an adrenaline high here and Italy bums me out a little bit. I'm sorry to admit that.
2: It, 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 it. It shows a little bit more of Michael. It kind of develops his it's character. Essential. It's, it's definitely like, yeah. essential. I'm so not I, saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying i just as a I viewer. Don't mind, I don't mind it. I also
3: think you don't get a lot of Sicily in movies. Y- yeah. You don't. You don't. No. I, I, like, I like all the Sicily stuff. I was pleasantly surprised by it on the rewatch. It really lets you know Michael carries his character, not... The character Michael Corleone, his character, right, with him, no matter where he is in the world or who he's dealing with, yeah. And you really get that when he meets Apollonia's father. Yeah, it's it's great character development for sure. There's um, a great quote
1: here when you go when uh one of the security guards goes in Sicily, women are more dangerous than shotguns.
0: Yeah, it's and Joey, you, you mentioned not getting a lot of Sicily in movies. I just was a guest on the One Thousand and One by One podcast, and we did Roman Holiday which was the first American movie filmed entirely in Italy. Oh, really? Yeah, black and white. Black and white to keep it within budget. But had a great time talking with those guys. I think that episode's actually going to drop the same week that this episode's going to drop. So you can check that out. Uh, Adam and Ian over there do a great job. 1,001 by 1. The number 1,001 by... And then the number 1. It was a really fun Mm -hmm. conversation. They actually, they were asking me a little bit about New York movies and what movies I thought best encapsulated sure. New York a couple ones I threw out there and I actually believe in it or not, should, would have been a perfect opportunity to plug the Godfather <laughs> yeah, episode and I didn't do that, it that, that yes, feels heavy handed uh, it's, <laughs> it's not day to day New York though true, it's a true. but I, uh, I mentioned some of Spike Lee's movies of course uh, yeah. That Game uh, Summer of Sam yeah. uh, I talked a little bit uh, about um, Scorsese of course How Could You and I brought up Ghostbusters I thought that was a good one Ghostbusters what, what, are, one? what are some movies that you guys would have mentioned if someone asked you that? Uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance that's a great call. Yeah, that yeah, Grant. That I think you been... texted me that one on the side yeah, too. Yeah.
2: I didn't think that didn't come to me until like an hour or so after you told me about it. I'm like, oh no, that would have been perfect.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I, and weird... that's my favorite Die Hard movie.
2: I have a weird one, One Fine Day,
3: with George Clooney and Michelle Pfeiffer. really makes you feel like you're in New York, struggling to find child care for two children. But... <laughs> The, the ah. two strangers bump into each other and just start swapping kids. Like it, it, it really makes you feel like the
0: New York Fran- uh, franticity. I'd, I'd say Uncut Gems. New I York. mentioned Uncut Gems. I did that. mention Uncut yeah. Gems. Yep, yeah, as like a as a newer one. Yeah. yeah, just
3: about this Michael Italy Sicily stuff. Yeah. The Sicily stuff I like a lot because it also it ties in that culture that you get in the wedding scene. Yeah. Now he's experiencing that old world culture, not as secondary. Firsthand, the way where, his dad experienced it. Where, where his father came from. Right. So now he's experiencing that culture. And honestly, like, think about, I was, like, I like her. She's going to be my wife, basically, he says to the dad. Right. I was thinking about that. If everyone in the town and the city has the exact same customs and traditions, it really does just come down to physical appearance. If every woman has the same role and every man has the same role and... It, it really just comes down to well, who do I think looks the best? Because yeah. everything else
0: is the same. <laughs> who am, who I think there's the some social, to? some social power there, though. Right. I, I mean, he, yeah. I well, don't. I'm
3: looking past that.
0: If everyone, <laughs> but that's I'm a big to, part of it. I'm
3: trying to look. Well, at well, it, I don't know that it,
0: the, like, the goat farmer can stroll in the town and be well, like, like, "I like her. I'm going to make her my yeah, wife." With yeah. yeah. your name Corleone in the town of Corleone, I think you're allowed to do whatever you want. A cool aspect of this movie is visiting the different spots and getting the because you because you get Italy. You get New York, you get Vegas, and you get California. So they, they bounce around in, in different spots and, here. And, yeah, it's great. Four and, of the coolest places in the world. And <laughs> like they oh, yeah. <laughs> do a good job of making you feel like you're in them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Were the Vegas it's scenes filmed in Vegas? It, they might ve- not.
2: Well, I mean, Vegas was just in a hotel room.
0: Yeah, where well, they, yeah. the, so well, they gave you the really panning really, of, you the, like the of the d sure. and the... That's all you need. Yeah, but is it's like B-roll. It's B-roll. It works.
2: Yeah. Oh, it definitely... You don't feel like you're
0: out of Las Vegas. Right. Yeah.
1: And Mo Green really brings you into Vegas. Oh, Like, great. he feels well, like we a will,
0: Vegas. We'll get to Mo Green.
2: Talk, talk about it.
0: Grant, do you want to uh, cover the problematic nature of uh, Apollonia?
2: I would like to, yeah. So, the um, Simonetta Stefalini was 16 when this was filmed. So, yeah, that, out of everything in the movie, um, that is my biggest, biggest problem with it because it's, uh, it's a 16 year old girl and it's just, it, make, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Nudity
0: is not essential to me. It was, and it certainly wasn't in this movie. No, it just so, didn't. So, like, have to.
3: what? So, why even bother? Because Francis Ford Coppola is a weirdo. LAUGHTER <laughs> Why, seriously, why do you demand that scene be? In I there? Well, I, know, just, I do
0: know. You, you, well, no, you could have had the scene. You just didn't have to you have you shut to the, the back. There is her. a scene.
3: She literally just takes her shirt off and stands there, and the camera just looks at her boots right. for a few minutes. Like there for was a, few few a romance.
0: There was a romance yeah, and sure. to it. Uh, I, I don't think the was hip You could
3: do a hip
2: do a This this woman, Simonetta, she did like played it. She was a girl. She was a girl. When she became a woman, two years later, after after a little bit of time. Like, she quit Hollywood because she just didn't want to keep on doing nudity roles. Well, listen, the the, the
3: Hollywood back then oh, was skeevious. Oh, it was so But so that bad. just
1: didn't... They could have easily done that from the back and yeah. then go nips up, like Grant was saying, and the, you could have the same exact kind of romance, that uncomfortable romance part of it, it, it all in the same thing, and un- you lose nothing. I, unnecessary.
3: Was it even viewed that badly when it was filmed? I don't As know. As it is now, because if, it doesn't seem like it was.
0: I, it's tough I to know. it's tough to put a finger on that because I mean I mean I'm I mean, I thinking Europe I think 16 is the age of consent and you know, Italy it, Italy no you 16. know what you want to
3: know In Italy it's 14. 14 yes yeah and so like that, oh no is that true yeah, yeah. I thought
1: everything was it's 16. Just,
0: regardless of what the rules in Italy were at the time or now I think Francis Ford Coppola could have used a little better discretion there fact. Yes. The scene that, didn't it just, it just was fact. not it yeah. just it it just wasn't essential here right in this now, if it
1: drove the point home I think like or it made some new plot point. Whatever. I'm, I don't
0: I find, love it. I find
3: that nudity rarely drives a plot It really does. I, re- I really don't even like nudity in shows. It's, it's just, it's, it, it works best in bad movies.
1: Right. It's not... Well, it's a, that,
2: that's to get viewers right. in. Well, you're
1: right. Absolutely right. But that's the point. Like, in something like this, like... You don't need What's it the point? Not. Like, why are yeah. we doing this here? You
2: don't need these, uh... The, I thought know, it, it worked
0: it. in Shakespeare in Love. I thought that was a, a, a well movie because where... because
2: because she was dressed like a man. It was the disrobing right. and it, it made that was a plot it driven made it sense. I thought it
3: worked a tiny bit in Amadeus. Yeah, because she was vulnerable
2: and yeah. I don't think it was. Yeah. I think well, you know, was, it, right. yeah, that was, it was
3: shut down. It was non sexual. Right. Yeah, there was, well, right. there was. Yeah, there was. It worked. I like in the plot it, there. Right. It, like, but it's it, like entourage, like I can't watch that show.
2: You can't have twenty minutes <laughs> yeah. of the
3: show, an episode, and eight of it is nudity. It
2: works. Right. It works in Roadhouse.
0: <laughs> no,
2: it got <laughs> some, some Swayze buns.
0: Yeah, I mean like, that that works a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yeah. So she was snubbed for the supporting actress Oscar. Uh, was she a- old a- enough Apologna. to be nominated? <laughs> uh, Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, know, Sunday, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday Wednesday, Sa- I mean, Sunday, listen, Saturday. Listen, she... I love that line. I actually yeah, do genuinely she's, she's, like that. I speak listen. English. Or, yeah, I speak uh, English. Monday, Tuesday. I love I, how she flip-flops Sunday, Saturday. She gets, Sunday Sunday really Saturday. And she gets a days good. out. Drive! So she, she gets in the car and never gets out, by the way.
2: <laughs> she's a character.
0: I like Based that. on how she, dri- how she drives, I don't think she was making it far down that road anyway, if there wasn't right. a bomb in there. This so. is bad, back-to-back peaks with movies with bad drivers in it. <laughs> the Apollonia car bomb. Best car bomb in movie history?
1: It's a good one. It's a great one. Michael's I mean, re- Michael's recognition of what was gonna happen before it really just she got, I kinda love the well, explosion.
0: Yeah, it's just it was it's so violent and like non Michael Bayish. No. You know, it's just it's like, oh god, it that's was, what that would look like. Right. Ugh. Yeah.
2: It was visceral.
0: Yeah. Yeah, visceral. Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. would
3: say there's only one other movie with a car explosion scene I like more than that. It's Michael Clayton. Michael Clayton's driving. He gets distracted by some horses that he just is happens to be fascinated with. Yeah. Gets out and goes and looks at them. And while he's looking at them, his car blows up behind him. Apollonia ends up in seven pieces in Sicily. Uh, that is a that is a brutal yeah. car bomb. Though. Yeah, that, it's a great yeah. explosion, and then the car look the way it looks yes. after really just it, it really just just nails home. You and will see like piece of the dress on the and, on the side. And,
1: of the and car. they let you sit in it to the point of uncomfortability, which is just great yeah makes you feel it yeah. any hope
0: that michael is going to be out of the game is now lost he's he's now yeah he's embracing a very dark reality that's that's it's found just, him he just can't escape it no matter where he goes no. And now this
3: movie does a lot of the subtle subconscious pickups of the characters like Vito before he gets shot subtly looks up like he has mm-hmm. a feeling like there's, and he sees those guys immediately knows there's bad yeah. and then Michael has these weird vibes he's getting from well, the guys like you're driving alone or who's taking you and then a right. second later he's like Fabrizio where are you going well, yeah. Yeah. Sees, and then he the, gets these vibes and it's that instinct that yep. Vito had that
0: Michael has that and, you see in this scene mm-hmm. and yeah. that's another thing I love about this movie is as sharp and as as outstanding as Michael and Vito are at looking around the corner and seeing what's next, they are still both vulnerable and exposed. That shows you how complicated and how grisly the game is. And it shows you the nature of war. Is that you can be the greatest general in the history of war, mm. you are still vulnerable for defeat. They are most
2: vulnerable with the people that they love. Mm. Because their heart is a big part of it too. Where Vito kind of turns a blind eye to his kids misgivings, things like that. And Michael was so enamored with Apollonia that
0: he kind of let his guard down a little bit until it was too late. And I think a key difference between the two is, this is the last time you're gonna see that happen to Michael. Oh yeah,
2: He, he, he learns from it.
0: Vito admits it's my vulnerability. This will no longer be a vulnerability for Michael, Michael. Hardened so much, his heart was left in that car, and you see the change in Michael in his eyes. I don't, I don't know how you act
1: that. That's yeah. absolutely unbelievable. He did, it. but his yeah. eyes change, and that where in the you know early in the movie you could tell there was like earnestness, there's intensity in his eyes at different points. But after his love gets sent into dust, his eyes change, and they are just darker yeah. and focused and
3: unflinching. It's a lot of it's a lot of acting. Awesome acting by Al Pacino. Fucking amazing. Yeah. it's also Gordon Willis cuz now you get a little more shading on his face. 100%. You get a little yes. more of that
2: you don't dark see, you Everyone, don't see his eyes. Yeah, well. you get the dark eyes. It's and overlit
0: and, yeah. instead of front lit. Right, right. This is the part of the film where it's going to turn into Michael's movie. Mm-hmm. We had the first half it was it was it was Marlon Brando's Vito's movie and now we're into Al Pacino and Michael. Looking at the cast when We look at like ensemble casts, top ensemble
1: cast of all time. Like, is there?
3: I, so Stanley, it's, the, it's hard to it's it's hard to argue that Stanley Kubrick actually said he thinks this movie is
0: perfectly cast,
3: perfectly cast, and for a perfectionist to say that in, it, it's hard. This was
2: yeah, one of the like, hardest I'm movies not, to
0: recast. I'm, I've I'm ever not. In, I'm not interested in arguing with him as yeah. far as that goes. I don't, I mean, right. uh, uh, the
2: only the only the only movie that comes to mind um, is Boogie Nights where everyone cast in that movie and even small roles are perfect and they're executed brilliantly. That's a good But it, but it still pales in comparison to The Godfather. Yeah.
3: I've I've seen some movies that are pretty close to perfectly cast. Yeah. This is perfectly cast while also having highly developed intricate A lot is asked of these characters. It's not just, you know, you're an ancillary character. There's a lot of main characters that happen to get divided in supporting roles, but they're all main characters. The family is the character. I mean, Sal and Clemenza have
1: backstories and personalities. Like, you don't get that in many movies. I think there's issues with, you know, Diane Keaton. I think Talia Shire. I think, but... I think ensemble wise the casting is absurdly wonderful. I
3: thought Talia Shire did a really good job. I thought you did too. Oh
0: I didn't. I also really I also am I'm very, very high on Ta- Talia I Shire hate one. that kind of acting. I hate the
3: oh, crying, running all over. Sure. She she makes me think she's she but makes me think all... she's really crying and really emotionally affected by it. And to, to Adam Adam driver's point when he talks about acting she's not just emoting on the camera she's doing a good job of making you feel the emotion you're supposed to Ooh, feel yeah, good point on the camera it's not just
2: she's frantic crying right she's making you feel it and I, th- I think this is also kind of part of her character feels believable in in this world because of her upbringing and being surrounded by all these strong strong men it's it's kind yeah. of it kind of makes sense that she's kind of this emotional unstable right girl that that ends up marrying this this fucking asshole yeah that that abuses her because. Who did she look up to? Like like Sonny. Her best scene is that scene with Sonny when she walks when he walks in and she's
1: she's hiding. And, and listen,
0: That's,
2: <laughs> I I don't like the scene of her
1: running around it, the house throwing the shoe yeah, and shit. The,
0: with the dishes, she's spiking the levels. There's no yeah. <laughs> there's no doubt of that. She's well, shrieking and screaming and we right. like and, and, and the plates throwing and she's yes. it's her moment to get to get her time in and to get what she's doing. I get it, but it worked for me. Essentially, worked for me. That's I fair. thought that I thought that she had enough of a grasp of what her presence in this movie needed to be. Francis Ford Coppola was
2: said in interviews that they were going to bring in somebody to direct the violent scenes in the movie. Because they weren't happy with how his violent scenes were coming out. He heard this, and then the next scene that they were shooting was the Connie blowout right, where he's, like, whipping her, she's throwing plates. So he's like, let's just fucking ratchet it up. Let's, like, he, like, he's, like, I directed it, like, somebody that was going to lose his job to a violence director. (laughs) Like, so so he made it, like... So over the top, and it he just made, made sense.
3: Yeah, I heard the studio that Coppola and the studio fought a lot, and the studio said this movie is a little slow; it's not violent enough. So he, that was the next scene they were filming, yeah. and he just wrote in this violent beating scene with the belt.
0: Yeah, well, So that, that does that tie into the Sonny versus Carlo street brawl? I don't know because that's not that's not shot very well. Uh, that, <laughs> well, there is Four days. there is the yeah. major glaring
1: sure issue there, but the the that. The domestic, that's my least favorite scene in the movie. Okay. I think she nor Carlo work in it. I think it just feels, I don't feel like it fit into the movie. I feel like it There's, feels like a cartoon placed in a very good, perfect and movie. And I think her best scene was the scene with Sonny where she was bruised and she was like, no, stay away from him because, you know, I think that was fantastic. But the throwing the plates and the shoes and in the into the bathroom, i just it felt like another movie that was parodying Godfather to me.
0: I'll say, okay. Okay. I'll say on Joey's side of things, but my opinion of that scene has not always been the same over the years in watching this movie. Like, I didn't necessarily feel great about this scene when I first saw it years ago. Yeah. You know how I am with ADR. And, and there is, there's there's a is, good portion of it in this there, movie. And then yeah.
2: some, some of that is, what besides the whole Apollonia thing, my biggest issue with this movie is some of the overt ADR, mm-hmm. some of the, the recorded lines that just don't fit in seamlessly. In the movie like this... I can look past it, but in and that and that scene in particular is glaringly obvious.
0: Yeah, I would say too. Though could possibly be the best use of ADR in a movie ever. Sure, or as far as masking it and making it look natural in that opening scene in the in the in the, in the I believe in America scene. Yeah, because the cat purring was too loud. Sure. That they had to replace. It's it's you know what it is. Well, you can't really tell. I mean, if you, if you yeah. absolutely know the fact and you stare at his lips, then you can tell. But like they did a nice no, job. It's, of it's when, but it's like,
2: it's like it's when people's backs are turned and or, or like, far away from or far camera. away,
0: and then you just like the voice
2: that comes in. Yeah, go creep, keep crying, keep crying. Yeah. And like, right. it, it just, it, it doesn't, it, it's not mixed in properly. It yeah, happens later with Michael and Kay walking
3: when they're far away. Yeah. You hear the talking, but their faces are clouded. They're obviously not talking. And then they get closer and align, yeah. the, line, and the and words I, sound I, different. But, those, I but these, that,
0: these are nitpicks I can look right. Right. I noticed with Luca Brasi and reading off the practicing the speech, you can. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah. Early on. There's, there's two segments in practice speech. The first one. You can see his lips are not just going along okay. what you're hearing. And, and the sound sounds like it's coming from a different part of the screen.
3: That wedding scene had to be a nightmare to Mike because they oh, show sure. you oh, the sure. open sky
0: above it. Like, sure. they had to hide mics under tables or something. So the, the yeah. sunny, the sunny Carlos Street brawl, the biggest glaring error in the entire that movie. That one punch. The punch, the one swing in the oh. punch is the worst part. Why the why Aside from that one punch. Yeah, but why is that in the movie?
3: It took what? four days right. to make the scene. It's a long take. That was probably the best one they got.
1: But four days—that's yeah, with
3: all great. these
2: extras, like—and and the, the whole movie co- took sixty-two days to film. Right, so four of it was this one fight. There's, um, there's James Khan tells a story that he didn't know why, but he told the prop master. He's like, "Give me a broom handle, saw it in half, and put it in the back of my car." And he's like, "Why?" He's like, "I don't know." <laughs> he's like, "You know?" I was like, "I don't know." He's like, "You never know." And so it's in the back of his car. And sure enough, that's the one he grabs and he throws throwing, it, I love that. I had, love that too. Love no, that. No Not one, in the trash can. No yes. One else no one else, else, both are improvised yeah, No one Con. else knew that was coming.
0: The trash it can's amazing. Both yeah.
3: are improvised. Yeah. Con
0: has improvised a bunch of stuff in this movie. It yeah. all works. It's awesome. And, and they are all so connected to the emotionality of his character. Right. He's oh, just, yeah. He's, he's, he's is, impulsive. Just
1: yeah. A, he's a... He's a, he's a yeah. Improv I mean, works with an impulsive character. Right. It just brings the world in. Improv doesn't work with Michael. He's too structured. But it works. Improv being
3: silent and listening.
0: Right. <laughs> so, I want you guys to help me out here with the logistics of the Sonny hit. The call comes into the house, and then the fight ensues. Connie calls Sonny, and then Sonny gets in his car and goes and gets shot up. Where is Carlo stepping in to orchestrate this? Where, what is his role in yeah. this? Help me out, Grant. Okay. Grant, is, Grant so, you're going to step so in.
2: I'm going to try. I don't know for a fact. This is
0: how I see it playing out. This has always been a kind of a little bit of a, a yeah. boo So so, Bar-
2: so, Barnzini talked to him. And about setting him up, uh, okay. setting up setting up Sonny. So I think Barzini and his guys were just waiting for the call from Carlo. This wasn't planned beforehand. I think this just kind of happened. And then as soon as it happened, he's like, okay, well, Connie's going to call Sonny. Let me call Barzini and get his guys in place. The call
0: that Connie picks up from the woman, don't you think that that was orchestrated? Like that That, that was set, because they knew that that would set her off and then he'd have an excuse to, beat, to beat, her beat her up and then she would be mad enough to you call him you know what Sonny. it could have been i think that was the case
2: it could have been sure so she was a plant so the girl on the other end was a plant can that's
0: I what that's what i
2: took from it i don't, it, I don't, I don't, very, I don't like, think incorrect. there's
0: inc- a lot of your looking incorrect. for a lot of dots to be connected.
3: look appear. at it this way the guys in this movie the in the positions of power carlo is you know with low power but he's in a position of power a girl's calling the house saying she can't make it like what do you have going on what do you you're not going out with this guy who's obviously you know you're you're going out with him right it's the very deliberate that she called yeah. and set her off it's interesting yeah and you know I'm, what? Just, I I'm just wondering
0: what the plan looks like on paper so it's carlo carlo tells barzini okay have her call. Connie will pick up. She'll get upset. I'll beat the shit out of her. She'll call, She'll Sonny. call Sonny. She's going to have Sonny. to go down and, the causeway. And, 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 because that's just they, an they, interesting they plan.
1: I, really, it, it, I love all the off-screen yeah. thinking you have to And do. it's all about getting Sonny. Because Sonny's so impulsive. Make sure she gets him yeah. on the phone. Yeah, this is, He's, He's the only one going. Because if they get Tom, Tom's going to send. like, all right, this person's going to drive Sonny. But getting the girl, because you know earlier on, there's a point where they're having a family dinner where Carlo tells Connie to shut up. And the mom says... Stay out of it. They're in business. So it has to be don't something. Interfere.
3: Don't yeah. interfere. That's what it was. I apologize. And Sonny tells her, don't tell
1: her to shut up. Too. Right. And then, the, and mm-hmm. then, um, so it has to be more than just the abuse. So now it's cheating plus. So now it's enough for Connie to try to bring Sonny
0: in. It has to be, we have to up the ante. Artie, to, to your point about there's so much off screen thinking, it is, this is war. And this is, mm-hmm. this is some Sung shit. You yes. have to have the art of war and know no. every move that everyone's going to make and figure everything out.
3: So one, one thing I think – I don't want to jump ahead, but one of the things that Michael hints at when he speaks to Carlisle ultimately is that you, you went after my – like you targeted my sister. Almost like you, you went after her to try to get, to him try in. To get in. Almost yeah. like he's been with Barzini the whole time. You
2: know, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, true. I don't know how true
3: that's. Interesting. I, I know I he's, remember, he's very pushy to get more, I, to be more involved know, in the family, know, and they
2: that know that to that. keep him out. Well, that, so that is what, interesting. But, I've never looked at it that way. How I see it is that he tried to get in with the Carlino family, and they didn't want him in, so then he turned to Barzini. That's that, how I always. That's I've how I saw it. I don't disagree. I, he does set say, Michael says oh, no, something. I, I know he it, does. Yeah. He's like, it, he's think like you, think that you, you think that can fool a Corleone? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: And and, and, they, and they never were fooled. They never let him in. Yeah. And in the wedding, Vito says point blank. Never give him anything important Sure. Today. Right. We'll give him a living. That's it. Keep him outside of the family business. Yeah. He's not part of the family. Yeah. Right. And,
3: and Vito's instincts are 100%. Yeah.
2: So, Barz, so Barzini knows that the only way they can get out of, because they live in Long Beach, the only way they can get out of Long Beach is to go up, Jones Beach. And this was filmed in I, Long Beach? You
0: no, know, it was filmed at Robert Mitchell Rose Field. Loseway. Mitchell Field. Okay, yeah. They, um, the yes. toll booth scene was filmed in Mitchell Field. Yeah. A large part of this movie is filmed actually in Long Beach. No? Okay. Yeah, but like, like, like bree- bree- Breezy Point. Okay, yeah. great. Um, so so they knew
2: that there was a bottleneck point. So you're talking about uh, Sun, Sun Tzu. Yeah. Like he knew like the only point of access was this toll booth, and that was where the X was. Like, and that's they have him cornered. And they have him cornered, and, he just, and they just fucking riddle them with like a hundred. Our next bullets. candidate of,
0: of, of having, an, a, having a great Ooh, death scene. such a great death <laughs> scene.
3: He's, he's, he's another one who just like, he doesn't get the whole being a step ahead thing. He's just no, in the
0: current step. He's emotion. He's by the, he's whatever the last step was, that's what I'm reacting to. I love the, that Tom Hagen gets accused of not being a wartime consigliere yeah. from both, no. from both Sonny, he gets it from both Sonny and Michael. And right. Vito. And Vito, but what Sonny thinks a wartime consigliere should be has nothing to do with what Tom Hagen is. He when wants he's not. Kim Jong Un in his ear. Yeah, he wants yeah. someone who's just ready. Right. Like, let's he wants, bomb them all. Yeah. He, wants,
2: he wants Rambo to be his wartime consigliere. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen the? um, There's an old SNL skit. John Belushi's playing Vito, and he's at a therapist, and he's talking about the family, He goes, "And they shot my son Sonny 57 times." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, it's it's almost like everyone who was told they're gonna die in this movie was like, "Keep the cameras running! I'm not done! I'm not done!" <laughs> yeah. I think that was a Brando was,
3: effect. Everyone wanted them, yeah, Marvel right, Brando I mean,
2: man. Especially when you're out there putting up an all time character. Yeah, yeah James, James Conn also tells a story about because you know all the all the, he has all these squibs on him. Uh, if you don't know what squibs are, they're the like the blood packets that blow up when you get a, a shooting scene, and. Um, <laughs> they put like 160 on him <laughs> and the and the guy and the special effects guy was like telling telling con when he was like putting money he's like you know I've never put this money on a person before <laughs> he's like you think you had to tell me that like you couldn't, you couldn't have waited to tell me this god they massacred my boy look at they massacred oh, my boy that scene over the darkness <sighs> yeah oh that was so yeah great. there's god. just there's
0: it's just all it's all black except for the characters
2: <sighs> look at they massacred
0: my boy hagen has to Break the news. Oh, Ooh, a great mm. scene! The dialogue in this scene is so fucking just, good. And, and, just and another cool. just example of Vito just being able to read the room. He knew. He not knew. not wanting to hear what right. he saw the tea leaves right. read, but you stopped for a drink first. You knew it was heavy. Yeah, you've had your drink. Give me the news. And you
3: know yeah. you're right. <sighs> he he doesn't. He reads the tea leaves. He knows what's going on, but he doesn't react. Until he hears yeah.
2: what's going on, yeah. because he's holding out for that one percent chance that he's wrong. Right. One mm-hmm. line that I, I never noticed until the last time I saw it before the episode was when he talks about his, his my wife is crying in the bedroom, mm-hmm. and Hagen makes it the point to say, "I didn't tell right, I didn't mm-hmm. tell your wife right." Like it just, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, but just like he's like, it wasn't my place to tell her. Right. So she like it, it's just it's just like this weird respect thing, and it's like. I also it's love how
3: I also love how he says I didn't tell your wife, yeah, not my mom or mom or the person who's been raising me. He never says dad or mom. He says yeah. even when he calls Michael, he goes, "Your father wants Strictly you." Strictly business. Your father wants you, even though he was raised like a son. Views himself as a son. He knows
0: there's a difference. Can it's we it's business? Can we talk about Robert Fucking Duvall ah, in this movie? Oh wow! I mean, what what an unbelievably out of this world performance! that gets camouflaged by everything that's everything around else it. Is,
2: everything else is so good the, around it. I didn't
0: know he was in it until the, I watched the, it. The shame,
2: because...
3: of, the shame of his character is the subtlety of his character. Yeah. You know, he doesn't stand
2: out, but he, the, does. he the, does. The, the, the acting more, does. The more you watch it, the more you appreciate his performance.
0: Totally. He's amazing. He's an anchor in the and whole movie. To, and not to ruin this discussion with the Family Guy reference again, but when they're trying to explain to Peter why he should like this, and they're going, well, you, you, got no, Brando, no. you got Marlon Brando, you got Marlon Brando, you got Pacino, and you got Robert Duvall! <laughs> <laughs> I not see this. Yeah,
2: he was, yeah. yeah. He, was, he was always a character that I gravitated towards. And I don't know if that was because he wasn't an Italian, and he was kind of an outsider in this world... <clears throat> Is because he was an outsider in those world full of insiders, Right. and maybe I felt a kinship to that. Being not, a, you know, being that I'm not Italian at all, but it was just. But every time I watch his performance, he just he's, he's a guy that quietly hits 280 in like 25 home runs. Yeah, like he just he drives like, in 85, scores yeah, like, 85. Like you just you, you like you oof. see his stats at the he's end of good. the year, like oh, get a great year. He's right. a world
0: and champion like, six hitter.
2: Yeah, and you just like you just never know, really notice because. Pacino's there, and James Caan's there,
0: and Marlon Brando's there. His presence in the themes of this movie are so essential for understanding what family means. Mm -hmm. Yes, right? Yes, And family isn't... Yes, family is blood. And we'll get into that more as we go. But it's not just blood. And just because Carlo married in, and he's married with with Connie, and his kids are going to be... Corleone's. That doesn't mean that he is family. That's my situation. But Tom Hagen, (laughs) (laughs) I'm married into the family. I'm not Italian. So the meeting of the five families. Oh, it's a great scene. There's a lot going on in this scene. This scene always gives me anxiety because it it just. I don't. I'm not like. It's like the test you're not prepared for. Like we're just. He's (laughs) he's doing the roll call for each family. I'm like, oh God, where am I? Where am I? Where's my cheat sheet? It took me like five times. It's like.
2: (laughs) Okay, that's Barzini, that's Natalia, that's Cuneo, that's Stracci. Yeah, I was
1: like, "There's forty-seven people. How is there only five people?" I'm like doing math. Well, yeah, there's, well there's five, well, families, there's five
0: like families. There's nine people at the table. <laughs> Why five? is there just a guy from Kansas City chilling <laughs> well, there? Yeah, so, I mean, like Kansas City I'm mafia.
3: Right. Like, the what business. is this? <laughs> the Midwest was heavily represented. Why they steal baseball cards? Like,
1: come on, what are we doing? The barbecue, barbecue the mafia. mafia. Yeah, the they barbecue mafia steal ribs. You know, I
2: bet I listen. I bet you that. That Ben Wesley or Brad, Wesley, Brad was Wesley, part of the Kansas City, I oh. brought a
0: JC, Benny to the town. Just but,
2: they're just
1: you know they're um, the Midwesties. They're just wearing a scarf around their neck yeah. in the
2: room. <laughs> but, you know, but like the Midwest was heavily represented in the mafia, and they did have an LA contingency there also. So there, were, so there were people that. But the five, the five families are the ones that the main ones, the ones that you really. Should care. About. Yeah, not the Cunios. but the Cuneos but, but and, the, well, and Strachis, They were the other ones, but they were kind of incidentally part of it. But that, the Talias and Barzini's are the right. most
3: important. They were the worst developed characters in the movie. The, the Cuneos, Titalia, those, those Cuneos
2: oh, yeah. and the Strattac. They, they weren't even developed. He no, until they developed. were hit, and
3: there was nothing.
2: But, I mean, they were just like... And even then, I didn't know who was getting hit. Well, I, I yeah, I'm, I'm, I had to make a list. I had to Google Stracci hit then I was like, oh, that was that guy in the elevator. Right. Right. Yeah. And Cunha was the guy in the in the uh, revolving door that got hit.
0: Yeah, it, it, that's just always been a part of the movie for me where I just, I'm, I realize I'm not getting a 100 on this test. You know, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. all right, yeah. well, I'm, I'm going to have to settle with an 89 here. That's like doctorate-level godfather understanding. Right. Yeah. Mario Puzo doesn't know what goes on in that scene. The, there's just the amazing exchange between Tatalya and Vito... With Barzini in the mix, kind of watching, seeing how it goes, yeah, it just kind of it's the two of them negotiating, negotiating over the vengeance of the loss of their two sons. And how about Vito literally saying like
3: I I forego the vengeance right, on my son, the opposite of everything Sonny would ever do. But, but it's, not no, <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, it's not without cost. yeah, without
0: Michael's coming back. Michael's a blend. Michael's blend of the two of them. Yeah, but but he he's has saying, that anger. He even saying, says it. it. Michael's coming back, and you're not touching him. Right, you, well, you go after Michael. It's we're we're going Michael to If Michael falls floor, and hits
3: his, his head work. on a boat, I, I if he, if he if a lightning yep. bolt right. strikes strike him, him. him, I'm going to blame someone in mm-hmm. this room, right. and that's something I cannot forgive. Yeah, right. right. I, I have I
2: have the quote here. I got it. Should I read it as Vito Corleone? Uh, uh, yeah, please. Yeah, I have I the like quote, that. but I can't read it. I have confidence. I have confidence. Do your best. All right. I'm a superstitious man. If some unlucky accident should befall Michael, if he is to be shot in the head by a police officer, or be found hung dead in a jail cell, or should be struck by a bolt of lightning, then I'm going to blame some of the people in this room. And that I do not forgive. Well done. It's great. Well done. It's, it's God, like what a it's, powerful line. It's, so, it's such a great. It's just a great little snippet of a monologue. It's so great. this
3: this this five families scene is is one scene where I watched this movie and I went all right. I've seen all these scenes so far leading up to this scene and they're all amazing and the dialogue is amazing. This scene is setting the stage for the best dialogue. Yes, and it delivers. Mm. Does a great job. Yeah. What this scene? I mean, the scene is everything. And I love at the end when he gets up, and Tom Hagan just knows. Okay, time to get up. Like I love his little his hand motions. He does subtle right hand motions. Yeah. Tom Hagen knows exactly what it's he wants. A, it's a lived in it's universe. Power. It's a lived power. in universe. Lived in universe. Yeah.
0: Mike is in charge now. He gets uh, indoctrinated into the into the spot here. Right. Real quick, the drive home from that
3: dinner with Tom Hanks and Vito Corleone. He calls it Tataka. No audience watching this movie picked up on the fact that Barzini's behind it. But Don Corleone did, yep. and he's that, confident. He's and he goes, "I didn't realize till didn't right now." Out, yeah. Barzini's behind that. I watched that scene three times. I went, "I still don't see Barzini's behind it." How do you know that? He, he said, knows was, by being was, in a room. was, there was like, the first to speak. He, like, was, he had. Who is the one in this room with the most interest? Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's the one saying you're hiding.
0: You're hiding your higher contact. Right. He knew. Yeah.
2: He's just, he's two steps ahead. Like every like yeah. he's two steps he's ahead. Smarter than everybody. What say? Really?
0: Yeah. What does he say about his kids earlier? They talk. When they should be listening, right? right. So he how listens. important listening is. He knows yep. when Barzini's like, "No, you
1: didn't help. You didn't do these things." He's like, "Oh shit!" And I mean, I just love that he calls the Taglia
3: pimps. That's he couldn't think of this. He yeah. couldn't right. think. He's to not do this. He's, that, not, that
2: that that grease ball is not smart enough. Right. He's not. He's not muscle. He's right. not a guy yeah. that does that. Exactly. And the he's, second exactly. he decides,
3: Barzini's behind it. He just commits to it and moves forward, and he's fucking right, yeah. right, like no this, one thinks he's right, he knows he's right that's right.
2: buzzzzini business, yeah. <laughs> dude, you, when you do it, dude. <laughs> you're, you're on,
0: man. It's, it's, really a, it's hard to do the long monologue, right? Because you hear yourself
1: halfway through, and you, you, you lose the yeah. grip. And kill I mean, it. I had oh. that quote, and I wasn't even going to attempt to read it. <laughs> I thought That's I was because...
3: going to Kermit the Frog impressions. You're doing Marlon Brando.
1: I'm just going to.
2: I'm a superstitious man. <laughs> <laughs> just going to occasionally
0: really do Kermit. Just going to uh, occasionally throw Jack Waltz impressions throughout the rest of BPC. Maybe I mean maybe, there's no there's nobody no, no, every every merging day with day Ben Gazzara, and I think i do an Audrey Hepburn movie you're like it was <laughs> the best
3: piece of I
1: have I seen uh,
0: could have made a big star out of him well not the kind of man who could afford to be made look ridiculous <laughs> oh, such a good line so Michael's in charge and now the fake firing of of uh, Hagen here <laughs> I mean boy if only Michael Scott could have pulled that off of Stanley the, in, his, in his fake firing of Stanley um, you have to trust, the level of trust that they have for Hagen here, to say, you're out, you're out. Hagen's emotional response to finding that out on the
3: fly in the scene is nothing. He is like, oh, all right, okay, okay. you decided this, no, I'm in the family, really I'm no, not he's showing you. He,
2: he questions it. He's upset. The, his
3: immediate response, when he hears it said, his facial response, is to hide his emotions. Not let them know. Not let the people Michael's telling no, well, he is a, that he's so upset not
0: being consigned. A couple ways to read this. Tell me which which way he took it, or, or maybe there's only one way to read it, and I'm just I'm just a little wrong here. Do you think that Hagen 100 percent knew that he was either being fired or not being fired? Do you think he was in on it the whole time? No, I think he got sandbagged. I think he got sandbag too. I agree. And I think that's why I think when he withholds his
3: emotions, I think it's wonderful. Because he's he's part of that family. He's not going to let them know he's caught off guard by this. He has to keep it together for the scene they're in.
0: Yeah. For the situation they're in. Do you think it's possible that he was included in the plans because he knew that they never would have put Carlo into a position? See, I was not certain that he did not know. I was very...
1: I'm still not certain. Yeah. Uh, I was very torn, and I've gone back and forth. I think it could be read
0: both ways. Yeah. Because it's like, when is the point that he is brought into the Right, and that's
1: because he never stopped doing his job, maybe without the title. So, in my mind, because he was still doing the job without the title, he knew, but then at the same time, I think Michael is such a tactician,
3: he wouldn't give that up, so I was torn. Vito even says to him, he goes, you're a great peacetime contiglier. Yeah. Right.
0: I think that in that moment it was a fake firing and he was not in on it and then and then he was let in on it after the fact that's okay. what i think but i could see it the other way where yeah. he knew the whole time i i, because I, it's the only I don't think he it's gets a, a little bit emotional i don't think it's right. a fake firing i think, yeah, I think I it's think a real
4: firing It's
3: a real firing you're not the consigliere during this particular moment it's also to get him out of the way of it a little bit he's nonviolent. he's a lawyer we don't need him being Advise, we don't need him advising anyone because me and Don Vito have already done the plan. We know what we're executing. Let's get you out of the way so you're you're off the book. You're the, he even says throughout the movie he's concerned with being held when when uh, the Kay shows up with a letter and she's like, "Give it to Michael." He's like, "I can't accept this because then the right. court it could be proven yeah. in a court of law that I can know about his whereabouts." Well, by
0: it. the end, he, he moves back into being right. Because, right. right. But, yeah, but so, so leaving guess, so him out so for his own safety is one thing. I guess I'm getting tied up in the fake hiring. Of Carlo. Because they happen simultaneously. Yeah. He, he says, Carlo, when we go to Vegas, you're going to come with us. Yeah. You're going to be my right-hand man in Vegas. That's all nonsense. He knows right. at that point what yes, Carlo did. sure. And that's just... because they, they Hagen, said Hagen, right Hagen knows that's whack, too. Like, why the fuck would he do that? Right. So that's where it's kind of... There's some gray areas there. Which
1: I love. I love the fact that it's not, like, laying it out there. Our, which is it? Like, because Hagen's loyal. Like, Hagen's not going anywhere, so it's not... Whatever it is, it's all about getting Carlo more sense of false trust. I
3: also think it's about making sure the lawyer, the lawyer, can't be held accountable. Right, which uh, could be it for sure. You know, like don't, don't, don't tell him so he can't, like the governor who hires hits or whatever. Yeah. Don't tell him so he can't be held that's accountable. That's kind of how I right. do it. Interesting.
1: Okay. Yeah, I like that. I think that's a very reasonable read on it. Yeah, sure. and,
3: and when Vito explained it to him, I think he starts to get
1: that a little without saying especially it. because of how well Tom knows Vito right he'll be able to read between the lines he doesn't need he doesn't need a script in front of him of this is what we're doing he's able to see okay I know this guy like you like you've said numerous times a little hand gesture Tom knows what to do right so saying something like hey you're not a wartime guy he'll be like okay I get this got
3: it I know wartime's coming right. up I, I got
1: it. I know you think Carlo's a jabroni." <laughs> so putting him in this position is
3: clearly nonsense like You see what we're doing right. here. You know, I'm keeping you out of right. that kind of thing.
0: I used to keep Michael out of it. Now I'm keeping you out. Kind of like a little bit of an insulting thing to have to keep hearing you're not a wartime consigliere. It's like it's like saying yeah. in the matter, it's like, well, you're not really a playoff manager. You're more of like a <laughs> we want you to manage the team when the team's like rebuilding and like going through the prospects. Once it's time to win the World Series, we're gonna but, we're you gonna know go what though. Those are two different principles.
2: There are some coaches that are better rebuilding, and right. there are some yeah. coaches that are better at playoff
0: teams. So we're heading to Vegas. Where make it
2: sound like it's this party. We're in the vein. We are,
0: we are, and we're we're Vegas, going baby. out. It's like The Hangover. <laughs> Fredo is out there chilling, out there banging cocktail <laughs> waitresses two, two, two at a time. Dean yeah. Martin, Martin
2: and Frank Sinatra. What a performing. suit. What a love suit! suit. The whole That's outfit fine. of Fredo. I love, oh. my God. I love, I love, Fr- I love Fredo's style. Even even the number two. I love his style. I have,
3: a, I have a saying about Fredo that podcast Hall of Famer John Taffer said. He says it about someone he's ripping apart their bar, but I thought it applied to Fredo. He's contaminated by his own failure. <laughs> <laughs> I wow. heard it on Bar Rescue, and went. You know what? I have to watch Godfather soon. <laughs> that, is that is perfect.
0: He's contaminated by his own failure. Yeah, it, Fredo is all Fair. about shallow pride and, and 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 making up for making up for what he doesn't have with what he looks like. He's got to look has got to have the flash, and he's got to be hooking up with the mm. cocktail waitresses, and he's yeah. he's got to have the approval of this this half wit casino owner who's no green, just his
3: character's poor his personality is low
2: It's like he doesn't it, have a good but, character but, but it's part yeah but, but, you but you an amazing character, the character as in Fred his, no, no, his his Kando. Kando. Right. Yes. character Not the character person Frida. he's a weak
1: yeah. yes. character yeah. look at his as yeah. yeah. a movie
0: character he's incredible right like, fantastic right, right. who's yes, Sonny
1: who's just this just dynamo of impulsive personality then you have Michael who's just this calm still strong water Fredo's got middle child I mean,
2: syndrome Yeah I mean Yeah you look you look at like one like one one brother is like the the football star right The other brother is like the honor roll student that's going to Ivy League schools and this is like Fredo's like the he's kid, really proud like, of his A in art. He, the, the kid shops like he shops at Hot Topic. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's like that. He's like he's
3: like the, he's like the son that's like he's a waiter. He's a waiter at California Pizza Kitchen. Yeah, like,
2: so, yeah, like he doesn't like just he doesn't belong in this family. Right. He just doesn't have the right temperament for the family.
0: I just gotta say every every about seven and a half minutes or so, I'm getting irrationally excited for Godfather Part Two. So just, <laughs> I've held it in for for a few hours. Did Don Vito that? have had
3: different kids. Like they're all so different. I know. Well, they're similar but different.
0: Yeah,
1: but and I think that's what makes. And I think that's what, why I like Fredo's character because he just didn't fit. He was just this like bumbling moron that his dad was pulling around, and but, but has, because that's his, yeah. that's his his father's vulnerability, yeah. right? So he lets you know like this is right. why this guy's around. Like, but, yeah, I know.
2: But he's but he has he has deep down he has a good heart. Like he loves his family. He Absolutely. Lo- like, He's a sweet kid. He's a sweet guy. Right. But he just—he just does not cut out for this he world. He belong. He should be a second grade teacher. Yeah, yeah. I not trust my second grader with Fredo. Okay. Or he should be a baker. He should be
1: something else. Like this is not the light run. This is not the right line of bakers work for are me. held
3: to
0: very high esteem in this movie. So I don't <laughs> know if Fredo could be the baker. He can't be another test. baker either.
2: No. 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 That's gonna be a crappy looking cake. I guess I guess I'll use this point to say that um, had it not been for John Cazale getting sick with lung cancer, I feel like he would have been considered in the echelon of Pacino, De Niro. I feel like t- if we look at him today, if he if he didn't if he didn't pass away so young, he would have been one of these guys, these celebrated Hollywood actors. Yeah, that would.
0: Yeah, I He's, do. I he do think is. so.
2: He's fantastic. He's the batting
0: 1,000 Hall of Famer. He's, he's fantastic. He's been in five movies. They've all were nominated for Best Picture. Damn. Uh, the Deer Hunter, Godfather Part 1, Godfather Part 2, The Conversation and Dog, Dog Day, Day. Afternoon. Yeah. Those are his five movies. Yeah. Boy Wait, is shit. he Al Pacino's lover in,
3: in Dog Day Afternoon? No, he's the bank, he's the, the he's bank robber. Partner. He's the partner. Yeah. He's the bank robbery.
0: Yeah, not his lover, but the, his partner. Yeah, the longer hair. Yeah. yeah. two yeah. of them robbed Al Yeah. Yeah. He's and been, he, wow. was, he was like, he was
2: like dating, he yeah. was dating Meryl Streep. I mean, the guy was—he might have been. Road. You're right. Yeah. Okay. He would have.
1: He would have been upper echelon. Damn, yeah. marble man got him. Dude, it sucks. I'm very okay. excited to see him in, in uh, Godfather 2. And we'll get him in the Deer Hunter Yeah, I know he's in Deer so, Hunter. I
3: love how Michael shows up and immediately goes, Fredo, what is this? Kick all these girls out. Kick yeah. everyone oh out. I'm here for God. business. Who, I'm leaving tomorrow. Are, okay. are, stop with this shit. And you shit. know
0: what? Lose the band, too. How about yeah, you? get
3: the band and the, everything the... you hired, basically. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah.
2: Who are these girls?
0: That's for you to find out. No, get the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah, yeah, like, stop them? with this. So we meet Mo Green. Love Moker. Again, another just small role player just, coming in hot. Whoo, just throwing it. Like, just, just
2: like a, a seventh inning pitcher. You no, know like I a, am. Yeah. I'm look, I was I talked to Barzini! I was, I, was, I was making I was making my balls when you were going out with cheerleaders. He it's says well, I
3: could buy this. He says Barzini could buy this old casino and hotel and I could keep it
0: at one point. He's like, Why would I make a deal with you? I do like when when Michael tells Fredo that his plan, he's like, Oh, you know, he's Mo Green's going to sell its thing. Real's like, ah. He's never said anything to ah, me about Mo that. Mo Green kind of really likes this shit. I don't know that he's going to sell. Like He kind of <laughs> like, likes he this more than anyone in Vegas. Right. Like, I, yeah. uh, uh, he doesn't get it. Michael's not asking him yeah, to sell
3: Right. This isn't a, hey, I, I hear you want to... Yeah. Like, like, even after it's over, he's like, you don't come to Vegas and talk to Mo Green like that. Yeah. Like
2: Ooh. Michael's like, do you know who the fuck I am? Yeah. Like I don't give a fuck about Mo Green. One of, one of my favorite Al Pacino deliveries... In this whole movie, mm. is when um, mm. he's talking to Mo Green and he says, "You know, your your casinos lose money. What do you think of skimming off the top?" And Pacino just like no, so casually, unlucky. just like, "You're unlucky." Just like not even looking yeah. at him, just like yeah. just smoking a cigarette. He's like, "You're unlucky," yeah. and just
3: it, he's not going to be accusatory. Oh my right, god! It was just, maintaining respect. It was so. Like, I'm not it, here to accuse was, you. It
2: was expertly delivered. Expertly delivered. Yeah.
3: And that's phenomenal
0: writing. Yeah. Know, yes. that's, oh, yeah.
3: This this writing in this movie is, is... Absurd. Second to none. Seriously none. Well,
0: this is an example of you having the director and the writer of the source material yeah. getting together mm-hmm. and really putting their heads together to to make this work. It's a great collaboration. One. And they did it with the second one, and they did it yeah. with the third one. So now,
3: Francis Ford Coppola has a binder... That is literally the size of Webster Miriam's entire dictionary, full of page by page notes of every page of the, the Godfather novel. I wouldn't be surprised. With yeah. handwritten notes all over it, like this is what we can use, this will not work, this will right. work. The well, the amount of information that went into the thought to prepare to film this movie yeah. nothing yeah. is and glossed <laughs>
1: over. I mean, you talk nothing. about.
0: And then to get it done in 62 days and have this kind of quality, you know the back thought went into it. This is his championship team. Is is the Godfathers here? And Joe, you, I think you highlighted a couple other stuff he's he's done. Couple, yeah. I mean, Apocalypse Now. Yeah, yeah <laughs> They're some big ones. Yeah, they're I change. mean, I love the Outsiders. Jack, hey, Jack. <laughs> right to Jack. What man. Selma Hayek? Uh... No, J- uh, J- no, J Lo, J Lo, sorry, J Lo, Bill Cosby. Jameson. Oh boy! He's in a treehouse. Recast. With a bunch of recast. recast. problematic.
2: <laughs> you can put Steve Harvey in that one. Well, Bill Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> there's a Steve Harvey recast. That that's
0: actually yeah, clean. that's a legit one.
3: And now I have Harvey and a Coppola. There we did it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he Jack I can die happy. Want to talk about Pacino line deliveries? Yeah. Fredo, you're my older brother, yeah. and I love you. But don't ever take sides against the family. Like, whew. It's great. I got scared. Yeah, I so, know. That's so, you're sitting, you're so sitting in cold. the... Oh, God. That, that's on par yeah. with
3: the line Vito says to Sonny. He goes, don't ever tell anyone outside yep. the family what you're yep. thinking ever again. But, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, That didn't scare me, though.
0: It's important... No, no, because you know he's it's, not going to hurt Sonny. Well, it's important to, to notice the notch up right. and the difference oh, yeah. between Vito and Michael there. Right. Oh, yeah. and, and that is each of Vito's children have a quality that controls them that Vito can't get to. Right and you don't see a ton of it here in Mike's you know it's there but i mean obviously you have the just the rage and the rage and sunny that he can't get to right. the 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 weakness and pride that you get in fredo, fredo and boy the wrath of michael it's, it's a intensity. cold, it's it's
2: cold calculated just it's like, just pure it's, it's, unadulterated it's like wrath like an, an, antisocial yeah kind it's, of like it's, personality it's disorder it's well yeah.
0: thought out anger like mm-hmm. yeah it's it's it is wrath it is a god, yeah. god complex
2: he even says to,
3: um, to Carlo at the end, he's like, don't, he's like, just don't lie to me because that makes me very angry. Right. And like, you're like, lying to know me. No, he and gets that, angry. Right, you're lying to me and that's making me very and angry. And even when he says I'm very angry, like he keeps himself. He's very calm. That's so scary. That, it's <laughs> so much that's scarier. Scary.
1: That line to Fredo, I was like, Fredo,
3: just stop.
1: Just yeah, shut, just up. shut up. I was like, dude, oh my God. 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 I was like, I don't want to see you get killed, Fredo. Yeah. And I was worried. I was like, oh my
0: God. I was like, I, no, I wouldn't fuck with Michael. So Michael and Vito have their last little convo here, and what a scene it is. The line that breaks my heart is the, I just, I just wasn't enough time. There just wasn't oh, enough time. You're, oh, you're, yeah. okay. Yeah, so, so but, yeah, we're between Vito and Michael here, they're, they're settled in, and it's the, I never wanted this for you. And I knew that Sonny, would, and, then, and then you get, and Fredo, nah. he doesn't even <laughs> say it. doesn't even have I to know. say it. We all get it, we all get it. I've been drinking a little more wine. Yeah, it's, it's good, good for, for you, Pop. It's good for you. But the, the, this, the one that breaks my heart is there just wasn't enough time. He cares so much for his children. Yeah. He just, he loves them to the moon and back. It's all he lives for. Family is all that he lives for. And he wants the best for each one of them. And the, the, the master tactician within him believes that he could have put them all in places where they all could have been behind the strings instead of attached to them. Especially for Michael. But his and weakness, and is, his weakness is he's sentimental towards his kids. Yeah. And he just, there wasn't enough time. And there's never enough time. There's, there's a brilliant
3: home. line hidden in here, too. Right after this, as he's getting up, he goes, remember, whoever sets the meeting for you and Barzini, he's, yeah. he's the traitor. Yep. Remember that. And Vito Corleone, who just was showing signs of losing it a second ago, he's like, oh, yeah, I told you that already. Yeah. His instinct is flawed. Oh, he yep. saves the day. He saves the family. Yep. He saves the family in his last. His, Michael's his last and action. Michael, yep.
0: Mike, and Tessio, he... Tessio, and Clemenza want to start their own branch of the family. Right. You? And Tessio and uh, Tessio, played by Ava Gota, mm-hmm. and then you have Clemenza who, who puts the the hit out on Paulie earlier. Falster. Falster. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. By the Statue of Liberty. We didn't talk about that scene. With, that's a beautiful, a, beautiful shot. Yeah. We haven't beautiful. talked a lot of Clemenza. In There's also a great
1: line there when he says. Leave the gun, take the cannoli. That's great yeah, one. take the cannoli. Improvised right?
0: line. Yeah, is it really? Yep. Is that really? Because that's one of like the that's like that's an
4: iconic line. Yeah, yeah. A-,
3: a lot of the stuff in this movie that's very memorable is improvised. That's the so throwing fun, the eh? money,
0: breaking the camera, yeah. and the beauty of that too. If we
3: just slapping go- Johnny Fontaine.
0: Yeah. If we want to go back to family, what was his wife nagging him about when they were leaving? The cannoli. The cannoli. He goes, just yeah. take those cannoli. Don't forget the cannolis. Yeah. But yeah, so the two of them, Tessio and Clemenza, going there, wanting their own branch of the family. And Michael, Michael wouldn't let it happen. And yet. Michael goes, "Well, when we get to Vegas, we'll make it happen. We'll we'll, right. go, we'll go there." And if you watch Tessio and if you watch Clemenza in that scene, they say, "You know, do you trust me? Yeah. You trust me?" And they go, y- yes, Don." And he goes, "Do I have your Do I have your loyalty?" Yeah. And Clemenza says yes, and Sal says nothing. Tessio just stands there. I didn't yep. notice. He doesn't that. say a word. He just doesn't say that's a word. Really, I that on the down. third watch. Yep. He, he lets
3: Clemenza down. speak for him.
2: Oh my so, god! So, so what I was gonna say is
3: that. that fake firing of Hagen. Uh, Don Vito is Michael's consigliere during this wartime. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, and yeah, the best this, consigliere this consigliere fucking plan want. of that Michael has. You know the, the big. I think him and Vito plan that out in advance. I think that's been a thing coming. I don't think that was Michael just on his own. Okay. Hmm. I don't disagree. Because I think that foresight's there. That instinct's there. And Clemenza, flashing back. Clemenza's giving Michael that gun. And he says, I left it loud to scare all the patrons away. He goes, this happens every five years. Every five to ten years, whatever. It's It's been ten. It's been ten years. It's been ten years. years. It get things, you gotta just, it's like Hitler in Zurich. You gotta just stop, in Munich. You gotta just stop it. Before it gets into this big war. Right. And I think that's kind of my that sticks in Michael's craw, the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta stop this before it gets too big. Mm-hmm. And then when he sees it kinda of get a little big, I think him and Don and Vito also, have the same plan. And, like, let's just kill everyone.
2: And Michael also knew that once Vito dies, everyone was gonna be coming after the Corleone right. family you know, and exactly. all And that's
3: the moment to show your strength sure. and be and fucking just Fuck your enemies. And just just don't scorched earth. Yeah.
2: Back to the Tom Hagen
3: thing. It's not a... He even says, he's like, I'm going to consult Michael. He says it. And it makes sense
1: because at the funeral, but now Vito dying, everything changes. Then Tessio coming up to him at the funeral being like, now it's all there. So now Michael knows, all right, now things you've said this now you've set the next step in motion so now our plan comes together
3: i think you're right and i uh, have you noticed michael's demeanor at the funeral he's sitting there like a businessman yep. he's not mourning his he's dad he's like, he's talking to his counselor he he's watching people well, he's working it's like the yeah, wedding yeah he's he, don vito's working at the funeral michael's like when, working
2: when he, like clemenza goes in and he throws the rose on the casket and then clemenza talks to somebody who talks to barzini and he's like watching yeah and then he, he just watches everyone interact with Barzini because yep. he's like, okay, well, whoever the whoever this traitor is is going to be in bed with, and whoever
3: wants yeah. to make the meeting is the, traitor. Is and the traitor. traitor. He comes right up to him, just like Don Vito said, and Amazing.
0: before he dies, he sets the plan in motion, and and Michael sees it through. I think the death of Vito Corleone, I would have to imagine a guy in Vito Corleone's position has probably imagined himself dying mm. in some of the most horrible, miserable, torturous ways. Yeah, and as is, is there probably. A better death that he could have imagined in the vineyards, playing for, with his grandson, laughing, for, for enjoying that, a moment of, uh, for of that of, life, uh, right, of and happiness and love yeah, and joy. That's life. the win. Other one, yeah. Other
2: than dying in your sleep, that's the next best right. thing.
0: Yeah. With with your grandson making your grandson laugh, and and, and the moment of scaring the grandson, and then having the oh no no I'm just I'm just okay, yeah. and then, and then, then they when he actually dies, the kid isn't scared, right. Right, which oh, is so the kid was, keeps playing. Yeah, playing. because he thinks he's playing, he's playing. with him, and yeah. he thinks it's still no, part of pretending.
2: I, I do have a question: in uh, the canister, is it water or is those pesticides? <laughs> <laughs> it's water, but it's a never-ending supply of water. Well, you know, uh, it's right why water you, water
0: water you water the plants. Yeah, it's okay. kind of like a... Just it's, a, like a, a it's a mister. They're in a tomato I, garden. I, yes. I,
2: was, I wasn't sure if it was no, like... No, uh, yeah, it just... So it oh, doesn't It
0: doesn't soak it, it, it just gives it, gives it enough. DDT.
2: That's, that's why that white sheet <laughs> is over it, too, to yeah, keep the sun from drying. I understand that. I just
0: wasn't sure if it was like... No, it's just a mister. Yeah, there's not a Salino and Barnes ad coming in right at after... He's spraying Roundup on everything, actually. Yeah, right?
1: <laughs> Anthony Corleone just slowly getting, he has a head growing out. Mesothelioma. Wait, do you see
0: the third one when he has two heads? All right, so we're at the the Godfather hit scene. This is the probably the most notable yeah. and and major significant example of cross cutting in movie history. Um, baptism by fire. Yeah, yeah. the, the um, scene is just
1: it's one of the best scenes I've ever seen. It's in my as life. good as the opening scene. I think it's better. Did just, you
2: think that was
3: possible when you saw the no. opening scene? <laughs> you know, like. <laughs>
0: You know, this is an overused phrase, but there is a lot going on here. You have Clemenza setting up, and you have that creepy-looking cop setting up. Neary. 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 Al okay. Neary.
2: Neary. Al Neary.
3: Love him. God. The marksman. Where would he go to the Nathan Lane School of Marksmanship?
0: <laughs> guy, he does. You know, look at the close of the eye. Like, Boom. He's like... He's like <laughs> Ram. Yeah, what is <laughs> that? This... The pacing of this scene. I, I, I was watching it again today and like waiting for the action to happen. It's It, it, it moves so yeah. slowly until yeah. it moves extremely fast. Like.
2: You, you have all these people setting up and you're like, okay, well, where is this going? Right. Yeah. You know, you have, you, have, you have the one guy from Rocky getting the shave. Spinell, Joe yeah, Spinell. Yeah, he's like, you're like, where is this going? Getting you a have, shave in a suit, just a baller. Yeah, it's, 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 before you know it, everything just ties up together in one neat little bow. It's
3: perfect. This plan you had no idea was being planned is being executed in front of your eyes. Right. So not only not only are you seeing the visual of holy shit, this is what they're doing, you're also going,
0: Holy shit, they've been planning this. Anyone who's ever been to a baptism before knows that there's that one line in the whole deal. Do you denounce Satan? Do you denounce yeah. Satan? That's where everybody in the church who's been like zoning out looks up and goes, Oh wait, what did he say? Huh? <laughs> what huh? Satan? What it's the, the first line in English knowledge. out of all the, uh, he it's says everything in Latin, right. I think. And then yeah, he yep. says, do you denounce Satan in English? And then he starts seeing in <sighs> the head You know, it, just in, in the reference to the language, I, I'm sorry we have to double double back here. But we didn't mention in the restaurant scene where Mike is yeah, talking I, oh, to yeah. that they intentionally don't uh, subtitle sub- the, the Italians. It's, it's yeah. not important. You
3: don't need to know that. Not you important. know
0: what they're saying.
3: You know what they're saying yeah, it's, 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 it's not just noise. Because no. they
0: want you to—they no. want you to be focused in on yeah. inside it's, Michael's it's, brain. It's attention building. It's and not about the negotiation. Right.
3: My favorite part is I think um, I took Spanish for like 18 years. I know a tiny bit about Italian. It's pretty close. Mm. Pretty sure the first thing he says, uh, Salonzo is "I'm sorry for." And Michael cuts him off and goes, "Don't worry about it." Yeah. And then Salonzo's like taken aback for a second, and then he carries on, almost like he's taken aback by Michael's toughness, like. Like, he thought the whole time that's what he's here about, like, right. to make this guy yeah. apologize to you. And you got the other guy who doesn't speak
0: Italian, just eating... eating just having <laughs> yeah, yeah. a big
2: smile on his face. Yeah, like like Joey said, like, the point of that scene is not to hear the negotiation, the point is to see Michael's dive into this darker world. Right.
0: Now, have have we ha- have we outlined here exactly who dies in the scene? Have any... Have it, Grant. Okay, because I need this... I'm sure there's listeners out there who, who need this, there's probably others who are scoffing at me right now, but I, I kind of... I need this get, yeah. help me out a little Okay. now I, I do we'll, we'll I don't have you. it in order okay but, that's fine yeah. but we will we will just shout out Mo Green and it's another Mo fantastic death oh, scene putting oh, the glasses on God, to get it's, so, it's, it's,
2: it's like it's like it's like, if I'm going to do a violent scene I'm going to make it artistic right. and memorable
0: can we get someone to shave his neck back hair that patches it's the 40s no, you gotta Let take care friends. of this here. it's the 40s baby alright Grant so what do we have what do we
2: have so we have I'll do the ones where we don't really know Okay. First, all right, so Stracci was the one that killed in the elevator by Clemenza.
0: Okay. Okay, right, one with the old shotgun. Right,
2: we're, yeah. Of course, Clemenza, the fat guy, has to climb up like 30 <laughs> flights of stairs. There's a funny
3: story with that, too. Coppola made him yeah. do it 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> because he disagreed with him on a different he, part of the movie. Gordon Willis and him were fighting over something, and, and Clemenza sided with Gordon Willis. And oh, my God. Despite him, saying. he made him do that stairs scene. Ball. Twenty
2: takes as a fat guy I'm really that off. <laughs> that, hit,
3: that hits home
2: yeah that, that, that I would not appreciate that very much <laughs> well you can tell by the so, lazy right. kick he does to yeah. the guy in the
3: elevator
2: uh, so who did he get in there alright so he got Stragy okay right. and then um, Cuneo was killed in the revolving door by Spinel. right
3: who are these yeah, two let's, guys? Let's, prior in the movie, they were, they were just the They're other. They're
2: just at the house they, at the they table. They were, they were in the just, five, were just the five families. They were just table. other. They were just the two two other guys from the five families right. that you needed to get out of the way to avoid a full scale war. Right, he uh-huh. just, just had to assert your dominance. Tatalia was the one killed in bed with mm. the machine guns. Right. The, okay. With, that's with what the te- process. You don't, the you see, you him, don't you see the, see the, the girl more, you see him. Yeah, they kind of do a close up at the end, but you don't really. And then Barzini was the one that got shot in the steps by
0: Al Right, got that, yeah, and then right. and Spinell, Joe Spinell, who's Gazzo and Rocky, he does right. the he does Cunio. The... He does yeah, the um the rotating the, the revolving, door. revolving door and nothing good has ever come from a revolving door. Why did do these things exist? I do. I don't know. It, Keeps the just air conditioning in man. people for to get injuries.
3: Here. I don't let my kids go through them. It's asking to lose, lose an arm. Lift. Yeah, like the kids don't have enough spatial awareness to go through. I barely have enough spatial awareness. I can It's uh, most between awkward. like two and five p.m. Maybe I have enough spatial awareness. I've <laughs> never had a problem with a revolving. I kind of like
0: revolving doors. Oh yeah. no! You do this one two step, and then like then sometimes you just get stuck with some random person in the in the one cell someone having, aggressive like it's yes, type, yeah yeah you, like, get you out.
2: guys like yeah, well, just really struggle right revolving, revolving we're scrawny we're, Listen, they just go hard, I, they I, just I, go what, what, what's the I joey my life and i on have frames. I so slow Listen, joey and i have thicker frames we should not be able to negotiate it as well as you guys right. do but we
0: do just fine Right. i, yeah. I like them I, I just
2: make them
3: work
0: i don't know I, I, and if the
2: door gets going
3: it's not
0: moving you it's moving. yeah sometimes they cook yeah that thing I've I've mastered I've, I've spent is... I've spent my life mastering the art of the escalator. I don't have another time for this. This, this what are you saying? Hedberg, You're the Del Star.
3: Mitch Henberg tie-in award has a good
0: joke about uh, escalators. Escalators absolutely.
2: Escalators can never be out of order. They're they just, just started to stairs. stairs. <laughs> they just turned into <laughs> stairs. Don't worry, it's for a duck.
0: I'll, I'll get this out now just as I have to because I was I had. Uh, on the one thousand and one by one podcast for Roman Holiday, I had a Mitch Hepburn reference ready to go that I was excited about because there was a piece of trivia about Audrey Hepburn that I read it, and I'm like, that just sounds like a Mitch Hepburn joke. <laughs> <laughs> and I had it ready to go and just didn't get to use it. I yeah, just forgot yeah, but it. But it, it, it was, she was so upset. She couldn't cry, basically, yeah. on set. She couldn't cry on set. The director William Wyler was getting very frustrated and very frustrated, and she couldn't cry, and she got so upset that she couldn't cry that she broke out into tears. And they filmed the scene, and I'm like, "This just sounds like a headberg joke." <laughs> Did you say William Wilder? William William Wilder. Oh, I thought you were referencing not Billy, Billy, no, not and Billy, Billy Wilder. Not Billy Wilder. Okay. he's yeah, fucking awesome. And yeah. and William <laughs> Wilder is the director we're going to cover three times. We haven't touched his. Oh wow! Yet. Yeah, yeah Ben Hur, Mrs. Oh. Miniver, and The Best Years of Our Lives. Yeah. So, oh wow! We will get there. Anyway, Sounds like the worst years of my life. <sighs> might be uh might be a, a low key sleeper. Ooh. <laughs> After this this hit scene, any, anything else in the hit scene that we want to throw out there? it's fantastic. Just, yeah, I mean, just We could talk about it
1: for
2: 4 days if we wanted to. I think it's the yeah. undercutting of the organ music in the church with the hits. It's masterful. It's just, and
0: that yeah. scene of the church from the back with all the the podiums mm-hmm. and yeah. frame is it's phenomenal. Great. It's, it's just It's a masterful great. scene. Yeah. We're now cleaning up the loose ends here mm-hmm. and Tessio and Carlo. There's there's such a there's such a class to the dismissal of Tessio here. Yeah. And, Handles and it like a man. Yep.
1: Yeah. well, Tell Michael I like The liked dismissal of yeah. Tessio. Yeah. It was business. I like Michael. And Tom says, he knows. Yeah,
2: How do you think they whacked him? I think just uh, the back of the head. Yeah. Shot yeah. in the back of the Kinda head.
0: Kind of like they, a, 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 it might be a little bit like, well, I don't know. Boy, I think, I, I, think, I, think I think. Like quick and easy because he was, he was
1: going think, out the right way. There was a respect yeah, level. Yeah, I think it's they go respectfully. Yeah.
0: They don't make it last. They, they just pop him. It's, we'll not the car, it's not the Carlo one. We'll talk off mic about wild wire spoilers, but Yes. Uh, there's a wire there's a wire death that that oh, reminds me of. Okay. Is is Tom, is there anything you can do for me? Can not do it Sally. Can do it Sally. For, do all it, Sally. Sake, for all yeah. Can do it Sally. I love that. Love that he says Sally there, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a term of endearment. And like, it's it's business. Business. I tell it's Michael, been... and I love he gives a message yeah. to Michael, goes, I always liked him. I always he liked Michael, Sally. just it was business.
2: I, li- I like that line, too, where uh, at the funeral, he's like, yeah, Tessio was, Tessio's the guy. And then uh, Haken says, I thought it would be Clemenza. No, it's a smart move.
0: Tessio was always smarter.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah. And then the, the confrontation with Carlo at the end. You think You think I'd make my sister a widow? Yeah. Oh, he's such a snake. He's this scene a... was
3: so confusing to me on the rewatch. I'm like, I know what happens, but I'm still like, yeah, <laughs> it was just a like, piece of...
1: Like? It, just, it was so vicious in that he mm. he let Carlo keep hope. He like yeah, a false sense of security. Yeah, yeah, so that when so that he thought he was getting away. Oh, okay, I'm going to Vegas. And it was this, just so much I, worse than just he, shoot the him the shot, in the shot. The yeah. shot
3: of him getting in the car and then there's this figure in the back oh, and the then Menta, and yeah. then. And then he's just, right, but it's it's so dark, sure. like you don't know. It's you, just an you, ominous presence. You know presence. it is, but you can't, yeah. You just see something you're not expecting. And then his feet going through the windshield. Can I throw
0: a final nitpick out there? Are the feet breaking the windshield? Yes. Yeah. You
3: don't know how weak a windshield is back then, man.
2: Back they're weak. Is that really a thing in the Yeah, they're
0: really weak. Because I don't want to get back to the 80s, I think in the Halloween episode, we went down a, my, a, a When a I broke the windshield hole. with my bare hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. About breaking windshields and breaking yeah. windows. Yeah. No, I think his
1: feet... I mean, I think trying to protect himself from... Dying, and, yeah, and, I think and, it shattered the it. way
3: a windshield would. Right. And I took to the point of the detail of this movie. They used wooden bumpers in these movies yeah, which from the World war time because yeah. of wartime So like they didn't have to do that. They did it. So like ah. the, so the windshield doesn't shatter. His feet go through and then go through that one. I maintained
0: some reservations about that windshield as whether his his feet would break would kick through that. I, I mean, we could go. They're go not
3: windshields that. aren't what you think. Though, it's right?
0: a 1955 car. I think it's going right through. We may have to get our hands on a 1940 Model T Ford here. and Figure this out.
3: <laughs> if you but want to do that, go ahead. We're gonna we're, we're gonna have to jump this
0: project. Who's jumping
3: in the windshield? That, that
1: will be our that'll be our first TikTok.
3: Hey, what'd you do? I bought a 1940 Model T. Yeah, what'd you do with it? We, I kicked the windshield a bunch. Of I times. split a Model <laughs> t-, with t. I split a Model T with five guys just know, so we
1: can mean, try to
2: kick the windshield. I, I mean, hate
0: to admit that it's the first thing i would do. I need to know. Yeah. I, I need I, to know.
2: I immediately ruined the value of this.
0: <laughs> <game>. <laughs> <laughs> Michael and Kay in the final scene here. Oh, man. Set up... Of what's to come. I'll, I'll I mean, down,
1: in, in the sure, in but... the in the words of Mo Sizlak and Michael, shut the door on Annie Hall.
0: I'll let you ask this one time about my business. Mm-hmm. And he lies to and her. Lies, yeah. And he lies. He lies to her. Right to her face. You you think without I would without making my a sister a widow. he's he is a ruthless ruthless character. That Michael. Michael. And we get uh, we get the end scene and, and the end of the movie and that last scene is you know oh the guy shutting the door teasers and spoilers of oh. what's come in Godfather Part Two Simpsons and, and, did and, it and forget that what a way to end it just yeah. just
3: closing the door on the movie on the right. the wife's face showing the change Michael's gone through it's unbelievable he's not, he's, he's not the person that she fell in love with phenomenal the doorway scenes throughout the the, the shots through the doorways awesome uh, throughout this whole movie are just wonderful
0: okay so framing. We've Sorry, reached just... the end of this here. We have our awards that, that we do here. Joey, I want to ask you this, because this is your first few for you. It is? Sum up the experience, you know, as succinctly as you can. And I do want to hear your biggest... Drawbacks of the experience, or, were, or the or the the things that stood out that, that you didn't love about reviewing this movie. So we've clearly talked about all the all the right. high spots and what we've loved yeah, yeah.
1: So in terms of a movie with all the expectations in the world, I I think it actually hit the expectations. Like I said, Lost Weekend blew me away more, but um, I I think the biggest problem I had was that scene with Connie and Carlo. I think it didn't fit, but otherwise, uh, you know. My initial LVP was myself for not watching this for thirty six years. <laughs> oh, wow! You know, I didn't have
0: that in the in the BPC. That was cool. a meta. Yeah, you know, <laughs> a meta, meta. I pulled that like
1: back, but pod-ception. that was my exception. <laughs> but in the you know, because it did, I, I I didn't. The the reason I didn't watch it was completely overshadowed by what it by the fact that it is, you know, it's it's not some just hyped up movie
2: that people like because they're supposed to. It it hits. Yeah, this isn't Boondock scenes. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there was a fire fight.
2: <laughs> I
1: thoroughly enjoyed it. Now it's be it's going to be a movie that if it's on I'm watching it. I'm I don't still. know that I could hop into like if the first scene comes on 100%, but if I'm going on and he's just leaving California, am I going to sit there and watch it? No, but the last hour once Michael goes back to Kay and says oh I've been back a year I think if I hit it from there any point on I'm watching the whole thing through
0: I think that when we do the rankings like that's gonna have to kind of be a a noted point that is this a movie where at any point it comes on are you in and I think this one is for me I I, am yeah I think every there's, there's only maybe very minimal moments in this <clears throat> where I would be like, oh, The Godfather's on. Mm, am I getting sucked in right now? And they're probably all in Italy. If it's
2: on AMC, it's on.
0: Like I'm yeah. not turning it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm sucked in
2: yeah. at every point.
3: Too. It came on at a holiday family, like Easter. Like we had a. Brunch. Oh, that's a
0: perfect setting for. But it.
3: then, like evening, it came on, and we were. It was like ten minutes in, and we left it on, and there was like twenty people that are just staring oh, at yeah, the screen, the watching perfect. it. Like
2: everyone loved. It. The world stops.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. And Easter what is what you're just doing. The, that's that's the right. It's it's so that's perfect. the right. I mean, it's just close to a perfect thing as I've seen. And we're dropping this right around Easter. I don't know yeah. why this is a good oh, Easter movie, right. but it seems like it is. Well, it's Catholicism. You it got yeah, yeah, Makes yeah. sense. It's a lot of
1: Italians running around. Jesus' <laughs>
0: message is spread throughout. Family, loyalty, love,
2: executions, <laughs> Easter <laughs> bunions.
0: So we're gonna do the much-anticipated BPC Awards <clears throat> for The Godfather. This is a, a heavy-duty time. I know there's a lot of pressure on all of us here for yeah, this. We're gonna let the anticipation build a little further, because we're gonna do our recommends here, our Godfather recommends. I'm super, super interested to hear what direction you guys went here. Yeah, this. Artie is gonna go first here. Artie, if someone just watched The Godfather, where are they going next? Where are you sending them next? Dr. Strange Love or How I Learned to Stop Wearing and Love the
3: Atomic Bomb. Wow. Okay. McCluskey is one of the main characters, Officer McCluskey. The movie is about a bunch of people in power who have to reasonably discuss very serious issues. There's some psychopathy involved. <laughs> It's it's, it's also super perfect visuals movie, yeah. and it's as close to a perfect movie as <laughs> I've seen. If you if you like really awesome right. films, if you like you brilliant movies, like yeah. Doctor Strange Love or How I Learned to Stop Wearing and Love the Atomic Bomb, Stanley Kubrick. Stanley We're Kubrick. Already, we've already mentioned Peter Sellers. The Godfather Peter Sellers plays three. three characters in this movie. I they were all nominated for Best Picture. I don't even know that, I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh, he, he's really wonderful. They all could have been, realistically. And it's funny, we just talked like, two days time. ago that that Doctor Strange Love. when yeah. we
1: were each on our third rewatch in the past month. That's yep. perfect.
3: Yep. I text Kieran emphatically every time I watch it. It's yeah if you like this, you'll like that.
0: One of my one of my gaps in my in my Kubrick filmography, I gotta get on. It's gotta so get on wonderful grant yeah
2: i mean i was um i was going back and forth i had one and then i mentioned boogie nights before i was like this is kind of fitting too with the themes of godfather even though it's about the 70s and 80s born industry <laughs> it's about a, about a guy that gets thrown into this world he becomes somebody that that he did wasn't supposed to become and he it's kind of a fall from grace all-star cast everyone in there firing on all cylinders very different vibe from Godfather. Yeah, that's what I would recommend.
3: Great rec, great fucking recommendation. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. really smart. Joey, as a first time viewer, when I was thinking about the recommend,
1: I thought about the relationship of Vito and Michael and how at first it was separated, but then with um, you know Vito getting shot, kind of brings them together. So that's kind of where my head was at, and uh, I thought I'd recommend Big Fish. Wow, oh, interesting.
2: I haven't seen that. It's been recommended. Good. Multiple no, it's good. It's really good. And one it's one of the better Tim Burton movies. Yeah, it yeah. Re-
1: it's it's a really good movie, and it's just really smart and really pulls things together. And
0: great again, movie. a dad sick brings the son back in, and they kind of work on the relationship. And it's and there's this the second podcast I've been on this week that's recommended Big Fish to me. So there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. we go. Great visuals, Artie. Wow, really? Multiple
2: people. Great visuals. Wow, really? it? Yeah, people great visuals. I would like it.
0: Yeah. Oh it's, yeah. It's yeah, a, a Very it's much an Artie movie. Very cool looking. Cool. All right, yeah. Man. So this one for me, and along with all the awards that we're going to do, I just, for whatever reason, everything was like hyper-realized because it's The Godfather. Like I yeah, just have taken well, everything up a notch and I kind of sure. want to pick <clears throat> so carefully and, and try to think of like, you know, we're, we're talking about The Godfather here. What do you recommend after The Godfather? And I just, just thought about iconic all-time movies that people just casually have not seen at this yeah. point because they know, they hold it to an esteem and they they hold it to a place that, yeah, I'm just going to watch Die Hard again or something, and I'm, I'm not going to go through route. And this was brought up earlier in this podcast, and I picked Citizen Kane. Okay. It's a movie about an individual who is trying to find his place in a world that he may not have been intended for. I mean, it's a movie that's also held on these all every all-time list you see. You see both The Godfather and Citizen Kane mm-hmm. there. And I think it's a movie that a lot of people either avoid or tell themselves that they don't need to see or don't want to see yeah, or push to the side because it is what it is, and it's either intimidating by name or it's also a movie I just saw this past year for the first time. Yeah, so I, haven't, not... I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's not a movie I that I I, I I I know I know super well uh, outside of watching it probably around this time last year. Artie it is a movie that you will just as a cinematography lover I mean it's it's it like the, invented cinematography. It's the, it's the grandfather yeah. of cinematography, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. That's its whole hook. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I know Joe, you said you didn't care I'm for it. Bored paint I mean, it looks cool, but I was bored throughout the entire thing. It the pacing isn't you know still worth seeing. I'm not saying don't see it. Right. The pacing isn't isn't what many may be used to, but it, i I would I would say if you've gone to this route and you've delved into the Godfather, go out and get citizen Kane and, okay. and and go from there. So all right, good good recommends. And now before we go into the awards, I did have this question for you guys. I know the anticipation. Oh yeah. I sent this text out to you guys last night just to kinda Yeah stoke the fire a little bit. We mentioned at the beginning of this podcast that the Godfather was up for eleven Oscars. It won three. There were eight Oscars that it did not win: Best Director, Best Supporting Actor James Kahn. this is role as Sonny; Best Supporting Actor Robert Duvall, this is role as Hagen; Best Supporting Actor Al Pacino, as his role as Michael; Original Score Nino Rota; Sound, Film Editing, and Costume Design. Which award is the most egregious loss? Now, it was not nominated for cinematography, so we we're throwing that out. I know, that's the most yes. egregious. That's the most egregious. That's right, <laughs> that's, that's, that's right there. Yeah, it's embarrassing. But it wasn't nominated, so, we're, okay. so we, we can't go there. What Where did What did you think was the most egregious? And then I'll just, I don't know if you prepare for this, which one are you the most okay with? Okay. Okay, Grant, you're going to go first.
2: Uh, I, I feel like the most egregious is Al Pacino not winning. For supporting actor, just a force to be reckoned with in this movie. Yeah. Just completely, so much of this movie was put on him, in his change and how he does the change in a believable way, in a nuanced way. Just even in his eyes, just how like, he just he just looks like a different person. From the beginning then at the end it was so well deserved
0: he had some beef with it being a supporting nominee i get he that. He protested should, the yeah, oscars right. he thought the it was category fraud that he should have been up for i, I don't think he get, should have been up for leave. i think so
2: his and, main point was screen time
0: right and we yeah. talked about the fact that the first half of the movie the lead is veto and the second half the lead is michael yeah. so it, it there is a point to be made there sure uh, the, the Best Supporting Acting Award that year went to Joel Grey in Cabaret. Cabaret is a movie I wanted to watch before this just because it won director also. And I'm just like, what, like you've yeah, got to think it came close to winning Best Picture over The Godfather, which is a scary thought. Did but, you watch it? I did not. I didn't have enough time. I just yeah. didn't have enough time to watch one. That, that would have been the one. I know. I'm, gonna yeah, I mean, I'm going to watch that. I mean, I'm going to. What the fuck? I, I yeah, will. I will hell? watch it before the rankings episode. How yeah, good is the supporting right? actor? Right? And so, it's a musical. It's a it's a Bob Fosse musical, so it's in line with like Chicago, which, right? Yeah, so like so. Broadway musical stuff. I mean,
1: I'm i will go next because for me it was director. That's the most. Like, how does yeah. Coppola not win this? I had director. too. I agree with Grant Pacino not win, but Coppola. What the hell? Like the vision. The pre-planning, the fact that every single thing...
0: You're perfect. What the hell? Like, I wonder have, if the wars with the production companies heard I that. Think, I think that might yeah, be. have like the, been. Yeah. And... yeah, they weren't excited by him. playing And probably Willis, too. They just didn't, they didn't campaign right. for him. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, Mine was score. I mean, yeah, I think it's the best score it. of all time. I mean, How do you watch this movie and not get just fucking punched in the face... Like Michael by by the cop like with the score right in the beginning. I mean, it's, I it's how great. do you miss that? I just yeah. it should it should have won. It should have won. And like, it should have been whatever one for score. A Charlie Chaplin movie. I can't even believe Charlie Chaplin's still alive at this point. I though. didn't roll that until I saw that. Uh, it was its lone win. I no what what one were you the most okay with?
2: I, I the one I'm most okay with because I am the stickler for ADR is the sound. I, I was guess. with you on that one. I had the
0: same thing. Yeah.
2: Even though know, I think some some of the some of the moments are really great. I can see it not winning, and I'm I'm okay with it not winning.
0: No, yeah. I also maybe think that uh, that a nominee for James Kahn is appropriate enough. I don't think he needs, he's not going to win over Pacino and Duvall here. Right. mine food. would have
3: been James Con.
0: James Con Khan supporting the most? actor. Yes. Wow. Okay.
3: Yeah. James Kahn is in a movie with a bunch of heavy hitting actors, and he steals every scene he's in. He's he dominates. He's a he's a powerful force on screen. He does some improv that is. Super memorable, 40, 50 years later, and he he's I think he did a great job as Sonny. Wow! So director was your
0: runner up, and James Con would have been your. Yeah, I, just, think James, did, I think James. I think James Con not winning for supporting actor is the most egregious. Yeah, that's see that's that's interesting to that's interesting to me because I, I, I that's kind of one out of the three that I'm okay with. I just feel like he probably just peaked at at a nominee there. I mean, having
3: said that, the score and director are also egregious. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let's I, I, be honest, they're all fun. Costume design right. is egregious. Yeah. The one I'm going to play
3: with is Duval. It's not enough to win. Oh, man. I so disagree. I think,
0: he's very soft. I think very Khan's
3: number soft. three in
1: that, and I love Khan. Oh, I think he's incredible. Mm. Yeah, Pacino's yeah, real subtle, subtle,
3: too. The humble character is easier to play than the, the hothead. I don't know if I'm a I, would oh, call no, no, I, I, I disagree. There's nothing subtle just, about Pacino. I disagree.
2: I, I feel like that's harder because right. your expression, it's all in your face. Right. When you're kind of, you're just yelling and shit. Like, that's... No, yeah, but you gotta, you no, gotta... No, you have to mode and stuff, but, like, to leave, to... To to show that you're withholding emotion without yeah. showing emotion? In, or, in order to be a... You have to be a canvas for the audience in that Man. case.
3: You guys are probably right because they do more close-ups of... Yeah, it, Pacino. It, then
2: it's. I think. Anyone. I think it's a taller order to yeah. be to play a more subtle role than Hagen is, had yeah. less
3: asked. Uh, Hagen had less asked of him, I think. Duvall.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. disagree. No major acting scenes. Well, no, I think there's. does there's, doesn't,
3: there's, doesn't that make, cool
0: character? Doesn't I that make his
3: impact that much greater though? I mean, than uh, the other people we're talking
0: about, no. Hmm. Pacino and Khan and no. Yeah, I. I. I there's something about Duval's performance in this that just floors me. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not bashing Duval. Right. Yeah, We're We're now relatively, relatively it. comparing it. Right. Well, so we we'll, let's we'll, let's rank the let's rank those three acting performances. I, I go Pacino,
3: uh, Duval, Khan. Me too. I go Khan, Pacino, Duval. Duval. And I think I would go Pacino, Duval, Khan also. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you guys have Duval second
0: over Khan? Yes. 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 Oh man, really? You guys give him a I think that was great. I think the other two are just better. (laughs) All right, so it's time for the much-anticipated BPC Awards. And we're going to talk MVP for The Godfather. And I just want to just preface this with I feel like my MVP changes every time I see this movie. Yeah. I think there's so many right answers for this. Yeah. And I'm okay with whatever direction any of you guys go with this. LVP maybe will be a little trickier. And recast, I'm very interested in what everyone has to say. MVP, Joey, as the first-timer, yeah. I want to hear what you have to Cheer say first, man. Al Pacino,
1: as Michael. I think that the growth and development and change is... Now, again, I struggled with this, but I think ultimately when I think about... Because I watch Tuesday, then I watch Sunday. When I Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday, Saturday, Thursday,
2: Son- Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, Saturday, Thursday. <laughs>
1: When I went to watch against Sunday, the first thing I thought about was, oh, I get to watch Pacino again. Yeah. yeah. So,
2: that's why I went Pacino MVP. <laughs> oh, you're going to enjoy the second one. <laughs> oh, fucking A. Uh, for everything that Joey said, I agree. Al Pacino is the MVP for me in this movie. Wow. Oh, no. Yeah.
0: Grant's on board with Al Pacino's MVP.
2: Artie. Marlon Brando. Yeah. He's an all-time character. does some
0: all-time acting. He just... Creatively brilliant. I'm with Artie on this one, and yeah, and it's, you it's, stole my 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 script here. I think that that's just an all time character. And that's really yeah. what it came down to. Is as as phenomenal as Michael Corleone is in this movie, and all of the moving parts. Duvall's performance, Khan's performance, every bit of it. The directing, the mm-hmm. cinematography, every the score. Even you know you could go in one of those. I just think that Vito Corleone is just, it's just, it's just one of the greatest, it's just one of the greatest characters in cinema history. Yeah. Is, it it it, it, is it Brando's best performance? Is it From what character? I've seen, from what I've seen, yes. It's
3: probably his most memorable character. And he oh, well, it's definitely resume. his most memorable character. some resume, some resume Yeah, well,
0: you have, you have, you have Streetcar Named Desire, which, which is certainly waterfront. the Stella and all that. And then we'll Superman. we'll cover, yeah, we'll cover on the, <laughs> yeah, Superman, why not? yeah We'll cover on the waterfront. Yeah, yeah. Coming up, too. But I think this is his best. This is his, I, This is an iconic character. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. And I think there's an iconic nature to to him in Streetcar and Desire as well. Sure. But this, but this is his. Yeah. This is this, this is, is what him. His this best. is what he's known for. Yeah. And it's like a weird performance too. Like it's oh, it's sure. not it's like an it's animated not character. Not a run of the mill. Like yeah. a cartoon
3: character, kind
0: of. If someone else took this role, it would look nothing like this. No. The no. prosthetics and the you know it just it, the would, be, it would be
3: satire if it was anyone else.
0: Yeah, so we oh, have great. a we have a true split here in MVP, two for Pacino yeah. and two, for Brando. I'm excited for the LVP. LVP now, Joey. I, I kind of have like, I always have fun like side betting what your LVP is these days. It's become like a new B I I, know, I think I know what it is. I think I know who. I, I, uh, I, I have, have a, I have write a bet placed. Oh, you want to? Should okay, we okay, write Yeah, down? let's write it down. Okay, hold. On. Just don't show me
1: so I don't pull a dick move and change it.
0: Because I've had my locked in. Grant, Grant was trying to text me on the side asking, what do you think Joey's LVP is? <laughs> Hold on. i write one first. I, I tried this this you I like that. me too. Okay. So after some conversations earlier, yeah. I, I I might lean to what Grant said, but I, I joined Artie. Really? Yeah, me and Artie the same one. Okay. What do you got, Joey? Okay. Yeah!
3: Yes. Grant, I got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree that she was very
0: not. She was strong, a terrible character. Well, I will say this: for the second week in row, we're doing a Diane Keaton movie, and she was an MVP last week, and we really haven't talked much about her at so, all. this. So there is some evidence there that there's in some powerful, powerful value performance.
1: There. She wasn't good, and I did not love Talia Shire's throughout this. But I think the scene with her and Sonny, when she's telling them, like "No, stay away," I think was really good. So I think she brought value. I just, I didn't love her performance, but there was value there. I think Kay and Diane Keaton was awful. And I couldn't figure out how to
0: recast myself. Me and Artie both guessed Carlo, that you'd say Carlo. Oh. So we're we're a swing and a miss there for us. But I'm going to defend Kay a little bit here. I think that that she is, that, that that role, they didn't give her a ton to do. Now, granted, this is a movie where a lot of people were given right. very little and made huge, huge things right. of it. So She, she got very little to do and the, made she less. She has the role of the true outsider. Right. And she's left to, when Michael goes to Italy and right. then comes back and pretends he didn't have an Italian wife that blew up in a car. Like, she's, <laughs> like she's, she's just teaching elementary school kids and she gets sucked back into this thing that she doesn't really want to be a part of. It's kind of a, it's, it's, a, it's a small, it's a small piece of the pie. Yeah, I, all the people that are that have very small roles but give huge performances,
2: they're all quote unquote part of the game. Right. Right? And she's not so in a way I don't know if this is deliberate or not. I like you said, Kieran, you like to give the director that earned the benefit of the doubt, the benefit of the doubt. Right. So I'm giving that the I'm giving it a stylistic choice that she was a much more vanilla character because she's not in part of this family and
0: she's so opposite of what michael is and what michael is looking for yeah i'm 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 on that same page grant and i'll admit it's impossible for me to separate the second one as much as i said we were going to it's very very hard it's really
2: hard it's very difficult and and yeah, I, I think I think Fre- I know, I know I think with I Fredo's can't...
0: character it's the same thing. I yes, mean, if I if I was I watching this without seeing the second one, it's hard to look at those two characters because they play such intricate roles in the next movie. But Fredo
1: brings value here because he kind of shows Michael's pure coldness over Vito's heart with the coldness. Yeah,
0: I'm not saying Fredo's Mike LV. No, no, I'm, I'm saying, just saying but you- in evaluating those two characters. You smush the even movies Michael, together. in some respects, you smush the movies together. You yeah, it's just—it's it. it's hard. To, I think I did a good job of separating them, them, but it's—it is in the back of my head at all times. Yeah. So Grant, what did you go? with LVP? My
2: LVP, as we touched on this before, it is Simonetta Stefanelli being 16 while we did the movie. I, uh, I feel like that is, yeah, the most, that, is that's the, that is the most glaring hole. Very fair yeah. in this
0: movie. That's probably the technical <laughs> answer. Glaring hole. <laughs> What? Bad robot. (laughs) Party LVP. Well, I didn't
3: want to pick you know an actor or a character in this movie because I I treasure this movie. I picked marksmanship. (laughs) <laughs> so two guys try to kill Don Vito with full clips from point blank range and hit him with five bullets. Like what are we doing here? And then the the guy who shoots Barzini Neri, who went to the Nathan Lane School of Marksmanship, with a, with that posture for for shooting a handgun. Marksmanship is the weakness. And then the punch that he misses the punch, which is you know he misses. It's and then on the, the flip side,
0: here. there's some masterful, but getting, getting it through the glass Glasses. lens, Right. poo, right. you know, and then, yeah. and then, you know, on the top of the stairs, too, from the cup. Okay, so mine is a little bit abstract here, I guess. It's not a main character in this movie, but I think that it could have and arguably should have been. I'm going to go with Mrs. Corleone not having any motherly matrian presence in this thing is a little weird for me and yeah. she has the one she has the one line don't interfere which is a great line and a great a great thing i just can i get a little more from yeah. her can i just give me she, i guess she sings on stage there yeah but that's not really writing. indicative
2: of her character yeah it's, there's right. no
0: right there's no why it just feels like a little bit of a hole in a movie that's about family and so much about family why is she just not present in this movie? I'm getting the vibe that it's just as the business gets
3: more developed and the men grow older, the women kind of get they phased out, out, out of the the story of life, and yeah, they're they leave, kind, they, they they leave left out. out. They're left yeah. in the background with the door shutting at the end of the movie. Our and yeah, Kay trying, trying, to get, but trying to, to get, we don't even see her involved. crying.
0: So yeah, so there's and yeah. and we, as I said before, this is not just a great director, but a great director who was part of writing it with the guy who wrote the. You know Mary Puzo who wrote the original right. source material, so there clearly is a choice there, and yes. I'm not I'm not denying that. I just feel like there's just to just not to tell it. I mean, listen, they show the back of her head when she delivers her line. They are making a choice not to have her present. It just right. seems a little odd to me. And if I'm yeah. if we're just going straight value, like maybe rather than make making it just having leaving us to assume. That she's not involved by showing the back of the head. Why not develop that character just a little bit enough to tell that story?
3: The one line she has too is is a lingering Vito Corleone line, like he would say that. It's not mm-hmm. even her own line. Like yeah. that's what the that's yeah. what should be. That's said. the rules. That that's for what a Vito. soldier would
0: say. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so mm-hmm. t- a tough one. I think we're picking the LVPS of the Goblin. Yeah, right? Jeez, I mean that's yes, right. You know, so that, that's, 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 yeah. <laughs> 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 this was high level LVPS. Yeah. Here's a fun one. Can we follow up with a fun one here? Participation award. Let's give it out to someone because there are. I, I, there's I think more options. In I this think Artie and, than, and I have the same one. There's more options yeah, in maybe. this than any movie we've ever covered easily. Yeah. What do you um, got, Grant? Gordon Willis. Oh no. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, Wait, I,
2: how, he went.
0: How, yeah. could, how could you not get the I've, cinematographer?
1: I had him first, but I figured someone else
2: did, so I pulled him back. Yeah. How could you not have the cinematographer of the Godfather? Yeah.
0: Artie, who is your
3: participation? Yeah, hey, I put a lot of thought into this one. This is one of my favorite awards. <laughs> I picked uh, Sterling Hayden. He plays the police commander McCluskey. Amazing actor, all-time death scene. He's also in my recommendation, Dr. Strangelove.
0: Great actor. One Great. of the And one of the many characters here who just come in hot from the start to the end. And, and just from, literally from the yeah. start to the end. Yeah. Great. Smashing yeah. his head to the table as he goes unbelievable. out. Unbelievable. Joey participation. I actually did 1940 Sicily.
1: I actually loved oh, nice. it. I thought it was cool. cool. It was different. I think those scenes, it was different pacing that worked within it to really show Michael's development and watch someone get blown up in a fantastic explosion scene. So I thought it was a cool backdrop for it that you don't see a lot. Um, usually when you go to Italy, you're in Rome, you're in Tuscany.
0: So I, I really yeah. liked it. And I think that, you know, wanted to give it a shout out. I love that answer. It's not my experience, but I love I love that answer for sure. Mine is... John Marley is Jack Waltz. Yeah, just, yeah. I, mean, just that, I think
2: that's the right answer. Just electric. <laughs> just right
0: absolutely answer. fucking electric.:
2: yeah. in he's, a, he's in the movie for five minutes.: Oh, uh, he's just, incredible. Just, just, crushes he's just it. incredible.:
0: Time machine recast. Time machine recast: Tricky here. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I pulled a page out of Joey's law about recasting your LVP. Okay, my so you my recast the... My recast is Simonetta Stefanelli, but two years later.
4: <laughs> oh,
2: so she gets. Awesome. So two years later, she goes into a time machine and goes back, and she's in the Godfather. Oh, <laughs> uh, we should have saved that.
0: It's incredible. It's, it's unbelievable. Genius. <laughs> Artie, right, what do you got here? What, what role is that.
1: Steve
3: Harvey playing in this one? Kermit, um, it's Hermit now. I think we've evolved. <laughs> All right, so I, my time machine recast. I recast Kay. She was close to my LVP, but I didn't want to give it to full-blown actor character. Cop out. I, re- I recast K with Charlize Theron. I think she would just add a little bit more character to this
2: character. I like her a lot. Yeah. I like Charlize Theron a lot. I love Charlize Theron. And she kind of looks that part. She would totally... Yeah. yeah. She would fit in perfectly. She sh- and she's actually strong. Yeah.
1: And her forehead wouldn't be so distracting. Yeah. <laughs> her <laughs> five head. Joey. So I also recast K with an actress from the time of a movie I don't like. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer from Scarface I think that age Michelle Pfeiffer would be
0: fantastic in that role and actually act yeah I totally think that she would work in this movie yeah. Yeah. okay so I get a tricky one here because I'm I'm recasting a big role oh I have not used this actor in a recast I don't think I don't think anyone has to be honest because it's like you put this guy in anything and it's better of course So I'm like, if I'm ever going to use this guy, I'm going to do it in The Godfather and we'll just leave it at that. I thought of this, I watched this movie over the summer, there was like a blackout and we were out of power for 48 hours and I had my laptop charged and had the DVDs and I watched all three Godfathers and just had a blast. That's when I thought of this. And I just kind of, it's kind of like a dream casting of watching this actor play this role. And I have Leonardo DiCaprio playing the role of Sonny, just thinking of what he would do and the nuances that he would add. To that nothing against James Ka it hurts to take a, a great performance out of this I just think that Leo turns that role into something just super fascinating I don't like it okay okay I don't like it I I,
2: I think I think there's a difference between Leo angry Leo and what sort what what Sonny what James Con brought to Sonny I feel like they're they're two different. There there's almost like when Leo gets angry, there's almost like a petulance to it. Mm-hmm. Like in his role in Django or like Revolutionary Road. Uh-huh. I, I, I don't
0: I just don't see it. Interesting. Yeah. I think I like the scenes, the the conversation scenes, the behind the scenes when they're talking strategy where he just conversationally could take things up I to the next that. tier. Yeah. In in the exchanges with Duval, in the exchanges with his dad, yeah. in the exchanges with Michael, just Really bringing something to that character that mm. could could turn this movie into something else. Because how do you improve the Godfather? It's very very difficult to begin. No, with I that. no I get it. So I just went dream team with it. There's no wrong answer to this next question, and that is scene of the movie. Just, I have three different answers yeah, on this. One. I have. It'd be easier to
3: name scenes that aren't good. This yeah, this was right.
0: the, this was the movie that made me realize that I don't really understand the question of This uh, that we're asking here. Like, am I picking my favorite I think you're scene? Picking, am I picking the best scene? Am I picking the most important scene? You're picking like, your favorite. That's how I always thought it. And, yeah, because my answer is different. From My favorite plus the best plus the it's, most important are three yeah. different things. Yes. I'm going to give three different answers here. It's just, you you know, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I can't say anything. <laughs> Artie's like, I have seven. <laughs> I, I have the whole script. I mean, I think, me. uh, yeah. I think that my favorite scene... Uh, changed it midway. No. I think I think my favorite scene is the restaurant scene. That's mine. Yeah. I, I just mine. think it's just if if I'm going to like if you give me one scene to watch, I'm just going to watch that every time, yeah, I think. It's brilliant. As much as I love the opening scene, I really really do love it, the opening scene. I, but I, for me, it's the baptism scene. Okay. Yeah. I think that's just it's the com- It's the perfect culmination. If I felt lazy putting that answer, which is what I was going to say, is, is the best scene in the movie. That's right. the most masterful. That's the yes. that's my right. That's the cinema award. It, right, it yeah. could my, be
1: its own short movie. Right, my runner up is the hospital. That's, that's a great scene. scene. That's yeah, a great scene,
2: scene too. Oh, God, I know that, yeah. there's, 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 no a, there's, there's no wrong, wrong answer. answer. There's fifty great well, scenes in this. Mine
3: good. I mentioned earlier. It's the scene within the scene with the slow zoom on Michael when he first describes his plan to kill them in the restaurant yeah. yeah and everyone kind of laughs at him he's like no nah, we can oh, do this they so yeah. talk to tom Hagen. Yeah. that is my favorite scene because that's ben. michael getting into it putting yeah. his feet in the mud for the first time like yeah. really
0: getting into it and he doesn't just do that he jumps into the mud head first like yeah and, and Hagen's realization that oh we got a ringer here but then most important scene i thought the final scene between michael and vito yeah, like oh yeah, And right. their last exchange. It's unbelievable. And I never wanted this for you. Just, there's so much it's... leading into what's gonna happen beyond it's, here. It's, so, it's
2: also so heartbreaking, uh, too. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, we I mean,
1: could so... just go around the table for yeah, more time. Yeah, we just, we're just, we're just like, Well, You know
0: what, Let's start from the start again. <laughs> like, <laughs> I believe in America. <laughs> like you said, there is no wrong answer. There are wrong answers to this next category, unfortunately. The 1 to 5s, performances, How the movie shot, the themes and the stories behind it. We We do this every week. Yeah, we do this every week here. here. Do we have anyone here who thinks that the performances (laughs) here are not a five out of five? No, No. I gave it a three. You know,
1: I really (laughs) overthought this one to be different. And I'm gonna give it a two and
3: a half. No, I figured I everyone would give it a five, so I gave it a four. Yeah. All right. Contentious. Five, five, five. Is yeah, anyone here five,
0: five, five. who think that five, five, five. that how the movie is shot is not a five. No, no. And it's like a blinking the seven. themes, right. <laughs> the stories. We have fives across it's absurd. The five. It's five, 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 fives. I, the, and this is you know this this part of the podcast isn't designed to perfectly mathematically dissect every movie. We're just trying to just get general best picture winners, and when we're talking about what could be some people's number one of the '92, mm. it's a no brainer that it's going to be the five five fives. Like the way I've said it from the start is, is you're going to have multiple five five fives if you're looking sure. at this the way that it's intended, in saying that it's checking every single box. And if there's a movie that checks every box, it's the. Guy. <laughs> but there's but there is a there is a hierarchy within the five five fives. Right. So, like, this isn't the end all be all. That's what the rankings episode's for. Right, right. That's what we'll get to yeah. in in a few weeks when we get to. Uh, I, d- to the I end don't know. Two.
2: I don't know. I would love to know if somebody doesn't give a five five five, and I would love to know their reasoning. You're trying. To be also...
0: You're trying to be smarter than. Well, that's <laughs> a good. That's a good way to have anyone reach out to us on social would... media. So oh, let I... us know. I mean, because there's people who don't like this movie. It's not like everyone in the world feels it's... the same way that we I do. I hope right? we just get thirty. Text tweets of it insists upon itself. <laughs> <laughs> one to ninety-two, one guys. This is uh, this is one of the the least kept secrets in the room. Here is that this may be the number one that we've covered so far. I don't know if we want to show our hands just yet, as being that all four of us will be on the rankings episode. I mean, I don't.
2: I'll show. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Is, is
0: yeah, it is I, it your number one so far? So
2: far, yeah. And it's on the one to ninety-two. It's. Firmly in my top five. I'm not. I'm not going to be cute about it. That's just, yeah.
0: Do you guys want anything? You want to hold back? Uh, well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna withhold my direct. Yeah, answer. I'd like to wait. Okay. Yeah. Um. We're, in a couple weeks, we're going to be doing this for real. So, uh, sure. uh, it's
3: at the end. of It's going to be in my top five. But I will say that. To your point about the lost weekend sticking out to you since you've seen it and not and staying with you, there's a movie we've done that has stayed with me more than any other movie we've done, and really climbing up the ranks. Um, I think I'm gonna have it ranked. It was it was ranked in the top fifteen. I think I'm gonna have it ranked higher the next time we do rankings. Okay. So it start, do it start, it or it's start. you want to release or
0: you want to hold, hold back The
3: sound lot. of music starting to dick around with the top five. Wow. Wow. It really is. It. Sticks with me. I think about it. Like I hum the songs. Like I can't wait to watch it again. It's and of all the movies we've seen, they don't all do that. Right. That one does. I mean, this one obviously is going to be a top five movie. Yeah, it's the, the other movies. It's competing with her. I think movie. the hottest take here
0: is that this it's top ten. So, <laughs> right. the, what's interesting to me? Well, I'll hint at that for my rankings. But what's interesting. To me to look at is I've been a proponent of The Godfather 2 yeah. above The Godfather. And now I'm going to be in a situation where I'll actually have to rank them. Won't technically have to do it to the end of season 3. God, yeah. But I have, I have come into this project with a clean slate and an open mind. And after doing this, it's going to be hard for The Godfather 2 to maintain that status just, and for me to officially rank it above The Godfather. I was Every- talking
2: about The Godfather in great detail. I'm like, I Cannot
0: wait to watch part two. Again. Oh, and I can't wait to sit down with with the three of you and talk it because it's going to be. A for Joey it will be our true, it. our first I, BPC sequel. Yeah. I cannot wait for Joey to see it. Yeah, it, that, it's, yeah, it's just yeah, and and it will be the four of us again. It's gonna be the same crew here talking Love about it. it. It's gonna be a blast. Uh, we will be able to reference the Godfather while we're talking about <laughs> that because it will be part of the sure the storyline. And I'm gonna I'm gonna keep an open mind to this as to to what will be ranked. Hire The Godfather or The Godfather Two? So I feel like that is a little bit of an I feel, endless debate. I,
2: I feel like they're. It's gonna be one of those things where it's just like back and forth, back and forth.
0: It's the most awkward ranking in the entire thing because We're, they're yeah. the same story. It's a Hattori Hanzo situation. You only <laughs> judge Hattori Hanzo swords against other Hattori Hanzo swords, and we put ourselves in the business of judging Hattori Hanzo. That's yeah, so we do, as we always say. This is not a Who Should Have Won podcast, but we do like to go over the other nominees. And this is a, a year where there are five nominees, so four other ones. And I'll start with Sounder. Sounder, the G rated hour and 45 minute film, the oldest son of a loving and strong family of black sharecroppers, comes of age in the Depression era South after his father is imprisoned for stealing food. Sounds sad. Uh, no one's seen Sounder, have we? No. I, it I feel like we watched it twice I
2: feel like that was a book that we had to read in like oh, elementary, elementary school right. or high school. I don't
0: How know, nominated I don't for four awards. Best Picture, Best Actor in a Leading Role, Paul Winfield. Best Actress in a Leading Role, Cicely Tyson. Best Writing Screenplay. Haven't seen it, don't know much about it, but I think you're right, Grant. I feel like that might be, that might be like an elementary school novel. Rough year to be up. Yeah. (laughs) You're going after some ringers.
1: Joey, what do we have next? Next we have The Emigrants. It's a Swedish flick. Mid-19th century, a farming family struggle with their rocky, unyielding land and decide to embark on an arduous journey to new hope in America. I don't know any of the actors. (laughs) I don't know the director.
0: I will say Zeta Short. Zita Catherine Short, who's a friend of the podcast, she said that this is the one to, to watch. With the. Other oh, really? Movies. She really liked this one. Oh. But okay. it's one of those that's impossible to find. Yeah. So, like, you know I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know how you get your hands on it. Foreign film, not on streaming. So I don't, again, had not even heard of this until we, we did this one. Next is what was almost certainly the runner-up here, because it won Best Director, and a movie I wanted to watch. I like to pick one usually. I just did not have the time this week. This will, and we're, listen, we're doing the Godfather. I think the focus it's, it's appropriate to keep it's your a, focus on. It's a three-hour movie. Time-consuming. You got. Time you you got to give it its due. And this is Cabaret. Is a Bob Fosse directed film. Bob Fosse, one best director on this one. A female girly club entertainer in Weimar Republic era Berlin romances two men while the Nazi party rises to power around them. Liza Minnelli in this one. Also, Michael York. Do you guys know who Michael York is? Maybe. He's Basil from Austin Powers. Oh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, I love him. But what does it all mean, Basil? (laughs) Yes, Uh, a classic classic British actor. Basil
2: Exposition. It won eight
0: Oscars. Sadly, we knew all along, Austin. (laughs) She was a fembot all along. It won Best Actress, Laz Minnelli. It won Best Actor, Joel Gray. Best Supporting Actor, Joel Gray. We talked about that one. Best Director, Bob Fosse. Best Cinematography, Boo. Best Art Direction, Set Direction, Best Sound, Best Film Editing, and Best Music Score, Original Song. Yeah, Joey, no, no uh, experience with with Cabaret there.
1: No, no, and I mean FX did a show Cabaret or Fosse, I think they called it recently. That won a bunch of awards with Sam Rockwell. I assume it's about the same... Long Sam
2: Yeah, me too. I just know that John Stamos was in the stage production of it for a while. <laughs> Short-lived, I'm
0: sure. All right, we got one left here. This is one I've seen. So, the, the one... Probably the most popular of the... The happiest of them all. <laughs> Not so mm. much. Deliverance. Intent
1: on seeing the Kalawasi River before it's dammed and turned into a lake. Outdoor fanatic Lewis Medlock... Takes his friends on a canoeing trip they'll never forget into the dangerous American backcountry. That does not that does not do injustice no. of what this movie is. Squeal um,
4: like a piggy. Whee!
1: Right. We have John Voight. We have Burt Reynolds. Ned
0: Beatty. Um, great cast. John Voight, yeah. Burt Reynolds, Ned Beatty. I mean, yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. I, and that's the bam, 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 yeah, the banjo. Nominated for three Oscars: picture, director,
1: and, and
0: film editing. Yeah. Huh? And for South Park fans, if you remember the scene where, where Spielberg and George Lucas rape, (laughs) (laughs) they rape Harrison Ford and Indiana Jones, (laughs) direct directly from Deliverance. Uh, uh, Deliverance is is a good one. I mean, it's not a feel good flick, but it's a good movie. It's intense,
1: and you don't feel great, but it's it's good. Yeah, cool cool
0: setting and. Surprised
1: they got a nomination. <laughs> cool
3: yeah. Uh. Ooh, I'll watch it for that. Yeah, that it's an interesting
1: setting.
0: like like that description oh, really the, does you know, not the do the justice to right. You're not seeing the faces I'm making as I'm saying these things. I love who doesn't love a good canoe trip, you know? Sure. Well, gentlemen, we made it to the end of the Godfather the B P C Godfather episode. Exciting stuff. Uh, this was, I had a little bit of stress and anxiety coming into this one. I don't know it's about a, you guys. It's, it's, it's just, a tall order. It is yeah, a tall a order. Of, a lot
2: of stress on this one. If this goes bad, we're we, done. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the end of the show. That's it. We're it's done. It's just Roadhouse
0: every week for, uh, <laughs> we might as well yeah, just. And you know what? That's okay, too. Rihanna's going to stop funding us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that joke has made it. <laughs> to any of the last ten episodes. <laughs> I had a blast, guys. It was... I think, I think we handled it. I think we handled it. We did, we we did we, it We justice. gave it our all. We gave it our all. We hope you enjoyed listening at home. Please let us know what you think, whether you loved The Godfather, whether you hated it. You can email us at bestpicturepodcast at yahoo.com. You can get us on all our socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Best Picture Cast. Please rate and review if you did like what you saw. That helps us quite a bit with visibility. And we're going to go closing thoughts here, guys. Joey, this was your first experience. Do you have anything to say on the way out? Remember, we're going to all be back for Godfather 2 here, so we do get to revisit this topic here.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited for Godfather 2 because um, I made a few comments where Grant already started laughing at each other and looking at each other, so I'm very curious. So I'm (laughs) excited for what that all meant. Grant was kicking me under the table. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, for a movie to actually meet unmatchable expectations is... Fantastic! So yeah. I'm excited to have finally seen it and to been here and to talk
0: about it in depth with you dudes. Very cool. Very cool. Grant, closing thoughts? No, like
2: like Joey, I'm really excited to continue this, um, continue this journey through the uh, through the Godfather universe. Thanks for listening. Hope we didn't do that bad of a job with you guys.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't I can't say it better than that. Artie, closing thoughts? It's
3: been a pleasure speaking and learning with you guys about one of the best movies ever made for a movie that starts off 10 out of 10 and gets better. Everyone should go see this movie.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I just love I just love doing this and going into this knowing that you guys are going to point out one or two things that I never thought of or yeah. wouldn't have come up with my own. Knowing that you're going to do it and then not being disappointed because it's just that that's that's as already you'd like to say that's the beauty of the podcast, right? The beauty. That's it. Well, guys, this was fun. Someday and that day may never come. But I will call upon you to do a service for me, perhaps a Cimarron podcast. But until that day, accept my invitation back for the Godfather 2 kickoff to season 3. Until then, arrivederci.